thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice in the old Republic. Before the dark times. Before the Empire. How did my father die? A young Jedi named Darth Vader helped the Empire hunt down and destroy the Jedi Knights. Now the Jedi are all but extinct. Vader was seduced by the dark side of the Force. The Force? Kid, I've flown from one side of this galaxy to the other. I've seen a lot of strange stuff, but I've never seen anything to make me believe there's one all-powerful Force controlling everything. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. That's no more. I suggest we use it. It's a space station. Fear will keep the local systems in line. Fear of this battle station. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. I am a Jedi. Like my father before. The Force is with you, young Skywalker. You are not a Jedi yet. Much anger in him. Like his father. I won't fail you. I'm not afraid. Luke. If you only knew the power of the dark side, you will be. You will be. Now witness the firepower of this fully armed and operational battle station. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Nerd Talkalypse, where nerd enthusiasts such as us come together with a common goal to geek out and preach nerdism in yesterday's and today's nerd culture, featuring your hosts, Lane Stipe and DJ Pin Hollow. This is Nerd Talkalypse.
Let me give it. Oh, yeah, he helped out. All right, all right, guys, we're here with. Uh, go ahead. I don't. Hey, uh, this is Andy from uh, the band uh, Easy Tiger. Easy Tiger. They're playing here at the event tonight. Another local Du Boisian. Yep. Um, we're just going to ask you a couple quick questions. Have you seen The Force Awakens? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Saw it in theaters? Here. I'll get that a little closer to you. Oh, yeah. Um, what did you think of it? Uh, I met my expectations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you have any uh, theories you want to share as to where you think the story's going to go? Mm, I think there's going to be a lot of twists and turns. Uh, I think they're going to take... No, I don't know. I you don't know? You yeah. don't know anything about, like, Ray's heritage or anything like that? Well, I think it's going to have something to do with the uh, Skywalkers, for sure. You think? Yeah, I think there's going to be some twists, uh, some ties. You think she's Kylo Ren's cousin? I'm not sure about them being related. I'm thinking that she Well, might... they'd almost have to be, though, if Leia's Kylo Ren's mom. If, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess. I guess I haven't really given it that much thought. Hmm. Interesting. All right, Definitely. so how, how do you think you're... Uh, Worthy of Star Wars trivia? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Let's try it. Let's try it? Okay. What attacked Luke Skywalker on Hoth? A Tauntaun, a Hoth Hog, a Wampa, or an Ice Bat? It's definitely not a Tauntaun, because that's what they rode around. What were the, what were the uh, options again? A Hoth Hog, a Wampa, or an Ice Bat? The only two I'm not sure of are the, uh, the Wampa and the Ice Hog. I'm going to go with Wampa. Correct. Yeah. That was that. That was that, that abominable snowman yeah. type deal. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Hung him upside down. All right, man. Well, this, like I said, this is this was uh, Andy from Easy Tiger, and we're uh, moving on. It was beautiful. All right, we're here with uh, uh, Ian Augenball, right? Okay. We're just uh, gonna ask you a couple quick questions. Uh, have you seen The Force Awakens? Yes, I have. And your thoughts? Oh, I loved it. I, I was uh, expected a certain amount of it, and other parts not so much, but it was. There wasn't anything that really disappointed you or anything like no, that? No, no, no. I wasn't disappointed by it. Uh, perfect job. Uh, it took a bit of a twist here and there that I didn't expect. Cool. That's always good. Do you have any uh, theories about where the series might head as far as, like, Ray or the I Skywalker heritage or anything like that? I'm kind of thinking that Ray's Luke's daughter. All signs point to Luke. Yeah. Uh, so far, yeah. I mean, I had the slim possibility in my head that she might be on Leia's daughter and I'm just not seeing anything like that. Yeah. Anything about the mother, you think? Or is this somebody we just don't know? Is I don't know. Uh, I, mean, I guess it depends on how far you've read and if right, they're going to yeah. use it. And yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. right. All right, uh, well, uh, do you think you'd be up for a trivia question? Nick, you're smart enough in Star Wars uh, let's try lore. One, uh, <laughs> All right, sure. I think it's a creature question. To what was C-3PO referring when he screamed, Oh, go away, beastly thing, shoo, shoo. A Tauntaun, a Minoc, a Wampa, or a Space Slug? I'm sorry. It is my my knock. Yeah. My, I don't even know what the I hell have that no is. Idea what so that is. works, sorry. My knock, anybody. My knock. Damn, the creature plays. Oh, all right, all right. Aaron for the win. All right. Well, thanks a lot, dude. I appreciate it. You can hear yourself. All right. Hi. We're here with uh, Jeff Selinski, right? That's right. That's right. All right. We just got a couple of questions for you. Have you seen The Force Awakens? I have. Okay. And your thoughts going into it? Um, I saw it once in theaters, obviously, you know, being such an um, avid fan, I saw the trailers and teasers and things like that, so um, I really think they did a good job in giving fans enough teasers and, you know, things to keep them hungry, but then when the movie actually premiered, there were still enough surprises right. to keep it interesting. Did you have any skepticism going into it based off, like, 
the prequels and how, and how, how many um, people didn't, I didn't really... I actually had probably more optimism because, you know, the prequels were so poorly received, especially the Phantom Menace, that yeah. um, there was definitely, it almost seemed like a public campaign that J.J. Abrams, like, understood that he <laughs> right. had a responsibility to, to, fans to make to it make right. It's good. The, have you ever heard of the Machete Order? <laughs> no. Have you ever heard of the Machete Order? No. So, basically what it is, is it's, it's the way, the Machete Order is to watch Star Wars and you watch it in a certain way. I, I can't exactly remember which way it is. You watch like two, you watch episode two and then watch four and then watch five and then oh, watch so episode three. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Okay, I never but, heard of that machete order. But, but you skip only... one entirely. You don't okay. even watch number one. It's kind of analogous to, I don't know if you've either read or seen uh, Chronicles of Narnia. Like they, okay, yeah. the wardrobe, Prince Caspian, stuff like that. Those books were written and released in a certain time, but they didn't. They were not chronological. Things went back and forth. And over time, publishers kind of put them in chronological order, and that was like a big no-no. You weren't supposed to do Oh, really? That. Yeah. Yeah, Just so like, I, this is I something that I don't know who figured it out. But they said that like if you're showing a new Star Wars fan, someone who's going in it blind, mm-hmm. if you show it to them this way, it's gonna make way more sense. Okay. I've not done it. Well, I know. I don't. I just don't understand. Like if you see episode four, five, six, it just makes more sense to like know the backstory of Vader and stuff like that. Right. If you just watched episode one from the beginning, and you're like, who's Darth Vader? You know, you don't have that that suspense or something right. of like. Hey, what's what's what are the stories? And here? we don't get to see Darth Maul. Come on, right? Maul. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, of course, the big suspense behind uh, uh, Force Awakens was whether or not Carrie Fisher was going to be completely drugged out of her mind. She might have been. Exactly. I think she was. <laughs> I like. I don't know. I thought she did all right. Oh, I think she looked great. Oh yeah. yeah. She was, like, I mean, high people gave her a bunch of shit about it too. Oh uh, yes, they did. Yeah. Yeah. she's what fifty some years old. Like she's and she looks great for her. People age. gave her a bunch of shit well, about she, gaining she, all the weight and for stuff. For being what like, she's been through and what she's done, she still looks all right. Absolutely. Like, but yeah, it was a. But all right, so uh, you all right with a? Uh, oh yeah, um, do you have any theories about where the story might go as far as like um, Ray or anything? I don't have any like major theories. Of course, as a big fan, it's hard to stay away from spoilers. Obviously, uh-huh. the big cliffhanger is Ray at the end with Luke, you know, presenting his lightsaber. Is that going to spur him back? Is he going to, you know, finally snap out of his funk and actually, you know, who is Ray? Ray. Who is she? You or know, Finn, for that matter. Who the hell's Finn? That's uh. <laughs> well, the whole thing with Maz Kanata. Like, I want to know why was something as important to Star Wars fans as Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. Why was it just laying in Maz Kanata's like trunk? Right. How the hell did she get it? And for like... for that matter, why is it calling to Ray? Why is Ray standing there and hearing a girl screaming? Right. Well, what the hell is that all about? That's and I don't know if I don't know if you've seen it four times. So you've obviously seen it, but when. When Han and uh, all of them, when they mm-hmm. all show up to Maz's castle, mm-hmm. one of the first things I noticed when I saw it, because I've only seen it once, but I still remember it like like it, it just like it was yesterday. Right. When she I walks, only seen it once too. Yeah, she time. walks in. They all walk in there, and then Ray goes and does something, and then Maz straight up turns around, looks at Han, and says, "Who's the girl?" And then it cuts. Right. There's no answer. You know what I mean? Uh, and it's intentional. Yeah, it's well, intentional. Kylo knows who it is. Every time they say they fled with a girl, and Kylo gets all pissed off. Yeah, he says, he "What knows. girl?" So you know who it is. I have who not. Is it? I have not. Type of thing. And then think about the development of like A New Hope versus Empire Strikes Back versus Return of the Jedi. Okay, 
Star Wars. I don't know that George Lucas knew that that movie was going to be as insanely popular as no, it was. No, he didn't. So I heard about that. when it was that. in 1977 and then 1980, he makes The Empire Strikes Back. What happens? Major new characters. Yoda, That's right. not in Episode Four. Lando Cal... Yeah, Lando Calrissian. Like, totally new characters. So... What Abrams did with Episode Seven is he like gave enough a hook with Ray, and right, right. I expect that in like Episode Eight there are going to be introduction of probably three to four, probably major new characters oh, explaining who Ray is too. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I, can't I hope I hope we get an answer next time, but I don't. I something tells me that we're not. Oh, there's going to be so many good Star Wars movies. Like Rogue One's coming out. Everybody's ready for that. I know. Yeah. That's oh crazy. yeah, I can't wait to be see, awesome. Like we then the Han earlier. Solo anthology films. And right, and uh, the Boba Fett Han Solo. Yeah. I, yeah, I heard I heard about that today. Actually, they're they're. I just want to see Darth Vader in yeah. Rogue One. That's what I want to see the most. Yeah, right now that's Darth Vader in his in his prime. Ooh. Yeah, that's gonna be crazy. All right, so we've got some trivia. You ready for a trivia question? Oh sure. What did the deck officer tell Han Solo would happen before he reached the first marker? He would experience frostbite. He would lose sight of Echo Base. His Tauntaun would freeze, or he would find Commander Skywalker. Um, it was uh, I want to say either frostbite or the Tauntaun freezing. Oh, you, sooner see in hell or something like that was his line. <laughs> it is the Tauntaun freezing. It is the Tauntaun mm -hmm. freezing. Right. We'll give it to you. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Thanks a yep. whole lot, man. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, like I said. All right, guys. We're here with Tanner Davis. Well, he's another there. another Dubois local. Yep. We're gonna ask you a couple questions here. Uh, what did you think of The Force Awakens when you saw it in theaters? I thought it was fantastic. I actually went to go see it a second time. That's awesome. Okay. Um, uh, let's see here. Do you got any um, the theories about where where the, the series might go? Anything that you theorize with friends? Well, I mean, there's always certain speculation with, like, you know, the major questions that everyone has. Who is Rey? Um, what's to become of Kylo Ren? Are we going to see more of Luke? Uh, so really just those same major questions is what I would really hope Right, to you don't have any thoughts on, like, no, no, Rey's ha heritage or... I don't really like to go into something with a preconceived notion. Right. I like to keep an open mind to everything. I've read all the possibilities. You know, right. There's some great theories out there. But that's what they are, is theories. Exactly. Like, right. So you, like, it's the same with Walking Dead or anything else. You're going to have all these theories, and it's going to completely twist you, and you're going to... Yeah, exactly. So why put it... Why make stress... Not stress about it, but... Yeah, yeah. yeah, the only time you can really make valid judgment about theories is as more information comes out. That's true. All right. Well... You would you want to take an inner uh, trivia question from me? Sure. Random trivia question. Who said we would be honored if you would join us to Han Solo, Princess Leia, and Chewbacca in Cloud City? Boba Fett, Darth Vader, Lando Calrissian, or Lobot? That would be Darth Vader. Correct. All right, Tanner. Thanks very much, man. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. I yep. give him the random. I was trying to send somebody a picture today with their finals, and I was gonna send them like. May the force be with you, like, as good luck. And I had a picture, my old profile picture of me with my Luke uh, Jedi saber. And, like, I tried to Photoshop on an app to make it look like a force ghost, and it just didn't work. Hey, how do we look in your, from your perspective? Uh, you look, you guys look great. Can you tell I have a beard? To work? I mean, you, just, you look like an angel, so. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> hey, this is Brandon Allison, by the way. He is from Virginia. Right, right, Fort Smith. Fort Smith, and then you're. Oh, nice. This is Robbie. He's from here. 
I don't think that I'm actually matching Robbie. Yeah, I'm Robbie. Uh, you guys didn't match Semi-Dubois native. I, I don't think we did, did you guys we? Uh, we did the mall thing. He was yeah. Kylo Ren. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I don't know if I met him there then, because I left earlier than that thing went yeah. on. So I had to go to work. You gave us an interview, though, yeah. I sure did. We gave gonna, a little, little we're gonna have it. Two of the interviews we had are going to be the people that are on the episode. Yeah, that's all right. That's awesome. <laughs> Aaron talked for a whopping 20 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> we also got... You guys uh, were like, 20, 30 seconds. I was like, okay. <laughs> well, well after we you had left, Aaron just like sat back down and was like, all right. <laughs> let's talk. Round two. Let's go. Well, everybody like, left. Like, you know, nobody wanted to stick around and do anything. Nobody yeah. Like, pussies. And she and she was disappointed. The lady at FYE, like nobody showed up. Stephanie, they were supposed to. Yeah. I went back in. She gave me that Kylo Ren one window cling in the uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Oh, that's them, gonna, dude. The, every time I walk in there, they're like, "Oh, hey, Kylo Ren." Yeah, right. And I'm like, You're "Oh shit!" Like my name's done. Kylo Ren now. Sweet. <laughs> Legal. So okay, like nobody goes to FYE or something around you guys, please. Not, I mean, Dubois is a little shithole of a town anyway. I mean, it's just so. I mean, between Dubois and like the surrounding areas, I think we have lucky like sixteen thousand people spread out that's, for like. That's beautiful. I don't know, it's tiny. Like, How many miles of I've had more men like, deep Reynoldsville, in my Brockville, Brockway, Sykesville. Like, Dubois is awesome when you drive through towns like Big Run and Sykesville. And it's like, what do these people do to entertain Yeah, themselves? I know, and then there's Dubois. They, they oh, the Dubois. answer, hardcore drugs. <laughs> hardcore drugs. You guys see that out of West Heron, Heron's the best shit to do, man. Oh, so I'm told. Around oh, here, it's meth right now. Yeah. A little meth problem. Oh, meth? Oh, meth is great, dude. <laughs> meth. That scante. Yeah. Everyone watched Breaking Bad and they're like, we can cook. We, we can cook. cook. <laughs> it's easy. It's not gonna be Here's a recipe for everything you need to know. Right? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, 33 meth dealers were busted last time? Oh, there was like 15. Oh, man, that's half the population in this town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. At, at high school, like, the chem teachers would be like, oh, and this is the, uh, I'm not going to put them in order, but this is the ingredients that make yeah. math. I'm like, right, guys, oh, what's up? Sense- this is Steve from Nerdtalkalypse. We've got Lane, Aaron, Robbie, and Brandon. Hey. <laughs> He's coming to us from Virginia. Brandon's an uh, A-on. This is our happy Star yep. Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. Uh... Podcast, Robbie, I'm sorry. That's, you may not be viewed that's... at all during this fucking Come on, thing. scoot you, man. You can scoot it back, even. I mean, they just, might... uh, get close, you know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep it close so we can still hear what Brandon has to say. Because this thing's gonna, work. I can still put this shit right up here. Just talk really loud. Uh, uh, I mean, he's coming through really. Well. We already did. <laughs> we already tried that out with my uh, headset. I had to switch over to. Uh, um, well, we. This, I mean, it'll be in the. No, I wasn't sure everybody would hear it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it'll come through while Brandon's. Yeah. Comes in yeah, speakers. I don't know. Probably not worth. What's that? What's that? Our intro, our Star Wars intro. We can show them after, and then they'll. You know what I downloaded, listened to today, like four times, the Weird Al Yankovic Star Wars song. Did you? Yeah. Dude, I got some fucking music I'm putting in. Dude, like I said, anybody that's on that's on Facebook right now, or it's gonna be watching later, the fucking recording of this, like this is live. You know what I mean? We're with Brandon over Skype, so we're recording this, but the podcasted version of this is gonna have. The interviews from FYE, it's going to have a lot, you know, our intro, it's going to have yeah. a lot more, it's going to have some music, and, and you know, it's going to have a lot more you content than what Monday, we're right? What's that? going to come out every Monday. No, we're doing this tonight. This oh, one's going on tonight. Yeah, dude, we already did our Monday, we already did our yeah, Monday podcast, awesome. and then we've got, we've got some more coming. So this is, this is for tonight, but for right now, Brandon, let's sync up our uh, Force Awakens. I'm at one second. Zero, zero. Right, well, cool. I'm about to hit play, because um, uh, when I hit play, it's going to start, so. Okay. Ready? Right, then I'll Two, one. All right. All right.
Lucasfilm. That's what I'm seeing. Well, I got the anti-privacy uh, shit popping up real quick. Oh, so. yeah, well, that's the joy. <laughs> that's the joy. Warning from the FBI. I'm going to pause until you get to the... Uh... LucasArts. Tell it says the yellow... Yeah, Lucas, Lu- uh, Lucasfilms is now just popping up, and it's now disappearing. Now, the big yellow Star Wars is what we're waiting for. Okay, we're going to get on that. And a long time ago in the galaxy, far, far away, and... Star Wars. Hit play. That's all right. That might be a couple seconds, but I mean, we we've all seen this movie already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Believe it or not, I have not seen it since the. Theaters. Are you seeing the opening? Really? Are you yeah. seeing the opening you crawl right now? I pre-ordered it, but I never bought it. Oh uh, yes. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, you didn't yep. stay until I got. No, no, I had to. I had to go to work. Actually, I, I try to be at work at like ten fifty. See, now that right there pissed me off so much in the theater. Luke Skywalker has vanished. I'm like, Mark Hamill's top build. Are you kidding me? What have I been here for? Well, I mean, <laughs> I think, I like, not I a mean, single, Mark Hamill had the easiest role in this whole movie. Of course, easiest he money he's time. ever made. Yeah. Like, gets to enjoy all the hype of the buildup of the movie without having to really do anything. I would love, it. love to fucking know what his paycheck was for right? disappearing for what was it? He was there minutes? two times. Yeah, he shot two scenes: him on the island and him putting his hand on R two. If that even was him putting his hand on R two, yeah, could have been somebody else with a robot hand. Yeah, they had the hood up. It could have been anybody. Could have been anybody. It was It was me, guys. You know, it was really me. They hired me. I only got paid like five dollars. I just did, you know, basically nothing. I'd do it. Yeah, suck his dick to do it. So basically, how I want to do this is we're gonna just randomly commentate on favorite things about this movie but we're also going to be talking through the prequels straight through to this movie yeah you know what i mean but once we get to this movie everything's already going to be said so if we can get through it and then commentate the rest of the way that you know and then and then bring up your points yeah you want to yeah. talk about i've looked at some stuff as far as like it's not a lot but anything, anything any like anything. random note i had i wrote down you really have a journal on this that's awesome oh yeah sure. dude I have <laughs> dude that's so fucking cool <laughs> <laughs> he was so prepared <laughs> Robbie's been excited, but we saw him a couple months back. Like, we saw him at Sheets. You know what Sheets March. is? <laughs> yeah, I know what Sheets is. Yeah. Okay, so we saw him at Sheets, and he was like, "Dude, you guys have a podcast." I he goes, "That's awesome." And I was like, "Dude, we're doing a Star Wars episode May 4th. And he was just like, "Fuck yeah, I'm down." <laughs> and I don't know are. if you invite people, but you should invite me. <laughs> yeah, we're so here we are. And like we said, Aaron was fucking Kylo Ren at this uh, that Fye event. It was and we were it looked just he like intimidated that. the fuck out of me because Lane was like, "Dude." <laughs> He's like, check out that Kylo Ren right there. And I turned around and I was like, holy fuck. And I was like, that's. <laughs> it scared the shit out of me because I wasn't expecting it to be so fucking good. Like, Perfect. All and, the damage uh, on the map. That's cool, man. Uh, so, so $200 right. gets you, but yeah, who's well. counting, right? <laughs> well, the, okay, we're going to talk about the movie here. I think the coolest thing about this movie is that opening scene with the, like, you know, Normandy, you know, Storm the Beach of Normandy look. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know, that's... All the stormtroopers. That was so cool. What's this guy's name? What's this guy's Lor name? Santeca. Lor Santeca. that's right. Played by, uh, <clears throat> what's his name? Uh, Max von Sydow. Uh, they did a lot of camera angles similar to the exact scene in Saving Private Ryan as far as, like, viewing the soldiers, the oh, ramp going me. down... When Finn gets like huh? shell shocked. Not in English? Oh yeah. 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 I'm really putting that together now. I never noticed. Finn being shell shocked yeah. is like Tom Hanks looking around at that dude who picks up his own arm. Yeah. BB eight. Ooh, one thing I wanted to point out: that opening shot of the moon and the silhouette of the Star Destroyer. There are five out of the seven Star Wars movies that start with a Star Destroyer in the opening scene. Three, four. Five, six, and seven. Wow! All open with the Star Destroyer. Huh. 
Which I kind of like that. I was like, so is JJ just keeping tradition alive with opening with a Star Destroyer? Maybe. Yeah, and you know what? Like, if I'm pretty sure you guys have noticed, but like the front uh, end of the Star Destroyer looks like uh, Kyra, uh, Kylo Ren's. Yeah, head. it has that yeah. little prong with the two side things going out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I never noticed that either. That's pretty crazy. There's a lot of conjecture as far as like light and dark, and sometimes I like to like really get in there and speculate, like, wow, this is like really deep points. And then sometimes I'm like, you know what, this was a movie. Right. Like, this was a director having a blast getting a remake like something that he loved out of his childhood. So it's hard to like super pay attention, or I don't know, like get super invested in some of like the deep, deep mythology. Hey, we got a like. I wanna, I wanna, I lay one ground rule down. And when we're talking about all the movies, like say like one through six. Or we're going to consider one Phantom Menace. Yes. So if you say one, one is Phantom Menace. Not we're not going in the actual order of release. We're going in story order. We're going story arc. Yeah. Yes. I want to make sure that we're all. It only make it only makes sense, dude. I mean, so I've heard we are number we one. All... Well, New Hope. I'm like, not, oh, well, <laughs> we, we all know the original. We all know the real original trilogy, but we'll like go in story arc. Oh my god! I I I just talked to somebody the other day, and they're like, the first one, episode one. No, the first, or, or somebody said the first one, and I'm like, episode four. Why is it called episode four? I, I don't, it wasn't called that in 1977. No, it when they went yeah, back, it was like, yeah, 1977. Yeah, it was just, it, it was just called you know? Star Wars, like, that. That's yeah. all. There was no New Hope, there was no episode, you know, this, that, it was just Star Wars. Yeah. Hey, here it is, here's a movie. Here's, here's shit four. that, yeah. you know, people want to do in real life. Yeah. I mean, I guess, it, you know. This is my favorite scene, I think, right here. When freaking he catches his freaking oh yeah the the J J Abrams blue light effect. Oh. See, I didn't mind it all that much in this movie because he yeah, like he toned it down enough where you were like I don't really notice it all that much. I love how they that's so obvious that's so cool. we know who it is that yeah it's like remember this guy. <laughs> yeah, this is one, this is the guy. The one with the blood. He 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 has the Wilson handprint on his uh, helmet. Yeah, so right? That's cool. <laughs> He'll forever keep that helmet. Right. Oh, I guarantee it. He Dude, it's probably going to be the most cosplayed Stormtrooper. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you see yeah. the Funkos that people are making that customize where they have the blood streak on No, it? but that's badass. Yeah. I guarantee it. That's cool. Dude, his fucking ship is badass. That's it, my ringtone, actually. It reminds me of uh, a little bit of Darth Maul's ship in Episode One. Oh, yeah. It was like yeah. the, the new dagger hope. or something. <laughs> <laughs> The infiltrate. I do love the uh, the new stormtrooper um, helmet design, though. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. A lot of the new ones are cool, like the silver guy and the black one. Oh, yeah. bad ass! Like on Battlefront, I'm gonna unlock that black one so bad. I haven't got it quite. Oh, I got you know, <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> why, why is it? Why is it me? Or does when Kylo Ren walk, it looks like he has a stick up his ass? He's just skinny. Yeah, a little bit. He's, he's just really skinny, and he's got lots of robes. <laughs> Dude, I was listening to heavy ass hill. I was listening to an interview. I can't remember who it was with, but it was a guy. It was a guy who was on set for. Do you see the uh, the Saturday Night Live uh, Star Killer Base? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the undercover yeah. boss. Oh, oh, <laughs> undercover boss. Yeah, that yeah. was good. So the guy who was on set who put Kylo Ren in his costume said that like it was the actual costume from the movie and everything like that, and they were putting it on. And there's just so many like seams and fucking pieces to that <laughs> uniform. He said it was crazy. He can't believe that like. Somebody learned the combination because not even Adam Driver remembered how to <laughs> oh, like man. how to put his own fucking costume on. I mean, why do you need like a puzzle piece to put on a costume? You know, it's like a puzzle. Here's a here's a hundred piece of uh, costume. Put this on. It's like it the Yu-Gi-Oh's Millennium puzzle. He's gonna he has to put it together. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I, I love how Poe shoots at the guy after he takes down the old man. He goes, I'm going to wait till he kills him, then yeah, I'm going to shoot at right? him. Right? Like the whole point you of bastard! <laughs> you killed my old man friend. <laughs> he gave me that USB. Well, that guy had to have something. <laughs> he gave me that USB. Yeah. That old man. He gave me that flash he, drive. Well, he even knows who Kylo Ren is. Yeah, I know, is, you know, I like, know who, like, I knew you, you were before you called yourself Kylo yeah. Ren, so... Well, according to the boy... I love he's a smart-ass motherfucker. Yeah, it's very hard to understand. I, I want more Poe Dameron in the next film. I really do. Yeah, I like Have it. you heard about them possibly making him gay with Finn? What? I, I mean, that's, I feel like that's a stretch. <laughs> well, I feel like that's a stretch for fans, not for quality of I, movie. I don't know. I think it's just it could just be a Disney thing. Well, look at the look. Yeah, I, I just heard today that Disney's trying to jacket, do that kind of though. stuff. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah you know, he even like, gives like, that, that lower lip bite. He's like... Mm. I mean, it could just be like a that jacket, man. It's one it could just damn ass pilot. <laughs> they could just be trumping up to be a fucking bromance, I guess. Or, or he oh, could, yeah. or Poe could be gay, and he's just constantly going to be hitting on Finn through the next three, couple movies. I mean, he, like, Finn. Hey. To be fair, Finn did seem kind of interested in Ray. He's like, you got a boyfriend? Keep boyfriend. Kinda, kinda, kinda. <laughs> I mean, they first meet. <laughs> he was first. all about that, dude. He he wanted that so bad. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe maybe Poe's just going to be I super like, gay. I like people coming out after Lord of the Rings and, and Harry Potter and being like, hey, did you guys know that Dumbledore was gay? Right. Right. Like, there's <laughs> no part in the movie where Dumbledore J.K. was J.K. Rowling like, said Dumbledore was gay after the movies and books yeah. came out. Yeah. There was no point ever at Harry Potter 1 where she was like, be surprised, guys. Gay headmaster. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. He's the like, headmaster. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, they ain't called him the headmaster for nothing. Yes, you're right. <laughs> did you know? Um, did you know BB-8 was voiced by um, Computer? No, Bill, Bill Hader? Yeah. Bill Hader and the dude from uh, Parks and Rec John that played Al- John Raphael. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you guys know? I'm sure you guys know that uh, fucking the guy from 007, Daniel Craig was. Yeah, Daniel Craig. Yeah, he's yeah, the stormtrooper he, in herself. Fucking, yeah, yeah, it's funny. It's... And his uh, his number is uh, I think JB007. Yep. Oh. Yep. oh shit, that's fucking crazy! I yeah. did not know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's. Yep. Dude, I think perfect. I think that's the one thing I love about this movie is that J.J. Abrams took all like the super big stars that are like in love with Star Wars like fanboys. I mean like Simon Pegg, who's been a Star Wars. Oh yeah, ever. That oh, yeah. he's that big I'm dude. Like, a lot of the scenes, he's got a plot. But he doesn't care. Like, he's there for five minutes and he's in a Star Wars movie forever. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, he lets like they... two quarter portions. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Like fuck you, dude. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. He, was his... oh. he, he was on set. He he was on set. Oh, he was just yeah, there he got like a tour. It. Kevin Smith got a tour. I uh, mean, like, they had a ton of stuff. Act- they had a ton of people. Actually, Kevin Smith got to um, I guess read the first like I guess fifteen minutes into this film or whatever script or some shit like that. And I've never seen the. the uh, He's oh, a nerd among nerds. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I like seen like the. Um... Of like out outcast nerds. Oh yeah. And I and I seen the um, the little interview online that had a picture of him with tears coming down his face. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's Dude, cool. that's what he does when he, I, when he talks about when he watched The Flash for the first time. He said he cries. <laughs> Because it's just that show is fucking crazy. Well, and... He grew up with it. Like he saw the newest ones coming out. Like that has to be something. Like I. Don't know. To to be completely honest, and as much as I love Flash, I, I mean, as you can kind of see in my living room. Oh, that's badass! I didn't realize that. And Green But yeah, and I think Arrow is a better show. And I mean, I, I know we're completely off the subject of Star Wars, but. That's for another podcast. <laughs> that is for another one. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. You know me. I'm all. You know I'm all for that DC shit. You want a super solid though? Yeah. Just like first impressions, I guess. I love the Flash, but I love both. I mean, yeah. I Arrow just pisses me off right now because it's just so slow. I'm and tired fucking... of Damian Dark's bitch ass. 
but like another, but like yeah, another back, to, back, to, back to Star Wars. Back to Star Wars. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, uh, well, so do we want to do we want to keep commentating or do you want to just keep get right into fucking Phantom Menace? Oh, let's, let's, we go there because we have a lot to talk about. And yeah, we got seven movies. Yeah, yeah, it's true. actually, no, eight. We got eight. And if you want to count nine with the fucking Star Wars Ewoks movie, jump, jump. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't. That's fucking weird. Chub chub. Listen, if those movies came out. I don't. I don't know how like George Lucas. How much George Lucas is really involved in like the Ewok story? Well, he had to like, sign off on it. Yeah, but he signed off on like he signed off on the whole fucking company. I, I mean, mean on everything not... that's ever been done in Star Wars. You figure he signed off on all the books, on all the cartoon shows. So, I mean, it's, yeah. how much did he really care at that? I point? mean, like, he was probably sitting be- like. Plus, what is what money. is the extended universe but just fucking fan fiction? That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty much all it is. It Maybe at least at least the key walks are relevant. Was that James Lucina? Yeah. You want to write another book? All right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's the one ultimately who decides that it's canon or not. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. if you want to call it signing off, that you know what I mean, then then it would be. But like, there's so many fucking stories out there right now about Harry Potter and what happened to him after the epilogue, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, But the real story is coming out in July, you know what I mean? For, for the what Wait, really the happened. The Fantastical out. Beast thing? No, the uh, the yeah. Cursed Child. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, that's legitimate because it's from the author's head. Like, it's the same as Dragon Ball Z. GT was made by a secondary firm, and he signed off on it, but now he's making Super. Now Super is it's the same. All of it's the same. It, yeah, it cancels, the same. it cancels the extended universe but to but to be completely honest the ewok movies you know are canon because think about it ewoks were relevant you know right. in the time of return of jedi in some so, i mean you can't yeah. yeah i mean you really you can't go like well that never existed because well ewoks existed and yeah. they were canon to star wars storyline which i mean i'm kind of surprised we get to see you no know, ewoks or anything in this movie, I heard rumors that JJ was putting a skeleton of Jar Jar Binks in the desert during one of the flybys, but I mean, I doubt that it's anything that we'd even be able to see unless you were like down straight editing the film. Oh, yeah. Right. But, uh, but no, I just... it should have just been plain fucking view. Like, it should have just been one whole scene. <laughs> it's like hanging like, in the back, like in Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, what is that? Born. fucking great. But, but, I mean, uh, that. Go ahead. No, I, I, read a, I read a thing online that was pretty interesting. Uh, the helmet that she puts on. Um, in trans, if you translate the side writing, it says uh, Ray B B B. Yeah, yeah, right by the earpiece. Yeah, and that if you do research on that helmet, that helmet comes from a famous rebel pilot named Ray Dominus, but Ray uh, spelled different with like a with an H on the end, and it sprung the theory that Ray doesn't know who she is, and she only named herself Ray because she picked up that helmet. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I've, I've actually saw that too. Name. I saw that too. I saw that too. Right. Oh, that's cool. So that's even, even that's why more she has so that like, rebel pilot uh, little stuff there. She might only have the memory of a rebel pilot being nicer, or Ray Dominus is her mom because it was a female ace. Yeah, but she was part of like a special squadron that took on like like that has something to do with it. But like, there's that. I mean, it's funny that whole theory that Ray doesn't know her own name. Right, but she was old enough. When she and that send that flashback scene when she was like mom or whatever like yeah but she might have had like her memory wiped but yeah I'm or not, you so, know or yeah. you know, being in the fucking desert will suck your fucking mind dry and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean look at this place dude would you want to hang out there no no <laughs> I mean this place sucks. she was put in custody of Simon Pegg's character 
Yeah. Yeah. You can tell that even from the Force Vision. Yeah. yeah. So it's like... See, it's tough to know. They don't really specify what she knows about herself or her history. She, but you only get is like that flashback. Right. But if you were going to hide a child that was semi-important and you didn't want that child to get discovered by like bad people, wouldn't she try to wipe the mind of that kid in the first place? Yeah. Well, enough rape will cause you to go crazy, too. I'm sure he... <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get on track here. I'm gonna be saying weird shit like that. But no, episode, episode one, episode one. Let's episode talk one. episode one. I don't. Oh shit! I still got this from the fucking. And I have a quick question about this. Yeah. About you guys, and you guys know more than we do. You know, uh, how is it that some people understand what these droids are saying, and some people do not? Uh, I believe that's that's basic. Mm-hmm. It's not basic to me. The droid, the droid talk? I mean, no, yeah, it's basic and like basic everybody understands. Human, is if you're the like human an talk. engineer and you work around them, because the company, the company that makes the droids is the same company. Yeah. It's uh, it's like automated industrial or something like that. The same people that made the R2 series made the BB-8 series. It's just one of those things. I think if you're like a, if you work around them, you just like how many droids has Ray met in her life that she just now knows how they talk? Well, she's yeah. a scavenger though. She's yeah. been working around scavenge parts her entire life. Does that yeah. so every person knows understands them? You're saying? I don't think every person. Because just has, like every person doesn't understand Chewie. Yeah. yeah. Well, only only freaking Han Solo. Yeah. CC3PO. But Ray does too. Ray understands. But, but you know what? All right, I'm gonna interrupt you guys on that one. But uh, Finn didn't understand Chewbacca at first, but then all of a sudden he understood him. Well, so it seemed. So it seemed. So it seemed like later on in the film. Yeah, but even so, like say that right when they meet Ray after you know when she's captured and they go and they find her, and um, she's like, "What are you doing here?" And then Chewbacca's like, bruh, 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 he says whatever, and he like looks at Ray and says, "What did he just say?" She said, "Oh, he said it was your idea." He was quizzing her. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, I mean that, that that might just be a nod to like her force powers. That might just be a nod to. Uh, it could you know, be. Like, could be. Yeah. Like, or oh, she didn't understand him at all. She just made that. Yeah, up. right. Did Luke, did Luke understand Chewbacca? I think by episode. Yeah, six, yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he did. He definitely did. not at first, though. See, but Han does. But that's know. just from being with him for so long, probably. Yeah. Actually, Han grew up. He was left on a. Yeah, he was, like, he was taken yeah, by pirates. Yeah, and the cook on the ship was a Wookiee. And huh. uh, she basically, like, became his, like, she? adopted mother. Oh. Yeah. And she taught him uh, Shiriwook, which is the language of the Wookiees. Which is why... And he saved Chewie from being killed by the Empire when he was an Imperial that's pilot. What got, that's what got him the life debt. Yeah. Right. And then... He saved Chewie, so Chewie's been with him ever since. I'm sure we'll see all that in the So this will this will be the Han Solo movie, I'm assuming. Well, yeah. that's canon that was already written, so yeah. I think God only knows what they're gonna do. I think the scariest out. thing about the Han Solo movie coming up is if they if they give him his wife. Who's not Leia. Because they changed last year the Disney or Dark D C came out with a comic, uh the whole series was Han Solo and he was being followed around by this dark hooded figure. Very last comic that came out, which came out sometime this year in 2016, turns out it's Laura or Tana Solo, Lana Solo, who's Han's wife, but there's no other backstory behind that. It's just... So he was married before Leia? So he was married before Leia, during episode 4, I think the movie takes place between episode 4 and 5. Interesting. Or before episode 4 happens, I don't know how it's exactly... Like, there's so much Han Solo... That would make sense. That would make sense because I mean he was old enough and and know. well the thing is like the 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 conjecture around that is that did he marry her to save her from something? Did he marry her as a con to get a green card to get something out of it? You know what I mean? <laughs> get a green like card. was he just playing her the whole time? You know what I mean? 
Uh, or you know, did they actually love each other? And he's got to go up to Leia and be like, you're the side bitch. You know what I mean? He's right. like, <laughs> illegal in space. Yeah. So he's this, more this book is basically I mean, all about Rebels. In a galaxy far, far away, you can do anything. Yeah, but say, like, what are the divorce rules for up there? I don't know any of the divorce laws. Once you there. use light speed, it doesn't kill <laughs> 1,000 years digestion in a Sarlacc pit? <laughs> I mean, really, are you, you're not even going to survive a thousand years anyway, and, and let alone you're going to get chewed up by a sarlacc. So it's true. It'd be cool though if there was like some chemical yeah. in the in the sarlacc pit that like gifted you long life, only to oh that was <laughs> There's nothing cool about that. That's just automatically <laughs> sucks. Healing bile. <laughs> like oh man, I'm just sitting here. So in a thousand years, it's like okay. <laughs> Your thousand years is up, dude. You're fucked. About a thousand years, I find a way to get out of that fucking thing. Well, I, I find a butthole or something, man. I'm out of there. <laughs> I mean, okay, here, here's the real question. Is a star like shit? Good <laughs> question, does it? Once every thousand years, does it take a thousand years to put a shit like straight up sand or something? <laughs> <laughs> That's why tattooing sucks. <laughs> Twin sons, man, ain't no... No, it probably shits out straight like sand. It just turns into like there's no there's no difference between the end of the sarlacc and and uh, planet Tatooine. Right, it's just, it's just a war of Tatooine. Just blends together into one mass. <laughs> All right, there's so no I got an idea. Sarlacc. I got an idea of how we can structure this a little bit. So if we're gonna talk about Phantom Menace, let's just do like uh, like a like a little bit of a roundtable of favorite parts, worst parts, and why. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm sure. But I'm sure everybody here has got some shit to say about. Oh yeah, Phantom Menace. I think oh, we yeah. all. I think we can all agree on one thing about Phantom Menace that sucks. Actually, there's two things. But uh, um, all right, I'll well, we'll start that. with Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> can I say two things that sucks? Yeah, dude. Just tell me what you think sucks. Hey, we have plenty of time. Whatever and you what, want to say. Okay. What you What you think sucks? What What you love about the Phantom Menace and why each thing is what it is? Well, I'm gonna go to the suck part first. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks. Everybody's thinking that. He's a master. <laughs> and uh, and oh. fucking pod racing. <laughs> Everything. You don't like pod racing? No, that shit's fucking stupid, dude. Space NASCAR. Yeah. Which is worse. <laughs> it's, hard, it's harder than turning left, though. Yeah, it's a little bit better than the left turn, left turn, left turn. And they had to yeah, give well, a small kid like I mean, some kind of force nod that wasn't midichlorians. Like they had to give him something that stood him out to be like he's a natural. That was a yeah, instead yeah. of him just sitting there being like, "I have great reflexes, Qui Gon," it was like, "Okay, like, cool. I'll take your word you know, for it." We'll like, I learned to masturbate like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was at the age. Okay, what? Okay, why pod racing is so bad to me is that it went on too long. It was such a long segment in the film, yeah. and it was just like all filler, and, mm-hmm. he, and it, it was stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? It had, like, the end of the space battle, then it had, like, Qui-Gon's body being burned, and you, you think, like, oh, you know, there must be two, the Master and the Apprentice, and they're like, it's definitely the end. And then you have the giant peace celebration, out of nowhere, where, like, the Gungans are walking down the street, and everything, you get the, the typical right. classic view of everybody in the cast, like they do at the end of four and the end of uh, six. And it's like and the wipe. Yeah, and then it's like fades out to the to the movie. Right. Credits. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was my biggest thing was the pod racing. Um, and we all everybody agrees in the whole United States and the world that Jar Jar Binks was like the worst decision. 
I wish the fucking droid tank would have just ran him over and been like, okay, you know. Have you heard those rumors of him being like a Sith Lord or some shit like that? Yeah, he got that's, out of that's all these freaking yellow eyes. Yeah, he got out of every situation like on accident. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't, they couldn't have thought of anything better for him. Um, yeah. But what I loved about Phantom Menace, ooh, I mean, there's there's a lot of good pros in there as cons to this film, is that. I mean, Liam Neeson, for one, Qui-Gon Jinn, oh, great. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. who doesn't love Liam Neeson? Uh, Darth Maul, amazing. Yeah. I mean... You took my point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay, you have you have Darth Maul, which I'm pretty sure you guys have seen the mean, meme. Um, you know, you know, lowest, like, fucking, what was it, film time, but everybody's favorite villain. Well, it's like, it's another Boba Fett. You know, yeah, it, like it is. two words in three movies, like and maybe like five or ten minutes of solid picture where it was just panned to Bubba Fett and he'd stand there and tilt his helmet. And that was it. But he's one of the most revered villains in the entire galaxy somehow. Yeah, like, yeah I, I just don't understand that. They're like, Boba Fett looks cool, but like, what, what has he actually done? Nothing. Exactly. He's chased Han around. Han Django Fett did more yeah. in yeah. one film. Django than... Fett got more screen time, more voice, more action, more Jedi battles, and yeah. like, is still, everyone's like, yeah, but Boba. You know, I, mean? I, know. I, I know. Okay, the thing about Boba is the mystery. Django, because yeah. like the one Jedi, like in Geonosis, when they're in the arena, he takes his pistol out and shoots him like five times, and then he goes, yeah. and right. holsters it, and I'm like, that's thing. badass. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. The thing about Boba is the um, is the mystery behind him. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Why people love him. Yeah, it's just like you, like how Robbie said about Darth Maul. I mean, there is there's a shroud of mystery behind about behind him and therefore you have this like oh man this dude's fucking cool <laughs> i think we can um i think you just and not only and not only that oh not, yes. not only that it gets no, better that fucking lightsaber battle dude the qui-gon and and obi-wan fucking fight with him dude come that on that was great dude that was awesome but my i'll get to, that's my least favorite part but We'll get to that. What? The Duel no, of Fates song is now uh, is like the most relevant song. Yeah. <laughs> Let me explain. Don't hate. Not yet. All right. All right. So, Robbie. All right. Uh, favorite. Well, I actually wrote down favorite parts. Really, but <laughs> that's awesome. That's perfect. But, uh, no, my, my favorite, favorite part of episode one has to be with the when the door opens, the music cues, and Darth Maul is just standing there, like, unafraid that he's looking at an entire Naboo defense force, two Jedi... A, a squadron room full of Naboo fighters, and Darth Maul's just standing there like, all right, what's up? Right. You know what I mean? Like, that scene where he displays his double lightsaber, that's the first time you ever saw dual blades. As a kid, I, in 1999 awesome. or 98, I was just like... 99. <laughs> like, they can do that? <laughs> it takes massive control. Like, I was yeah. reading stuff about it. Like, I mean, he, so, so that's my really favorite part, like, is that just complete reveal of who that, he is. That is something that I thought that they might bring back with Rey. Yeah, because yeah. if you see her staff, she's yeah, she's staffed. Yeah, that she's staff that she holds looks exactly like the tip of it looks exactly like Darth. Yeah. See, and she the way that she fights with a one bladed saber is not that great. Yeah, yeah there's, she did the yeah, good, she's good lunch, for that. Lunch, good reasons lunch. every time. Uh, um, my least favorite part was that they they hung the entire victory and or failure of their mission on like George Lucas. T- took like this fighters up into space to fight the droid starship that they had, and I was like, okay, space battle, here we go. Time to get serious. Star Wars doesn't mess around with these kind of things, and it turned out to be Anakin flying through and dumb, stupid luck that like 
shot out the. <laughs> it wasn't dumb, stupid luck that helped Luke fly through the trench. Yeah, he knew what he was shooting. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was Han Solo who saved his ass, and it was use the force. Like, yeah, you know, turn off your targeting. Computer. That was good. Yeah. That was good. That was really good. So See? like, but it was just stupid, dumb luck that he's like, what's this button do? <laughs> and it takes out like that just happens to be the power generator. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then all the yeah. like, what's going on? It's like. It's coming from the inside. <laughs> like I just thought that whole sequence. Like and that's how the move. That's how you beat the this terrible army. Some kid's dumb luck. Like what if you clipped an engine and blew up in there? Oh, I <laughs> never looked at it yeah. that way. <laughs> so that's my least favorite part. Was it such a huge <laughs> yeah. part of the movie? A huge <laughs> plot line was taking down this droid army. Which the first thing you see is just sheer dumb luck. Sheer dumb luck. Yeah. yeah. Sure, there was some force in. No, this is pod racing. But like, <laughs> I just, I just say that. I just, I hate that part. <laughs> Everything about it, I've turned off the movie at that point. <laughs> like, still get to see the final battle of the uh, Sabres. I mean, right. get off there. It's, it's this really is, this is, But that's my least, least favorite and favorite of episode one. This is going to show my age, guys, to you guys. Um, I saw that movie in theaters in 99. Oh, so did I. Yeah. I did. I was I, I was... Yeah, I was... Um, Probably like 12, <laughs> 12 or 13. Eight. You're three years older than me. You're 29. I'm, I'm about to be 29. No, no. I was four. Uh, well, <laughs> I think. Well, all right. So I want to I wanna say mine, though. So go, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. No, I don't know it yeah. as much as detail as you guys do. Like, you know, we, We've watched it. This is why we have you guys. Yeah. You guys are the ones that know your shit. Like, but uh, when I was going to say about my scene, the, that fight scene was awesome. I like it. But. We Qui Gon Jinn was more powerful than Obi Wan at that moment, right? Absolutely. He had yeah. such a hard time with Darth Maul, but then Obi Wan just Darth Maul when the way Darth Maul dies, how he jumps over him and he just gets cut in half. He would not fall for that. I don't understand. Uh, that's a that's a huge plot twist in Star Wars history because Obi Wan kill or takes down Anakin by saying, "I have the high ground. You must give up now." And right. Anakin's like, "Never." And it's the exact opposite, where Darth Maul must have thought the same thing. Like, I have the high ground, you're hanging from inside a chamber. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think there's yeah. any Obi-Wan way jumps. that Obi-Wan makes that jump without getting hurt. Yeah, and then and then kills Darth, Darth Maul, just was like, oh! Yeah. Like, even oh, my shit. slow reaction time would have been like... Darth Maul was supposed to be one of the best <laughs> right. fighters in the entire universe in the Star Wars. You know, from whatever. He was I one of the best. I think it was just and then he just his fall, overconfidence, he dies. where he's like, I am the best, I just killed Qui-Gon, yeah. I got this Jedi on the ropes... And then he probably had no idea, like, never crossed his mind that Obi-Wan might try a, like, like a invest jump. Yeah. And, like, he was probably crazy. like, what the... And then slash and... I mean, that's, like, my best try to, like, save the franchise, don't look but, down but on it. That's like, like, yeah, but that's, it, like, but... if you're a rocket scientist, things like that shouldn't get past you. You know, he's the best, always. He should never keep your guard down. Like, yeah, Goku would be disappointed. Unless you're cocky. That's yeah, the like, downfall of the Sith. Yeah. The Sith are overconfident. Yeah. Therefore, he's like, you know, well, he didn't is, see, he didn't come huge... off cocky. He wasn't like, I'm going to fuck you with Well, kind of when he starts spinning the saber, he's like, yeah. Yeah. Like, he seemed like a very smart combatant. I mean, when he got fancy, when he got fancy. With yeah. yeah. I mean, his first his first thought, though, from the very beginning of the battle, if you watch it, was to try to separate these two Jedi. Yeah. He was constantly pushing one away and focusing on one. Yeah. Like, right. he, kicked, uh, he kicked Obi-Wan down a few platforms where he had to force jump his way back up. Yeah. And, and he used that time to push Qui-Gon back towards those power doors or right. whatever. Yeah, like, he was good. His whole mission. That's what so I mean. He can yeah. handle two he, Jedis, yeah. but not one Jedi jumping yeah. out of a hole. That's, that was my point. I mean, you and guys make good points. Stupid dumb luck. They had to end yeah. the movie somehow. But, yeah. <laughs> well... 
Okay, and I think with Qui-Gon, too, I think Qui-Gon got distracted. I mean, we all make mistakes, and Qui-Gon made his ultimate mistake by getting distracted. Oh, I love this. I love this. I don't mean to interrupt. I've seen fucking cracks in the yellow. Were they running away from the... Garbage. Yes. Garbage. Oh, man. Garbage work? Dude, the most subtle fucking reveal to the Falcon... I know. ...in fucking history. I was like a child when I saw that. I was like... I was like, look, 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 Like, never in my life was I expecting to see the Falcon right no. then and there. I was like, holy fuck! I was like, that's the Falcon! Like, Next movie, Han Solo's gonna be like, did you just call my ship garbage and watch it? You wanna hit you with this, this gun for you? But well, anyway, 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 Aaron. No, I'm not done. Right. Oh, okay. He, he's right. done. Oh, okay, he didn't get to his best. <laughs> no, like, like my fa- I don't know, my, my, one of my favorite parts, I love that scene. It's, it's so dumb and simple, but when those energy doors are in between Obi-Wan and Darth Maul, to just waiting, like I was like, yeah, I felt like Obi Wan. Get out on, there, he on. needs you. He's just like sitting there, like oh, it was this awesome. Dark Maul's yeah. like pacing, yeah, yeah. Like, while Qui Gon's just, just like sitting meditating. That's intimidating like, to yeah, me though. Like you know, yeah. I, I just I love that scene. That scene is fucking right, my cool. shit. When he's like pacing back and forth, I'm like, he's just ready. Like just the way he's about to get shit wrecked. Oh, it was cool. That's, I think that's like the only beef with my that I have with this movie is that I don't think the Falcon's that strong to be bashing off the ground so many times and not be losing like some serious parts. Well, I mean, you does, gotta does trust it go through asteroids? I, I trust it, but it's like a you know, it's even in the books, it's it's talked about as like a hobbled together, glued together ship. You know, yeah, but this is a sand we're talking. You know, when I get, you think you, you think see about... a plane crash into a sand dune? No, <laughs> have you? <laughs> when I mean, did not, you see not that? Personally, but I've watched it. <laughs> you ever, you ever fell at, sit on the sand yeah. at the beach? So we're basing all of our stuff on other TV shows? No, well... <laughs> did anyone else in the theater, when she, like, is, like, hitting it off the thing, like, think of the Falcon as your car? Like, oh, no. come on! Like, oh, no, 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 don't scratch it, don't yeah. scratch it. Yeah. Fastest oh, well. killing of a main character I'm, I'm ever. Sure, I'm sure off. that they'll never... That they, There's no way. Like, if, if I was that, and I found out that that was Han Solo's, and I'd be like, oh... She'd be like, like oh, a good neighbor, State Farm. Like, like, we you guys did scratch this, dude. That's perfect. Beautiful shit. You'll buff out, eh? Do you think a Falcon has ever ran through an asteroid before? Ran into it? Yeah, why not? Like a little, well, little mean, asteroid, little meteor? I, I think with deflector. I mean, it did go through an asteroid. Yeah, they got deflector shields. Maybe she had her deflector shields on. But I don't think she had the. Uh, I don't think she did either. But that's you know we're trying to just trying to. But like I said, I'm not trying to like I'm not sitting here trying to find reasons to like make this movie bad. I love this movie. There's nothing that, they could have put like Ewoks in here with wings talking to Jabba the Hutt, and I would have been like, all right, I'll find a way to make this believable. You know what I mean? Like, Speak, all right, speaking of Jabba the Hutt, what does a Jabba the Hutt skeleton look like? That's an excellent question. Like, what does the rib one. cage look like? <laughs> right? like a, slug, out? a slug doesn't have a skeleton. They have like cartilage compartments, yeah. some, maybe. I don't know. But he has to have a skull. I mean, he does talk. Like his, yeah, he had like, he had he, he has hands. <laughs> he had little 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 hands. <laughs> he did grab that frog and eat the shit out of it. So <laughs> <laughs> like it looks like a farted out condom. Is that what <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I, I, I think this is what happened. I think this is exactly what happened. George Lucas took a big shit one day and just looked into the toilet and was like, "Man, he calls marketing. He calls marketing. <laughs> I, I got it. I got it. Don't worry." And he, he was in a he was using a bathroom in a hut and he just drank a big cup of Java and he was like, "Huh, Java, Java the, the hut." hut. <laughs> and he was at some like he was at some like mobsters no, like no, coffee no, shop or something. Right? No, no, no. Aaron's up. Aaron's time. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, he has right. to go. Deej is always the finish. All right. 
I'm, I'm distracted by the movie. No, it's all right. I'm like watching. <laughs> I love that oh. scene though, where she like stalls. Oh, the here engine. it is, right here. Right yep. there. I love that. Is this is cool? This is awesome. Like, how much practice has she had doing this? Another nod. Boom! <laughs> every just that Anakin. Every Jedi has that Anakin shit right here. Yeah. Han has never done anything that fucking awesome. No, but every, every Skywalker's been renowned as like the greatest right. pilot in the galaxy. If she's a Skywalker. If she's a Skywalker. If she's a Skywalker. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If. That's another like nod towards right. like. They're like love maybe, that maybe shot, she's, right? Maybe she's like Qui Gon Jinn's like great 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 granddaughter or some shit like that. Yeah, that would be that'd fucking be cool. crazy. That would be. That'd be. It would throw everybody off, and I'd be like, "Yeah, gotcha." Bring Liam Neeson back. Liam Neeson comes back. He's like picking my daughter. In <laughs> <laughs> the next movie, she I have talks. a very particular set of skills that I learned at a temple far far away. <laughs> I was training Batman in the night. I was going to say, <laughs> I've, been, I've been dead for 60 years, but that's cool. I've always had this little, I know it's a side story, I've always had this little connection. You guys ever watched The Gray with Liam Neeson? Yeah, I love that movie. End of the movie, you don't really know what happens, you just assume he gets killed by wolves. He, In my version, uh, he actually kills all the wolves, climbs up a mountain, and starts the League of Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> then trains Batman, then That's leaves awesome. the planet to, to become Qui-Gon. Yeah? And it's all one super line Interesting. of, of Did you know there actually is, like, canon between, like, Earth and Star Wars? That I did not know about. E.T. E.T. is canon oh, with yeah. Star Wars. Oh, yeah, E.T. is the connecting. Because, that, is, hmm? that is true, that is true. E.T.'s ship, well, the ship that he was on... Apparently, like, if you watch an episode one, uh, hey, we're on Phantom Menace. All right, yeah. so this connects. All right. There you go. It's perfect. Here. Um, with the ETs that you see in the Senate. Well, evidently, I read this a while back, and it blew my mind that the ETs actually uh, got funding to go explore another galaxy. Their ship went through a wormhole and ended up on Earth in 1982. Which is why when E.T. is in the ghost costume walking down the street and he sees Yoda, he says home and starts oh going towards him. dude! Yeah! Boom! Yeah! I was what like, the hell? I was like, so Lucas and Spielberg connected that. That is awesome! Like, under everyone's nose until somebody was like, hold on. Well, it took till episode you know. one in the vote of no confidence where you see an ET in there. Yeah, that's it. It was it was yeah. two of them. It was two. That of them. Is, that's that's the fucking like coolest things I think yeah. I've ever heard. Yeah, I, I actually did. I actually mind. did read that, and I was yeah. like, the crazy. Well, it, it, I mean, once you think about it, like Lucas and Spielberg have been buddies forever. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, they have loved. Yeah, they, each... they, they hang out. They hang out all the time. They fucking like, like, they get they get shit. each other's opinions. Like Lucas trusts him as a director so much that he can release the reins to everything he's got and be like, all right, Spielberg, you do it now. <laughs> and like so that, he's got like that trust and fun. So I'm sure it wasn't anything oh, yeah. to call up Spielberg and be like, hey, I got an idea. I'm just gonna say something real fast. I'm looking through these trivia questions and one question is, who said, hey, it's me? <laughs> hey, it's <laughs> I'm sure me. plenty of people have said that. Hey, it's me. <laughs> Hey, it's me. It's me. Well, Solo said it probably. Who, who made a phone call in Star Wars? Like, who said this? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, things the, wrong number. The, the things in that trivia box that piss me off so much are the Yoda questions. Because they'll be like, who said this? And it'll speak fucking cryptic. Do or do not, there is no try. <laughs> no, it'll speak in fucking cryptic goddamn backwards language. And you're like, well, obviously. Well, I have no idea. Obviously, I was fucking Yoda. You're going to make it... I think, yeah, she, right? I, think she's Yoda, I think she's Yoda's offspring. Wouldn't that be you something? You know what, dude? Uh, it was actually a Jawa that said that, dude. It, 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 it's me. Hey, it's me. That was a Jawa. <laughs> oh, and Lars is like, oh, what's up? What's up, bro? You some droids here? Let's go. Um, anyway, Aaron. All right. Um, 
All right, now, part, worst part. Well, I, I have come to call the prequels uh, space politics, not Star Wars. I agree with that. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> I, I still accept it. I fully accept the series in all of its glory, good and bad. But it's more, one through three is more the politics leading up to the Star Wars. Right. So, granted, I, I loved episode one. That was the first Star Wars movie I ever saw in the theater as a kid. Right, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I'd watched four, five, and six before then, but that was the first Star Wars movie that I experienced for myself. Right. So, uh, it was great. I loved it as a four or five-year-old kid. It was right. awesome. You know, well, but, yeah, you that's know, what going it was made back, for the kids. Yeah. And then you go back and watch it, and you're like, ah, okay, you yeah. know, this is all right. I think the worst, the thing I hate most about it is all the scenes of the politics. Yeah, I get it. You know, there's a trade federation, and you're trying to, you know, thwart them. All right, that's cool. But can we have more of the battles versus, you know, yeah. the politics? Because really, when you look at episode one, on the whole, the politics outweigh the battles entirely. You've got... You've got the politics of uh, the Gungans, like Boss Nass, like, oh, we don't like them. You know, we're, we're, we don't associate with them up there. And then, you know, you've got them like, oh, well, we don't even know what you're talking about with the Gungans. You mm-hmm. know, like the Naboos are like, oh, there's people down there? That's yeah, right? weird. You yeah, know? and they're sitting, I mean, it's true though. I mean, like the first scene with the Gungans is like they're sitting there talking in the throne room. First scene with the Trade Federation, they're walking around the ship talking. Yeah. First scene on Naboo, they're in the throne room yeah. talking to Amidala. Exactly. I mean, and then you, you, the only, the first action is the Jedis come out, like they get gassed and then they come out. Yeah. And then but, you go to the Jedi Temple. Then you go straight, yeah, you go straight to the Jedi Temple. More talking in more the talking throne room. More talking and sitting. And... and then you go to the Senate. More talking in the Senate. Then you go to uh, yep. Padme's, like, uh, little, their little uh, recess room. And it's more talking. Yeah. Sound like Batman yeah. or Superman. A whole lot of talking. Yeah. Oh, God. Let's not, let's not talk about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the battle scene's great. The pod racing, while it's not my favorite thing in Star Wars, it's... It was cool. Have you seen the extended edition pod race though? Did you know that there's that actually exists? more Brandon has nothing to do with the extended edition. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. No. I was like, all right, I was like, like what do you mean that wasn't like, the extended edition? I was like, deleted scenes added in. Like I'm looking on the back. I was like, what, what could they have added? It's like you know, uh, space battle thing added. This eight more minutes of pod racing. Oh god, like, eight more. Eight. Apparently, I'm glad they cut that. Apparently, oh. Anakin's coupling that connects uh, the two engines in front to his I little pod. I remember that scene. Actually. One of his thing comes. One of his little pod things comes off, and he's actually spinning in midair in his pod race, and has to use like a magnetic clip to reach out, grab the connector, and bring it back and reconnect it. But this whole time, he's dodging complicated like stuff and, and objects in his way while completely spinning. Like one, I think they cut it because Lucas was like, not even I believe that he didn't die in that scene. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah that's Jedi. Childhood death. Jedi <laughs> or not, you would be dead. You would be dead. Like, I mean, pod racing's okay. Wait a minute, you said eight minutes more of pod eight racing. Eight minutes more of So pod you have racing. like 30 minutes of pod racing in a two hour and 20 minute movie. Right. So like literally one fifth of your movie is pod racing. Yeah. That, useless. that does not sound, like if one fifth of the movie was lightsaber battles, I'm sold. Yeah. But you know, uh, I think yeah, the space politics is just eh, it you know it moves the story along, but it's too goddamn slow. Yeah, I mean they could take care of it. Like the only time they ever mentioned politics in four, five, and six is when Vader is talking to Tarkin, or he's talking to one of his one of his admirals, and they're like, "Sir, the Senate will never go for that." 
And then it's like, the Come Emperor the has Senate. dissolved the Senate as of today. And it's like, oh, okay. thank politics, God. Right? Politics concluded. No more, no more need for that bullcrap. Yeah. We were watching the original trilogy, and he's like, he's dissolved the council permanently. I was like, thank God. Right? Yeah. Like, we don't have to listen to that drone on anymore. <laughs> Like, that's, that's the best thing the Emperor did for the galaxy. Well, I'll get to that in mind, but all right, so what would what did you did you already get to the points over that you loved? Oh no no no. Okay. I, nah, he's, here, he's on that one right here's, now. Here's the thing. I don't hate Jake Lloyd. I don't. I think that I he either. I think that he was given poor direction <clears throat> because Lucas at this point, Lucas was the emperor of Lucasfilm. Well, the kid was great in Jingle All the Way. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. great movie, by the way. Right. Yeah, it's the best Schwarzenegger movie. Does everyone watch it around Christmas? Forget, that's how we forgot about yeah. Jake Lloyd. <laughs> but I mean, he granted, like, now he's got like the schizophrenia and stuff. Yeah, and that's it's terrible. Didn't he die? No, no. Are you sure? I, I don't think. Are you he sure? Did. I thought yeah. I heard him. I, I feel like him. I would have seen a Facebook post about that. I was gonna say I follow the I support Jake Lloyd thing. Okay, well, um, <laughs> that makes I, I hope I he didn't Jake die, <laughs> but uh, but like uh, honestly, like I I don't hate him. I think he was given poor direction because Lucas was like, oh well, I'm gonna tell this whole story, and like it's like he wrote the first draft, <clears> and then. Didn't go back to reread it like he for a second time, like like as a film goer. Like he read it as like, oh, I wrote this. Yeah, this is great. Like he didn't go back. <laughs> anyone else reread it? He just sent he it out. Like, yeah. He's like, print, save. Like, let's do it. <laughs> there's actually one scene in the deleted scenes of episode three, and it's hilarious. It's like the behind the scenes yeah. features where he comes out with the first draft, and everyone just looks terrified. Like they're all like. Like, if we say anything, he'll kill us. Like, right. like everyone just said the greatest thing you've ever read. You know? For Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, well, I, I mean, Grant, Revenge of the Sith is good. But, like, everyone just, like, it's like he had them on a leash, like, for all yeah, three that, of the prequels where everyone's like, don't, don't that, That's a problem you know? that's been brought you. up is that he yeah. was surrounded by too many yes men. Where he was like, should we do this? And they're like, yeah, that'd be a great idea, Mr. Lucas. Yeah, that'll awesome. work 100%. Yeah. That'll yeah, be right. a great idea. Like looking back on it, they're like people are like, well, maybe he shouldn't have gotten so many people that are like just on his side. Like sometimes an opposing view is a good thing, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. like <laughs> say yes to the man who signs my paychecks. I mean, it's hard not to be like that though. If I if I ever got like the chance to go to a Lucas set oh, yeah. or talk to George Lucas, I would do anything that man said forever just to be okay, just to be around him, just to be like because he's such a closed off person who oh, gives yeah. no fucks about hanging out with anybody. Like he doesn't care about his money. He doesn't care about, like, his fandom. I mean, he's probably so tired of being talked to about Star Wars. I mean, if, even interviews oh, with Mark Hamill, uh, after 22 years, Mark Hamill has never read any of the Expanded Universe stuff. So somebody came up to him dressed as Mara Jade during, like, a Comic-Con. And she's like, I'm your wife. And he's like, oh, no, I'm married. She's like, no, I'm your wife in Star Wars. He's like, Luke has a wife? Like, so, like, he's even tired of, like, learning and things. And so I can't imagine what Lucas, because he's been on it since, what, 1972 he started doing this stuff? Yeah. Yeah. So for, like, 40-odd years, he's had oh, nothing yeah. to talk about but Star Wars. And every single person that meets him probably just wants to be like, Star Wars. Like, I bet no one comes up to him and is like, so tell me about, let's talk about American Graffiti. Right. <laughs> I mean, or your Brave Little Toaster movie. Like, let's talk about that. <laughs> or, <laughs> like, by the way, Brave Little Toaster was fucking awesome. It's a great movie. I <laughs> the first it. one. I don't know about the rest, but... Well, I don't know. If I ever saw George Lucas, I'd be like, we need to talk about Strange Magic and how fucking terrible that movie is. We need to talk about that. Howard the I Duck. That one. Oh, yeah, well... <laughs> I'll just talk to him about baseball. Strangest movie I've ever watched. See, I watched, like, 30 minutes of it, and I was like, 
It's okay. weird. Like, it's so this weird. This is weird, but all right, it's not the worst thing George Lucas has ever put out. Strange magic but it's just so, it's, dude. It's just it doesn't. It makes no sense. Howard, the- I would talk something about baseball. But yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> George, who's going to win the World Series? The boy that played Anakin? Jake, Jake Lloyd. Lloyd. Who's Sebastian Shaw? Sebastian Shaw played Anakin in Episode Six when Vader takes his helmet off. Oh, that's okay. him. Yeah, and, and, the, and the original Force Ghost. Yes. Yeah. Which we'll get to that come six, but because, yeah. oh, I just because that pissed me off. Said Jake Lloyd, and then it said who? Which actor portrayed Anakin? It said Sebastian Shaw. Sebastian Shaw. Yeah. So, right. Not the X Men villain. Continue. Well, they took out Sebastian Shaw, but they didn't put it in. But they didn't take out Alec Guinness. Yeah, that was stupid. If you think about it, if they brought back Anakin at that young age, why didn't they bring back Obi-Wan at a young age? Well, maybe maybe because they're saying that they died at different ages. Maybe they're saying that the good side of Anakin that could have come back died when he looked young. That's one way to look at it. But he didn't, because he came back. He redeemed as an old man, which is why they should have left Sebastian Shaw be him. I agree. I, I mean, because he, he, he turned back at the end of Return of the yeah, Jedi. Yeah, he redeemed himself. Yeah. He became good again, so Anakin, therefore, should have stayed old. But exactly. then again, part of eight, part of the theory on eight is that Anakin, Hayden Christensen, is coming back as a force ghost to help train Rey. Like Obi-Wan talked to Luke. Like, and it kind of would be interesting if Anakin talked to Luke for, like, so long since he became part of the Force and, like, taught him about the dark side and, like, how to how to right. engage Kylo Ren. And, like, and it would be really cool if Rey could speak to Anakin, like, even if she's just, like, meditating and he, like, comes to her in a vision and he's like, listen, I know exactly what's going through his mind. This is how you can beat him or redeem him. That'd be really cool, in right. my opinion. You mean for like Anakin to talk to Ray and be like, "Listen, I was him once." Right. You know, See, I know exactly. And, what and another like. another thing about this movie is that this is basically the story of Anakin in a role reversal type shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have you have Kylo Ren struggling to to fight off the want to be on the light side. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what this is going to be throughout the whole thing. You know what I mean? And he might. Which goes with the theory that he might end up redeeming himself. You know what I mean? And 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 being. I'm sure he yeah. does. That's the whole. Star Wars At some point. Loves yeah. to do that redemption story. Like they, yeah. it's a huge, like powerful. I mean, it, I, I don't see how. I don't think it, Supreme Leader Snoke's gonna make it come around. Pretty sure. Everybody's gonna come redeem. It's yeah. gonna be. Speaking of that, that's who's on the screen right now. Yeah. Supreme Leader Snoke yeah. and. Um... And I'm sorry to interrupt you, Robbie. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. I kind of Weasley. Bill Weasley. Bill Weasley. <laughs> I kind of I wanted to get into the whole, um, you know, Supreme Leader Snoke. Um, I'm so sick of them crackpot theories of, like, oh, it's Anakin. Like, shut the fuck up. We saw it's him. Tarkin. It's awkward. <laughs> it's Tarkin. The bony face, the British accent. It's Tarkin. <laughs> I mean, it could be yes. That's so cool. I think it's. Uh, I, have, I did read. I did read one theory that it it connected a dot from the trailer of Rogue One, all the way up through, and it provided like an almost seamless storyline as to why that is uh, Plagueis. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's the, yeah. That's, that's like the I think the biggest one, one. That's the one that makes sense to me the most of everything I've read. And that was what I brought up to you at the Force Awakens release. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which will be in the thing, but I could talk about that. It's a Brandon too, and to Robbie because it's fucking it's crazy. It's a crazy theory, but um, I don't 
We should save that for episode seven. Yeah, it's I, long. I got notes on that, man. <laughs> yeah, it's long. Right. We, we got plenty of notes for this one. I mean, everybody has notes. Even not jot down like Robbie. Robbie has like a whole like Bible over there. He has drawings. Which is, which is and... awesome. Oh, he got, doodles. Oh, he's got doodles. That's so cool, man. That's awesome. There's right, one thing, right, one thing that I loved, and I wish that they would have kept it going in episode one. And this is where I'll finish Phantom Menace. Okay. And actually, it's at the end of Phantom Menace. When Obi-Wan looks Maul in the eyes, and he's, like, rage-fueled, pissed off that he just killed his master, mm-hmm. and he does the jump and kills him, I'm like, dark side. Ah, oh, I wanted them to do, like, an Obi-Wan type of, like... And I wish they would have fleshed that out a little bit more between him and Anakin in 2 and 3, where he's, like... You know, he looks at Anakin when he gets pissed off, and he's like, listen, he's like, that's the dark side. He's like, listen, I have my own bouts with the dark side, too, pal. You know, like, right. and, th- and he could explain that, like, I've never been more close to the dark side when I killed Darth Maul. Right. Because that was Obi-Wan letting the dark side yeah. come into him. That's that's when he screamed no after Qui-Gon got punched through the chest. That's That's like the exact... Uh, like inflection and scream that Luke did in Episode Six when he's being chased around by Vader in like the last fight. Yep. He's standing there behind a pillar and he, Vader's like, "I just remember you have a sister." Like, dude, even I'll, I'll find her. Even and the Luke's greatest like, here, no. even even Superman, has to get fucking pissed off yeah. to beat his yeah, wait, greatest yeah. battles. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and Goku has been pissed and he's as good as you get. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, Imagine Goku. You, even. I always forget walking like a Goku worship. That's how. That's <laughs> that's how we got Super Saiyan. <laughs> you know. Yeah, he was furious. Like, I mean, if you call that the dark side, then technically the Saiyans, you know, I mean, yeah. Anyway, we'll get, <laughs> I could go all day about Saiyan. But, that, but, but, but I mean, in all those characters, that's the humanity yeah. of the character. Yeah, and that's you have how to you get relate. pissed off to, to yeah. get shit done, and that's yeah. how Whether you relate. You just don't let it overcome you. And yeah. Batman's just always pissed off. Or you become just dark and brutal. Yeah, you know I mean Dexter's constantly got this fucking. You ever watch Dexter? On show. I love Dexter. It was a great Yeah, show. So Dexter's got the dark side in him, and he's constantly battling with it. Yeah. So he takes care of what he has to take care of, and he goes back to his fucking day job as a goddamn. It starts to unravel. It starts to unravel. Well, yeah, but yeah. I'm I'm speaking of like the beginning yeah, stages of yeah. how Dexter was. He's always well, he had it like for very, very scientifically reasons. broken down, like what he has to do to feed his dark side just enough to get them to like be quiet or not overwhelm him, and it's like, oh, I got to scientifically and. Correct. Right, and it's the same thing guy. with Luke, and yeah. it's the same thing with yeah. um, Obi Wan. You know, you gotta you gotta unlock yeah. some of it, or else you're never gonna get shit done. Yeah, I think that. The, but could you ever imagine Yoda pissed though? Like, I, I can't see Yoda. Does no, he's no, a, Yoda's not mad. Yeah, he would. He'd be like, and the, the problem Fuck is, with me, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> That's that awesome. Respect my name. <laughs> Put some respect on it. Put some respect on it, you won't. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we better get into DJs. Like, yeah, like well, uh, Aaron brought up my main point, and I was just going to say, and, and this is just the, something that you can bring up for the entire prequel series, is that that just just in the, in the opening crawls alone, they're all so fucking confusing. Oh yeah, I want, see, I, mean? I want to read them all in order. Yeah, like they're all so confusing, and then I don't like those fucking green guys. You know what I'm talking about? The ones with the Asian accents. Oh, the uh, Neomoidians. Yeah, they're fucking yeah. retarded. I, they bother me so. Bad. <laughs> I can't. That's one. That's you know what I'm talking about. They're in the whole beginning of the movie, right? Here one? to make a settlement. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 I, 
respect for those guys because they were one of the only aliens that was not CGI and put in. And they survived. So I don't care. The yeah, first I don't care if they're stupid and pointless. they bother me. They, they're annoying. It's respect on them. The most like animatronic way you've ever seen, but they were the only like. Aliens that weren't CGI'd into those. Movies. I don't know what guys are talking about. Now that you bring about. that up, you're that the one who, who told me you were like that guy has an Asian accent. Yeah, that's that's like, but, yeah. but they weren't meant to be like a super smart villain. They were just a puppet to be the face of the Federalist army. Yeah. yeah. So the Emperor oh, chose like a yeah. stupid yeah. backwater planet, <laughs> gave him a droid army, and was like, "All right, guys, go go start Here, some shit." Where are these? You know, your best tra- your best yeah. droids, <laughs> you know. Like, like, go fucking Sidious wild. Yeah. Survive this. Yeah, like, like, Sidious, like, basically was like, hey, you guys want a cool job? No. And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, you guys want a cool job? And they're like, sure. He's like, what does it entail? Well, you gotta run this droid army and wear these giant Pope hats and speak with Asian accents. Good, because that's the only accent Sweet. I do. <laughs> We figured it was a trade federation, so I mean, I mean based on trade, that, not that, battle. Listen, it's not a make or break for me. I'm just yeah. bringing that up as a point. But they were stupid. Most of my points have already been brought up because I would, I would, if I was to go first, I'd have brought up Jar Jar. I'd have brought up the fucking <laughs> politics. You know what I mean? Darth Those, Maul. yeah, Darth Maul is my fucking. I, he's he's make or break. You know what I mean? That movie's fucking great because of Darth Maul. Did you ever notice that? Uh, speaking of the space Asians. Um, Space. The, the space, space. Like, yes. <laughs> but the uh, the one that's in the control like chair who has like the electronic eyes and like the yeah, ventilator thing. I'm like, that? I'm like, shouldn't you like be at home like hooked up to a machine? Should you be in a hospital? hospital, not like sitting in a chair controlling everything. Like, oh, the Jedi have gone in the ventilation. How do you eat? That's a right. better question. That fucking bitch is he was on. A, he was he was on a space truth commercial. I liked the 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 Gungan battle was cool when I was younger I, I was like that shit is fucking dope like yeah. them fucking launchers and you know all the and the the breathing apparatuses I mean the like I can't you guys have touched literally on everything I was gonna say so like I can only just touch well, on you the go little, early on the I, I mean on the on the littler things like the technology that they had in this movie was way different than anything that had already existed. Like, yeah. you know, those breathing apparatuses are fucking interesting. Yeah. Like the Gungans housing thing where they just like yeah. walked right into. Yeah, it's like a, a, a sealant that keeps the water out, but you can you can just walk right through it. Like, yeah, like that. Cool. I mean, that's cool. Like and, and when I saw this movie for the first time, I praised it. I loved it. You know what I mean? I thought it was so cool. And it was going back and watching it just like recently before the force awakens came or after the force awakens came out we watched the trilogy or the prequels and i was just like it, i could i totally understand why people have problems with it yeah, yeah. right it's, it's it get a different perspective when you watch it all from but is anything but like i i mean i really like the you know seeing c3po uh you know without all of his yeah. shell casings oh, that was cool that was cool yeah, yeah. like the you know the uh the introduction of R2 and, and, and seeing all that stuff. And it's it just, it's pretty interesting, but all the kitty stuff in it is just not appealing to me. Yeah. Jesus. You know what I mean? And, and one of the points I was going to make, you guys ever listen to Patton Oswalt? Yeah. His stand up comedy. Uh, a few of them. Oh, yeah. So there's a couple of them and um, I'll never forget it because I wasn't, I'm not like two years ago. I wasn't the biggest star Wars fan. You know what I mean? If somebody said two years from now, you're going to be doing a podcast with four huge star Wars geeks. I would have been like, Three. <coughs> Three. Oh, yeah, you're not? I'm not a huge... I'm not a huge I mean, I well, love Star Wars, yeah, but I don't I, know I, nothing compared to these guys. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I would have been like, no way. 
Like that's not. There's no way. But at that okay. so that was the time in my life when I was listening to this Patton Oswalt stand-up comedy, and he's talking about his love for Star Wars, and he's like, if I could go back in time and talk to my younger self and be like, you like Star Wars? I'd be like, yeah, I love Star Wars. He'd be like, great. He goes, they're going to make new movies in the year 1999. He's like, that's awesome. What are they about? He goes, well, remember Darth Vader? He's like, yeah, I love Darth Vader. So we're going to see what he did as a kid. He's like, fuck that. <laughs> and then, and then, he's like, and then, and then you're going to see him grow up. And he's like, you remember Boba Fett? He's like, yeah, I love Boba Fett. He's like, you're going to see him as a kid. And he's like, fuck. Like, and, and just that. Like, I mean, I, you can't agree more. Like, Because it's not – those things are cool, but they're not that great. Yeah, they're not – there wasn't any part of, like, Anakin in those movies that was like, oh, that's, like, Vader that's right awesome. there. Which brings me to the Machete Order. Have you ever heard of the Machete yes, Order? Yes, The Machete Order is to watch the movies, you know, in, in, a, in a fucked up order, but yeah. the Phantom Menace is not even a part of it. No, the way I've heard it is, is you go 4-5. But then you don't get to, Darth Maul. Which to get the intro of, of the battle that's going on <laughs> between the Rebel Alliance and the Empire. Then you watch 2 then and 3. Then you go 2 and 3, so that you, you, have to, you have to watch 5 before you watch any prequel or the entire best dramatic scene of episode five and possibly like the biggest reveal in in the star wars forever until we find out who ray is is that i'm your father like if you watch two and three that's ruined right because you know that that's anakin skywalker and in episode four you meet uh luke skywalker right and so you know that vader is that so you that whole reveal of episode five is ruined like one of the most cinematic revealing moments in history is ruined by the prequels so you can't watch it four five so you have four five and then you watch two, three, and then you watch six, and then if you want to, for some extras, you watch episode one. You gotta see Darth Maul and Qui-Gon Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, and I agree with that. I, I'm not, I'm not in agreement that one should be taken out of the no, equation. Yeah. I'm sure it fits in somewhere, but the, I want to watch it in the machete order just to see. Right, that we should do it one day. Yeah, I, I that they made uh, there's on on YouTube. I think they're called like somebody cut down. Uh, who was I think it was Topher Grace. Topher Grace made all six movies into one movie by chopping out only the important parts and the stuff you terribly needed to know and putting them together. It was like five minutes of episode one. <laughs> That's yeah. it. That's and then awesome. it goes into like a 20... <laughs> it was like uh, 30 minutes of episode three or whatever. It's like a three-hour movie, don't get me wrong. Right. It's a long... It would never be in theaters, but it's totally chopped up. But even in the most chopped up version, there's nothing you only put in. It was like... This is Qui-Gon Jinn. This is Darth Maul. I'm Obi-Wan. I'll train the boy. And that was like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, that's, that's in five-second films right there for that one. But, uh, I have a couple um, trivia cards out. I want to ask you guys before we get to the next movie if you guys are... Can I, oh, I was, I was going to point out something since we're watching the film right now. Um, I'm pretty sure maybe Robbie and Aaron have may, may have seen this on the internet. The filibuster? Uh, Oswald? Uh, no. <laughs> no, but for Maz, um, I've heard a theory that she may have been a Jawa. I have has been around has been around since you know New Hope and she's seen how yeah we we've never yeah because we've never seen a Jawa without the Jawas are the uh, the little hooded dudes that oh, pick yeah, up R two and C yeah Houdini. 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 that table just goes so, yeah, yeah. extending coffee table what? that's interesting yeah. badass it is badass so she's like so, yeah yeah I'm done wearing this hood I'm gonna make something myself <laughs> I'm done wearing this but that's that's tough though because she's been Apparently, like, she's been on this lake for, like, hundreds and hundreds of years. She's the Lady of the Lake. Yeah, yeah. Another, the another huge, legend, yeah, another yeah. huge King Arthur. That's actually funny enough. But, yeah, she yeah. knows yeah. everything. I she knows that. what's going on. Legend that she gives her the sword. And she but think about it. Think yeah. about it. 
Go ahead. But think about it, guys. That she has all these those pod racing flags and and yeah, the Mandalorian that's flag that like visited her her yeah. bar. There's a Mandalorian yeah, here, flag. Yeah, there's. Tons. Here's a here's a gift. Here's a gift. You know, and here's some fucking pod racing flags. You want them? What's yeah. like going to Thanks a bar? The beer, it's like, what's like going to a bar in the south and like. Leave, yeah, leaving your shirt on the wall or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I've been to bars where they collect koozies from anybody that comes in and wants to give one off, give one away. And so it's like that's my koozie. I'm just like modern time bar. Like fuck, that's my koozie. I ain't giving shit. You ain't even getting freaking me out going across the table while I'm just trying to tell a story. I thought for sure Maz was going to be like a Yoda character, like a small alien who's really old. I was like, great, here comes like a Force-sensitive person. Like, but she is. She really is. Yeah, because she said she's not a Jedi, but she knows the Force. So technically, she she's not a Force user, Yeah, but she's like... Like she's aware of its power. Yeah, yeah like she knows its power. And we're getting to that part right here. Yeah, where she's Maz. Yeah. She's going down to... So have you guys uh, seen this? Picture. This is from like one of the episodes, either episode two or episode one. What? That doll. Yeah. What the shit? I gotta see this. <laughs> uh, well, I, I probably won't be able to see it, but no way. We basically typed in uh, Maz Kanata okay. in the prequels. Okay. Is I see where the job. And there's like, uh, you know, and there's a scene with R two, and there's like a what looks to be a Maz Kanata doll. Like what? And that's that's in episode one, right? That's gotta yeah, be, that's, that's in, in a house. Shmi Skywalker's house. Right what? after they pull in from the sandstorm before the pod race. All right, so that that that's <laughs> that the E.T. thing to me right there is like my mind's just blown. Like, yeah, dude, you can, Maz Kanata can is in episode one. I don't. You just saw about this webpage right now. Yeah, I'm looking it up right now. Um, that's awesome. Images. Yeah. That's yeah, really cool. Why would he have yeah, a doll? Really oh, that's cool. That is. That's really cool. That's awesome. So that could just. I mean, that could just necessarily wouldn't be her, but that could just be what a that could be like what, what a child looks, looks yeah. like. Yeah, because. So that could give some. <sighs> that, that's some, pretty cool. That's pretty. I saw that somewhere in. and I was like, "Huh." And I, awesome. you guys talking about that, I was just like, "Oh shit!" I just remembered it and I was like, well, "Probably bring it up." Alrighty. I found some trivia related to the first couple movies, so we're gonna do it. I want. We're Robbie, gonna have to the speed first round Sorry. through the fucking. Yeah, movie. bring it on. Bring Robbie, on. pick a, pick one. No, I'm not talking about this. I'm talking. We're gonna have to speed round through the next. Couple. Oh okay. Oh yeah. Okay. It might be easy for you. I'm not sure. Who owned Anakin Skywalker before Watto or Watto, however you say his name, bought him? Before Watto bought him, it was... I can give you the Ardul of the Hut. Yes, good. I was about to say... Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask you without the multiple choice, but if you want the multiple choice, just tell me. All right, go ahead, Aaron. Pick a card. All right. I'm going to read it. Go ahead. Read it. Pick which one you like the best. Oh, uh, this guy answers some Try ridiculous stop me. questions. Uh, I can't even know if that's possible. <laughs> Who said this? <laughs> hey, no, dude, he, he answers some crazy questions at the fucking release. I mean, all right, so... Are they both easy? Yeah, they're both. I'm I mean, sorry. they're both kind of jobs. obvious, but anyway. So, hmm. what did Qui Gon? I'm sorry. What did Jar Jar Binks owe Qui Gon Jinn after Jinn rescued him during the Trade Federation invasion of Naboo? Life death. Correct. Yeah. Wow. Right. Holy smokes, Robbie. Um, <laughs> I am just putting away. It's all right. It's all right. Aaron, pick a number between one, two, six, Aaron, nine. One, I mean, Brandon, pick a number one through nine. Uh, nine. Number nine. Here, ask him a question that you want to ask. Okay. Oh. Aaron's going to ask you a trivia question. It might not be necessarily from the first one, but it's from the first one. Smells three. good, Robbie. It Jesus does. Christ. I was like, I smell. <laughs> <laughs> the Force. Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. Which aspect of the Force was most important to Qui Gon Jinn? If you want the multiple oh, choice. Oh, God. Multiple choice. Give, 
Yeah, multiple choice, please. Okay. A, the unifying force. B, the light side of the force. C, the living force. D, the dark side of the force. Ooh, it's either B or C. I'll give uh, you I'll give you the first part of the quote, and it's not even on the card. Okay, give Be me the mindful first. of my young Padawan. Be mindful of blank, my young Padawan. The dark side. Incorrect. The answer is C, uh, living force. Oh, damn. That was, it was, I didn't was watch... important to Qui-Gon. Yeah, well, it's, episode, it's episode dark. one, which is <laughs> Be not very important. Yeah, yeah. Episode one's not that important, okay, damn it. <laughs> Sure. Alright, I'll ask you one. I don't want a question. You don't want one? I want to try to save them for them. Oh, okay. You can ask one. Wait, which one you, you, ask you ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't think you're going to... Okay, See, what, these are hard, what ship did Bail Organa... Who am I asking, DJ? Yeah. What ship did Bail Organa take to find Master Yoda? Do you want the, the multiple... Yes. Alright, the Alderaan Queen 2, the Radiant 7, the Tantive 4, or the Alderaan Star 2? I'm going to go with that one, the Alderaan Star 2. Okay, correct answer is Tantive 4. Oh, well, but fuck. I didn't know that off the top of my head. I don't know if that was either. from the first one. I, I did. That, that, yeah, I did because Padme was there. And it's but 4 yeah. because the first appearance of that ship is in episode 4. Oh, Interesting. Because that's the same yeah. Rebel, Rebel Blockade right. Runner. Look at that. The same. Nods everywhere. Right, the so very same. Any... No, I guess, I guess we already got to it. So, alright, so let's, let's start off with uh, fucking episode 2. Can we just skip that all together? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Robbie's getting his notebook. He's like, no, fucking way. What are you doing? Like, here's a scroll. All right, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw one thing. It's half of Robbie's book already. How much he hates it. Robbie can go last. Listen, here's my biggest bout with episode two. Is this was George Lucas going? Stormtroopers, guys, look, stormtroopers. Right here, here they are. You happy now? Like that was George. Yeah, Clone Wars. Or Attack of the Clones. Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. I want to make sure people know they don't know. Right, right. Okay, so who who wants to go first? No, I, you... I think I think Aaron should go first. Oh, he has a, he has a I'm gonna tear into this movie. Nominated. What did you love? What did you hate? What did I love? And why? Well, what did I? Ha- Let's start with what I hated because I may not have anything that I love about this movie. <laughs> I loved it. Ended. <laughs> I loved it at the end. I got to walk out of the theater. I love those yellow words at the beginning, and then the same ones when they came back <laughs> in the credit roll. That's like my it. least favorite part of the yellow words. Okay, to be completely fair, that was the movie I did not see in theaters. That was the Star Wars film. I, I don't know if I did either. I saw I saw all of the prequels in the theater. Actually, uh, to correct myself, Phantom Menace I saw at the drive-in in Brookville. And then I saw the other two in the theater. I saw them all oh, those scenes are fucking awesome, though, dude. Like oh, I know. Hotler's whole Dragon like Dragon Ball Z style blowing up planets. Yeah. Hotler's whole Hitler, uh, yeah, Hotler, uh, Hitler. Uh, I, I love Hitler. I love Hitler. Yeah, they might as well just been the same. Well, the, the troopers put their one arm up. Except for that like, one guy. Did yeah. you see that picture where the one guy didn't put his <laughs> hand up? See, yeah, I heard that these rebel. things. I heard that these beasts awesome. travel hyperspace mm-hmm. so they can get to any planet in the yeah. galaxy, like yeah. without having to have the. Uh, Circular base moves. It has to move it because it absorbs the sun. It has yeah. to find a new sun. Yeah, it's well, like it does that star. through hyperspace too. So yeah. it can pick any sun and then just fucking yeah. drain oh, it. Wow. Yeah, the Death Star did the same. The Death Star didn't travel through hyperspace, but it orbited through uh, systems to find mm. other planets. Boom, boom, boom. Although I read somewhere that this that that isn't Coruscant. No, it's uh, Hosnian Prime. The, yeah, the, ho- the Hosnian system. That would be so. Isn't that the chick from Star Trek too? In no. the darkness at the very beginning, the mother from Into Darkness. Know. I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, that's so cool, dude. And the fleet just got obliterated, too. Done. 
be mortifying knowing that that exists. All right. All right, so episode two, my least favorite Star Wars movie of all time. (laughs) Like, seriously, I think that parts that I hate, I did not mind the whole espionage, someone's trying to kill Padme type thing. That was kind of cool. Till you walk into uh, Palpatine's little uh, office there, and they start talking politics. And he's like, oh, who'd you piss off? And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, oh, well, here's some Jedi. They might help you. And then poorly animated CGI Yoda's like, mm, help you, we will. Yeah. It's like, but no guarantee you'll survive. You know, he's, you know, and then they put. I actually oh, didn't know that they went back in The Phantom Menace and reanimated That was Yoda. the dumbest. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, need, they needed to. They needed to so bad. Because <laughs> Puppet Yoda looked young and it actually looked like he aged. Like. It just, yeah. it just well, took me out of it when he went back well, and reanimated. How old was he in The New Hope? Uh, 935? So wait, he was 900 years old in the, in the, in the family? No, he was well, 900. <laughs> yeah, that's another question. Did Yoda have a birthday when Luke came back? Like, hey, I came back. Happy birthday. Oh, I'm going to die now. Like, right. Because he's like... Oh, <laughs> that was his birthday. Yeah, he's like, when 900 years old you reach, look as good you will not. I'm like... So is it Yoda's birthday? And he just yeah, came right. back and he's like, oh, hey, what's going on? And he's like, oh, I'm about I to think, die. You're about I think to witness he went, this. I think he when, did bring me my birthday. He did bring me a birthday present, so that's why I died. He, was, he died of sadness. <laughs> no, I, I think that when he went into hiding on on Dagobah, that he he sat there and meditated on the Force to not, like, age anymore until he had one thing to complete, which was, like, teaching somebody else about the Force. Like, he knew that Anakin had kids. And he knew eventually, because he probably you know, he can see the future, even though the future is always in motion or whatever. He probably knew one of those kids was going to come meet him. So he was probably just trying to stay alive enough to pass on what he knew as much as he could to Luke. Right. That's why he was so like, you have to stay here and finish your training. You have so to stay here and finish your training. Summer. And when his training was finished, he was like, all right, that's it. I done. I did my job. I can clock out now. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah. That would explain, and then like there's the super long like force meditation, like to keep himself like going longer and learn more about the force. Like I think that all like just built up to like why he died at that spot and yeah. why he had to die at that spot. Yeah. To like That's finally true. be like, whoo, did it! All right, yeah. all right. Yoda, Yoda, Yoda to Walmart. Yoda drops the mic. He's out. <laughs> Time for me to go. Yoda. Um, like yeah, that whole scene was stupid. And then the action like really doesn't like it's not steady through the rest of the movie. You have a very creepy love story between Anakin and Padme, yes. where he's like creepily touching her on Naboo, and he I'm has, like, like rape eyes yeah, I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> just like, yeah, and I'm like, he does have yeah, rape eyes the whole yeah. time. And, the, and the, the whole movie, I'm like, damn, George Lucas should write a book on how to pick up chicks because this stuff's gold. This right. is, you know, I don't like Sam. How to pick course. up your sisters. Oh, you God. Know? But everything here is so smooth. <laughs> I'm like, dude, like, did you ever watch the video? It's a Harry Plinkett reviews the Star Wars movies. It's from Red Letter Media. And he actually goes through and, like, takes all of Anakin's dialogue and, like, every creepy thing he says, a big red X comes up on the screen. <laughs> and, like, half of Anakin's dialogue through the whole movie is just like, eh, Creeper eh, status. Eh. Yeah. Like, and he's like, I'm legitimately concerned for George Lucas. He's like, does his wife know, like, the stuff that he writes? Right. <laughs> but, like, Little do we know he's based on a young him. I guess. He used those lines. I mean, I mean, I, I could see it. I could definitely see that. But he, uh... Like, that whole love story is creepy. I'm just re- really into this whole uh, Finn versus uh, I know, the Traitor. Mo- movie is going hard. Traitor! Right 
That thing he, that weapon he has is fucking awesome. Uh, you the, be my fucking the Z6 riot baton. Yeah, that thing's dope as shit. Boom! The, the fact that it can stop a lightsaber is just what's crazy. That is awesome. Somebody built one of those that actually has like uh, prongs in it that has like 50,000 50, volts of electricity Ooh. that they can actually like bat somebody with it and knock them out. Um, but yes, episode two has the creepiest love story I've ever seen. We agreed. It's cringeworthy to watch that dialogue. Uh, Obi-Wan goes to a planet that shouldn't exist, and all of a sudden they just have, like, chairs laid out for him, like, oh, yeah, we've been waiting, like, ten years for you. Where you been, pal? And he's like, what are you, the <laughs> hell are you talking about? Like, what, your clone army that you put up? And they're like, no, I I didn't place an order for a clone army. Like, oh, well, now you're stuck with it. Here're the bill. Like, where's your receipt? We're like, making more for you. Yeah, because, yeah, they're like, oh, well, we have, like, 500,000 units already, and, a and there's a million more well on the way. And he's like, and I love Obi-Wan's expression. He's like, he's like, yeah, and the army's almost complete. And Obi-Wan's like. Yeah, he did just play yeah, it. Right. He played it cool that whole time. He's, he's, like, like, he's like, am I the right guy here? Yeah, like, right. Is, are you expecting somebody else with a beard and a brown robe? Why, why, <laughs> why do you say that the planet exists? Well, like, like, he... Well, I mean, like, with the archives, where they're like, oh, it doesn't exist. Mm. Which, and they... I think that's a better stab at the the flawed doctrine of the Jedi Temple, of the Jedi themselves, was that their whole viewpoint was, like, if it's not in our libraries, it doesn't exist. And it's yeah. like, uh, really? Because I just, I'm pretty sure it does. You know, and, and they just refuse to believe that, like, anything that they don't know about could even possibly exist. Like, like yeah. and if I they think, don't know about it, then it doesn't exist. I think that kind of... no. no. What got me the best was the that one kid, that little fucking scumbag. Well, you know what? It's right here. And they're like, oh, your shit just got wrecked. Oh. <laughs> That's why his ass got fucking killed in episode three. Spoiler alert. I was like, don't worry, Anakin killed his bitch ass. With that whole... Uh, with the... Yeah, distinct chitter. I like that. That's what. That's her weapon. We got our subtitles on on this one. It says the weirdest stuff. Like, uh, <laughs> like breeds in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Lightsaber crackle. Ray Yelp. Ray Yelps. <laughs> she does a restaurant review. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like an always sunny episode. Like Ray Yelps. Yeah. <laughs> Never eat here. You might get attacked by some Maz Kanata's Tavern. Okay, yeah. until the first order shows okay, up. Okay, until the. <laughs> Ray, Ray can fly ships and and use the force, but can't shoot. Amy that can't. might just be the greatest <laughs> pun I've ever heard. Great. It's great time. until the first order shows up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice. Oh, yeah. that's bad. Very good. Very good. Um. Man, we just made a fucking thing. People will talk about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not a fast move. Put us on the The thing that kind of pissed me off with the Camino thing. Was and then he like miraculously finds Django Fett there too. He's like, like, and I understand he had to like find the dart and everything, and yeah. he like, goes there. But he like gets two for the price of one. He finds the bounty hunter and then an army that is supposed to be fighting the guys that the bounty hunter works for. I was gonna say, wouldn't you be more afraid of what? Don't you think that's like as as, as instead of that being dumb luck on Kenobi's part? Don't you think that's pretty stupid? If you're if you're this guy that's had this clone army completely secret from the Jedi this entire time, you're gonna hire the one bounty hunter in the galaxy that can lead them back to it. Right. Like yeah. you're gonna lead the one dude in the galaxy that has no ties to Kamino. It's just this rogue guy. He lives there because he you know he gets cloned every day. Uh, 
But you're going to send the one dude that can be traced back to, like, this secret planet. Like, you went through all the effort. And some could say that that was, like, intentional. That they intentionally wanted Jango Fett to lead the Jedi to the clone army. Like, some people might say that that's, like, has to be. You too, Renner. You too. May the fourth be with you. But, yeah, some people say it's intentional that that was... But instead of it being, like, stupid dumb luck... And people, some people say, like, there's no coincidence in the quick, holes. Quick little tangent. At what point did they stop making the Stormtroopers clones and these children? Ah, and I can explain that for you, actually. <clears throat> the uh, In between 3 and 4, the Kamino still existed with its clone armies. I'll get to that in a second, because I wanted to go back no, to something. Go right that, that, uh, oh, we have time. Just keep it on the back. That, uh, oh, what the hell was it? With the, oh, the archives. If it's not in our archives, it doesn't exist. I think that sort of feels to me like Lucas playing off like his belief in religion, where it's like, oh, well, if it's not in yeah. a book, that's like it, it's, yeah, the same, it's it's not here. It's the same you know? pride and fall of like the yeah, Catholic Church. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Scientists would come forward and be like, hey, we think there's, we think you know, the Earth isn't the center of the galaxy. I think it's the sun or, or no, whatever. No, it says so right and here. And they're in like, the book. no, no, no. The Lord said uh, <laughs> the, Lord the Bible. Said, we it's know. It's like them Trust saying me. that they don't dinosaurs don't exist, but yeah. there's huge skeletons. That yeah, be like, so, so I made this out of paper machine. I made this thing up. I made this. Isn't it awesome? It's a model kit I made. It's a giant. It's a. It's a. Seven to one scale model kit. Yeah, <laughs> <Seven> <laughs> the T Rex was really this. Um, it's like this one, dude. Trick gonna... photography. <laughs> yeah, trick photography. Force perspective. Um, uh, the cloning facilities. What ended up happening was, uh, since the Kaminoans knew what happened, like the Emperor had used these armies for bad instead of right. what they were originally intended for. The cloners started building clones with tangents of Django's DNA that was supposed to... They were anti-imperial clone troopers. Well, Boba Fett, uh, or Vader found out about this, sent Boba Fett and the 501st Legion to Kamino, and they destroyed... They cut off the life support systems, so everyone was just incapacitated. They mm. killed all the anti-imperial uh, clone troopers, and then took Django's DNA so it couldn't be used because mm. it was now compromised because they had altered it to make mm. anti-imperial clones. So they actually the Empire used clones. Um, uh, what did they? They used clones of other people. But also recruited, which is why they're also different anymore. Hi, <laughs> sweetheart. This is good. But uh, that's interesting. But so then now they just take children and away from their homes and raise them up to be evil. Yeah, because well, I mean, in, in episode four, it was join the academy. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, there, it was yeah. volunteer program then. So I mean, we know at least to know in episode four that either some or all the clones are either dead or still like I don't right. know because they were they were gifted with accelerated life. So which means they grew up faster, which probably means they died faster as far as, like, they got to old age faster than your average human being. Right. So, I, I mean, they were expensive. It was probably just put If Obi-Wan the... turned that old in, in 24 years, went from Ewan McGregor to Alec Guinness, then imagine what happened to the clones. Right. <laughs> they probably went from, like, the clones <laughs> fast. <laughs> All right, so, Brandon, episode two. Are you done with your episode yeah. two? Yeah, I'm done with episode two. There really wasn't much I liked about episode two. <laughs> the end battle was cool. I like the end battle. What I actually liked was the Django and Obi Wan fight, and the uh, the Coliseum fight. When you actually get to see Mace Windu 
actually fight for the first time. Right. Samuel Jackson's character was it was awesome, but everything else sucked. That that's it. That's all I have to say about episode two. Short and sweet. Um, <laughs> like two. Yeah, good. that's right. You named the that'll... two good parts in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh oh oh! oh Count Dooku sucked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love Christopher Lee. Don't get me wrong. That, that but... was the one with the fight between Yoda and him, right? Yeah. yeah. That fight. Yeah. Was... Yeah. That fight. Was... That blue. That blue. That sucked. I mean, I love Yoda. How he's like, yeah, Yoda's it, it, Dooku basically stands in one spot, and Yoda does I mean, massive amounts of flips all the way around him. Alec Guinness also is there. like <laughs> was like eighty eight when the movie, that movie was made or whatever. Like he was like some incredibly old decrepit man when he made that movie. So like they had to do his fight scenes where it was like, okay, zoom in on his face, make him say something. You're talking about out. Christopher Lee or Christopher Lee? Yeah, sorry, not Alec Guinness. Same thing with Alec Guinness, who's still old. But Christopher right. Lee was like super old, so like they could only do a few things with him moving, but. I don't like it that they put him moving, like, nowhere in that one, and, like, the first scene of episode three is he does, like, a front flip off of, like, a platform. Right. I mean, I'll see guy, but... I don't like... And there's... The part, the part that I don't like is Yoda fighting with the lightsaber. I do like it, and I don't like it, because I think it takes away from Yoda being this old, wise, powerful Jedi, but he should be, like, so powerful that, like... He should be like Kylo Ren. Like, if Dooku comes down with a saber, he should just be like... Like, yeah, don't even think about it. Right. And he just, like, freezes right there. It's like, like never but he throws the cane down, and he's, like, jumping around. I'm like, so does he have space arthritis or no? Well, well he that's probably uses... <laughs> I was just about to get to that, yeah. How is he able to do all these flips and shit, but he can but barely... But he can't walk, walk. yeah. Well, that, I think that just goes down to, like... If he didn't have to use the Force to make his body movable like that, he would have been much stronger than Dooku. But he had to use a lot of the Force to make his body move on top of fighting and yeah. using the Force. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a lot of concentration. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I love that. Oh, I love that. That's just. I wish I want to see a Yoda film like a. In I, I, I was rumored. Yoda it's as, heavily rumored. A Yoda I always view Yoda as like a an ancient like kung fu master who like doesn't fight ever, but he's always just sitting on a pillow in the back of the room, and everyone like totally reveres him, but you never know why. Like everyone yeah. has like massive and total respect for Yoda. He's like the wisest of all, but you never really feel why. You just uh, why yeah. does everyone care about this green dude? So I thought that that fight was like crucial because it was like it was him it was you finally seeing why everybody feared yoda and like yoda pretty much just played around with dooku like if he could have done that yeah now, imagine what he could have done and dooku had to cheat ago. to win dooku had to cheat by putting anakin and obi-wan's life in peril right. to stop yoda from taking him down because even dooku was like oh shit yeah oh, uh, what the hell <laughs> turn it around real fast yeah he I, I like when you hear the clicking and yoda comes around the corner like i just want to see dooku be like oh come on i'm like really? anybody but yoda come on i could have Taking Mace Windu over him. Come Mace on. Windu's powerful too because in the no, the Emperor or whatever he was over he would have beat him if yeah. it wasn't for Anakin in yeah. the third movie. Yeah. Or whatever. I know we get to that. Anakin's but. a dick. Yeah, but I mean yeah, that, that just shows how Mace how powerful Mace. Windu actually was. Anyway, so you're done with your second. Yeah, that that was pretty much. All right. Well, I don't know if <laughs> I have anything to say about the second movie. I mean, I love the Yoda fight. I love... <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much touched on everything. I like the chase scene. Uh, you know what I mean through, uh, uh, through what Coruscant? was that? Coruscant, yeah. yeah. I like the chase scene. I like you know Anna can jump in and I the the uh, the I specifically like uh, Obi Wan's uh, refusal of the cigarettes. Death oh yeah, you don't yeah. want any death. Yeah. <laughs> I like the I like the Jedi mind trick that Obi Wan uses. And then he there. cracks that little smile after the guy walks away. He's like. They takes a drink, like, yeah. yeah, I'm good. That was the one where the where Yoda was with the Wookiees, right? That was episode two. Episode three. Three. Hey, quick thing. That, when he just set his mask down there, did you guys read about that? That's that pile of ashes. That's the pile of ashes of his uh, every, every, every enemies or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. He, like, that's the creepiest thing. <laughs> 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 
See, somebody <laughs> from my fallen knights. Somebody's like, oh well, you know, Kylo Ren keeps his helmet on a thing that matches, but like that's his like interrogation room. You know what I mean? I that's an intimidation fact. Brandon, where did you go? Where'd you go? Oh shit! Oh no. <laughs> Here. Where am I? There, oh, there. You are. Hey. <laughs> hey, what the fuck? Anyway, but yeah. So someone said that he, yeah, he has like the thing of ashes, but that that's his interrogation room. Like he's not just like carding that to his quarters. You know, <laughs> he you know what I'm saying? Like, he, like, he's, he, I mean, he could be, I guess, but like... He's but, like the like, cleaning lady at a hotel. He's just pushing the thing of like, ashes I, I, like, It could just be something he improvised. Like, he yeah. might just have a barrel of ashes in his thing, and he's just like, I'm going to set my helmet down here because it's badass. Like... You know what I mean? I, Fear me. I don't think he keeps that there. Like I think he does. Like if his shit blo- explodes, do you get my ashes? Like no. So what do you mean? Ready to go? Yeah, but what about like, my ashes? I mean, about he my could have or... full, Like he, he could have. I'm sure he has a bed. You know what I mean? Maybe his nightstand is just nothing but ashes. Maybe like, he sets his helmet there. He's got an alarm clock in his ashes, and it's like. A Darth Vader alarm clock. Puts on a death stick in it. Just... <laughs> what, if, what if he thinks it's really revolting? Is just like trying to be a real tryhard, like he already is. Yeah. Right. He's like, I don't like this, but this looks pretty cool. I'm just gonna try hard to really. Scare if I set my helmet in ashes, they'll get scared. They'll tell me anything. I wanna... <laughs> yeah. I don't like, even need to use it. Like, I don't need to use. This I think shit. my my favorite part of episode two. Um, I think it was the reveal of the clones because of how much it meant. Because it meant that a this is like the start of the stormtroopers for the next. And it was movies. cool seeing Yoda guide him. It was cool. I like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it was also really cool to see that this wasn't like just like the emperor is so intricately worked out every part of the way for him to conquer the galaxy. He did a good job. Episode one, become chancellor of of the mm-hmm. of the entire galaxy. And how do you do that by uh, scaring Padme into a war or sending his home planet into a war? And then knowing that the bureaucracy of the Senate was going to bog it down so bad, and then getting uh, Padme to vote no confidence, so then he gets elected because he's like, oh, I'm coming up. And at that same point that he gets elected, he has to start the clone army. Because that's, I think there's a 10-year gap between episode 2 and, mm-hmm. or 1 and 2. So you're, and some, you're somehow like, making these politics sound interesting. Well, like, yeah, so, it is. I mean, really really is. he's officially started the clone army, and then he just sits back for 10 years knowing that this whole situation is going to escalate. He's building up while, while he's sitting there playing both sides. He's playing the, the Trade Federation. He's getting them to take over planets, knowing all the weaknesses of the, of the New Republic. Right. And then at the same time, he's got this whole army in his back pocket that he doesn't even bring forward. He isn't even the one that steps up and is like, guys, Couldn't don't worry, I have an army. He's right. like, what's this? We have an army? I'm so shocked. Oh, man. Let's I just, have no let's idea. Let's just put them all in the news real quick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, and I try so, to explain like, I lo- that. That's, that's what I love about it. Like, the politics does suck oh, yeah, because you yeah. spend so much time sitting down and talking. But it and, all like, pays off but in the end. The long-term thinking of it for me is what I love about it. It's the way that these, player, these troopers are going to employ and how they're going to be used in the next movies. And what that means is like what was going on behind the scenes in the first movie. So it really does give me a sense that Lucas wasn't just like, okay, I'll write this bullshit here. So the, mo- the movie was here. necessary. So, yeah. yeah, could be boring, you know I mean? but it was, this ne- it was necessary. But there's a lot of important things that get you know a lot of iconic Star Wars moments that you discover in that movie. I mean, Jango Fett. Everybody loves Boba Fett. You officially know how that starts. Right. Yeah. You, you officially know how the stormtroopers came to be. Um, you officially see the beginning flirtings of of what makes Luke and Leia. Mm-hmm. So, like... Can we really call those flirtings? Though? Well, aggressive Creepy flirting. dialogue. Yeah. What the what the fucking use of the Force to levitate the apple? Yeah. Or the pear? Yeah. You know what that else was just... cool, though? Or no, it wasn't cool. I take that back. Uh, Anakin's whole rant after he kills the sand people. You... Oh, yeah. yeah. That was actually... 
Because, like, that's another thing. Like, I get it. Like, he feels comfortable around Padme to talk about that. But he's like, I killed the women and the children. And, like, you're like, yeah, you probably shake going to end up your wife. She ain't even going to want to talk to <laughs> right. you after she's done like, with bro, this. It's not like, how you pick up the queen, yeah. man. After that, she's like, I'm having kids with this guy. Yeah, I, and I'm like... And that, such a badass. That badass. makes me... Such a fucking badass. Scared about, uh, that makes me scared about Padme. Like, is she psychotic? Kind of is she like, know? holy crap. Like, you know... But yeah, I mean, she's like, like she's like, you are making me wet. <laughs> it's like, it's like pretty much. Hitler. You had me. I killed the women and children. Yeah, like, seriously. It's like, like, wait, you killed them? Like, hell yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the children. It was completely. It was completely racist. Did you kill the children the sand, too? The sand yes. people, the Tuscan Raiders, the sand people. That's racist. You know there's no, a no, Jedi sand. You know there's literally a the towel heads because they wear not they, they completely cover their heads with towels. Anything else on episode two? Anybody? No, um, they're the original. I, I like I like the battle scene where you see the Jedi come in as warriors because that's like that's the true beginning of the fall of the Jedi Order. Right. The moment they were taken away from peacekeepers and led to command troops, they immediately t- took a step away from their original beliefs and which like so that was like the start of going down to the dark side. Right. Um, but beyond that, beyond those, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in like maybe maybe it's a total of 15 minutes that I thought was like truly compelling, good movie, movement, like again. craftsmanship. There everything there everything else is terrible. In fact, I only wrote the discovering of the clone army in my book. Right. So like, I mean, but that's good. That that you know, it was nice to see how that all started. Yeah. And they were on a at first. Yep. Like I said, Lucas. Hey guys, this is where stormtroopers comes. It's yep. pivotal. It needs to happen. But at the same time, you know, there wasn't really much else that... Anybody watch Heroes? Yeah. He... Uh, I've watched... That's Matt. You know. uh, yeah. Battlestar Galactica? Anybody? in that, too? No, yeah. I don't watch that, no. Uh, well, He's what... one of J.J. Abrams' favorite uh, uh, buddies. He's yeah. in almost every movie What's J.J.'s been. Snap, Snap Wexley in there? Snap Wexley. Wexley, yeah. yeah Snap Wexley. I, I just know him from Heroes, because I, I love that show. And can we all take a, a moment of silence for uh, Admiral Ackbar, too? I can't believe they didn't have him be like, it's a map! You know what I mean? Like, some kind of, like... That is did you see this that picture? lowly stormtrooper knows exactly yeah. where it's here. It's an oscillating tower. <laughs> I right know this here. freaking thing that's the size well, of a planet. The, I know exactly the where this The thing about this is. scene that gets me the most is that he's like, to have to pull power like that, they have to have a thermal oscillator. And Finn's like, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like that guy should have been like, no shit. Like every stormtrooper's like, like really? Repeat after me. Thermal oscillator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like my my question is like when they have like orientation on the Star Killer base, so they're like, okay. And just if anyone wants to know, you if you knock it? out the thermal oscillator tower, the whole planet implodes, and then the sun reforms. They're probably just like, okay, guys, uh, here's your first day at Starkiller Base. Here's a complete technical readout of the entire, every system that's on this base. I mean, and it's weaknesses. Just take it, benzerize it, and then toss it aside and like then, you don't even care like, about it. Oh, yeah, and we totally have a trash compactor. Okay, okay. Did you guys not notice um, that Abrams kind of implemented from Clerks when, um, when Dante and, um, and Randall talk about, you know, the janitorial system? DJ's never seen Clerks. You've never, any of you guys never seen Clerks? I've seen Clerks. I've seen Clerks a long time ago. I just never watched it. But, oh, I just just showed him Jance on the Bump and Strikes Back. Don't give me that shit, Brandon. You need to reevaluate yourself. But anyway, uh, (laughs) we've been friends for what, seven years? Come on now. Yeah, something like that, but you need to see it. You need to see it. I know. And they they mentioned the whole, like, there was, I mean, 
like take what a janitor to do this and whatnot. Basically, hiring contractors and then that line that Finn says, "I'm I was in uh, sanitation." Right. Uh, it was basically like the uh, clerk's uh, line. I know all much. the things. I cleaned sanitation. it. I cleaned that thermal oscillator. <laughs> <site. laughs> okay, he knew all about it, dude. He knew all about it. I cleaned that thermal oscillator. Wait a minute. Where's Han? Oh, he's probably on that big catwalk. Man, mopping that thing was a bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, destroyed. Oh yeah. <laughs> Better him than me. <laughs> I mean, to be fair though, with like Finn is the first stormtrooper ever to, you know, digress. I guess what you could say, right? Storm. He's the first time ever. So because they wouldn't. It wouldn't that we know of. That we know of. Yeah. So it wouldn't be out of the question for them to, to tell him all the weaknesses of their ship because they might not. They never had to worry about a stormtrooper being yeah. spy or something. You know. So I guess. I mean. I don't know. I still could, it's hard to imagine they're saying, like, this is how you destroy this ship. So, just so you know, protect it. I mean, maybe they're like, hey, protect it with everything you have if anything ever happened. I don't know. Hey, but it's just I mean, you still can't shoot. So. Can, I, can I make one yeah. point here about all Imperial architecture? I want to know who the dumbass is who designs this stuff because the catwalk doesn't have a railing. I know, right? They're and it dangerous. just falls into the center of the planet, and neither does the Death Star gun. Like, yeah, they just stand there, yeah. like, pulling levers, looking back, like, oh, there's the like, death right, ray that blows up planets. Yeah, like, uh, <coughs> no no radiation shielding, because I'm pretty sure that laser has a high output of, like, yeah. uh, some sort of deadly space radiation that would kill those guys. <laughs> yeah, you mean, even, like, in our in our world, you can't even get close to the sun without your ship, you know, burning up. Yeah, exactly. no. And they're standing, stand like, next energy. to the laser. I mean, but it is Star Wars, though. Well, oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's your suspension no, no of disbelief. So, all right, so Revenge of the Sith, then. Revenge of the Sith. The best prequel. Yes, Yes, absolutely. I saw this movie well, we in theaters. We haven't seen Rogue Eight yet, or Rogue One. I've yet. seen this Rogue movie Eight. in theaters Rogue probably it's five seven, times. Seven Rogue seven One's a prequel. Yeah, I saw, I saw probably yeah. episode three. How many? About three or four times myself. Yeah, I loved it. I, I saw it three. In theaters? I, yeah. If you don't, if you guys don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and just start saying what I loved about that. My, I absolutely could not get enough of General Grievous. I love Grievous. I met Matthew Wood. Really? He's, yeah, and actually he was a sound designer on all of Episode 7. Oh, that's Coolest awesome. guy ever. I went to the con. It was a Steel City Matt con. Matt Wood. I think he was just on the latest episode of Rebel Force Radio. Yep, yeah. he was. And he, he was a sound designer on all of this. He's been in the Clone Wars. And Grievous, he was on the Clone Wars, the series, too. The original that bridged 2 and 3 that came out before Episode 3. And then Grievous showed up in live action for the first time. Um, Grievous had, like, uh, the guy, when I met him, he was the coolest guy, first off, like, anyone who's, like, in Star Wars and stuff, like, because they, they pick their own, like, rates of what they want to charge, he was, like, the one guy who, like, didn't think that he was, like, king shit, and he's like, oh, you have to pay, like, $60. I was a, I was a formidable villain in the right. Star Wars franchise. Like, oh, for, like, getting their signatures and stuff? Yeah, oh, but, yeah. but I hear Ray Park is pretty cool, too, about stuff like that. Like, he doesn't, he loves the fan. And he was. He if I was a celebrity, Darth I would Maul. never oh, okay. people like that. I would have so much trouble going up to see someone that I idolize and then have, have to pay them money to get their I mean, autograph. you have like, no idea how sweaty my hands oh, got I when I walked up, because I found uh, the does anyone remember when the toy line came out and they had the twelve inch figures? Oh, of, like good. Anakin, oh, like oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They had the Grievous one there that I wanted when the movie came oh, out. Yeah. And I never got it, never bought it. They had it at the con, new in box. The guy was like thirty five bucks. I was Whoa, like, mine. So I bought it and I walk out because I didn't. I forgot that Matthew Wood was going to be there and I was like, oh, I was like, it'd be cool if I get him to sign something. So I found the figure and I walk up to him and I was like. 
He's like, oh, how you doing? Like, he was taking pictures, pictures for free. You know, yeah, and they usually charge, you know? Nah, and he's like, I, I walked up to him and I had the box and I, like, shook his hand and I was like, I just want to tell you, you were the greatest villain in the prequel trilogy, in my opinion. He's like, oh, thank you. He's like, I don't really get that all that often. I was like, dude, I was like, yeah, I was like, but I was like, dude, I was like, the coolest villain in that whole in that whole series. Oh, oh I, I just love it, dude. I, when he spins those sabers, man. Oh like, yeah, oh, man. Like that. That's just it's just crazy. And he, you know, he he just. Uh, do you ever do any read any of the backstory on who General Grievous? Yeah, was we actually before? did when we watched it recently. I, I was like, I was like, is he a robot or is he a person? But he's, he's like a person both. that has like a, a robot a, on him. A, a feared general, like yeah. a really mm-hmm. famous battle-hardened general and that like just kept adding stuff so, to make yeah, him. Like, he just make himself bit, like stronger, and it turned out he like ended up being. That's why he was uh, sick because he was still a human. He yeah, was sick. Yeah. yeah, that's why oh. he was more more robot than human. And then I guess he was like sought after by, I think Sidious like looked him up personally. And he didn't use the force. He, he no, just, he, he was. That's the thing. He was a Jedi murdering, non-force using bad guy. Yeah, like Darth Maul had the force kill Jedi. I get it. it makes yeah. sense. But that guy was like took one on one with Jedi's, one on two with Jedi's. See, just how, just how to would kill he resist them? a yeah. force push or something like that? Ah, uh, he couldn't. He could just keep them interrupted enough so, so I they like, couldn't do it every time. Immediately as I see you'd think so. Four lightsabers. Fuck that. Yeah, I, I, I just uh, he's just so cool and he, uh, the, the, the whole thing about there's not. I, I don't have a list of things that I hated about this movie. Like, no, I, I the really politics. If that would be it. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like the politics. Even, but even, but even the politics, even that wasn't even that bad. Even After it wasn't that bad. Exactly. You're like, eh, that's yeah, a because it, made, <laughs> it was it was necessary and it took you where you needed to go to you know and, and to see to to just to see Anakin become Vader. Yeah. You know what I mean? That and, scene, man. And you know what else one. was fantastic? The opening. Because think about it. episode yeah. one. Yeah. Ship lands on another ship. Politics. Ship lands, blows up. More politics. This was like, nope. Like, they cut down to Coruscant, and all you see is that Star Destroyer movie, and you just hear that drum beat. And then it starts doing the do 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 and you see the fighters come yeah. in. I'm like, that was yes! Really like, awesome that's awesome! Yeah. And they just, and, and the they, camera they just clip over follows the edge, and it's like, they finally, and then they just go down, there's they a finally got it, yeah. They, they, I was they, like, yes! The Revenge of the Sith was, uh, they learned their lesson. That was yeah, the you know? best opening, I think that's the best opening in all seven movies, is episode three. That is Fair enough. Like, like most going on, like they've never yeah. opened into a giant battle. No. Episode four, they opened up with like the Star Destroyer chasing something, but it stops it immediately. Yeah. Episode five, they eventually get to the Battle of Hoth, but that's not the opening scene. Yeah, and they're just dropping. And then episode six down. is the whole Jabba's Palace opening scene, which is like, I mean, these, but it's not. See, that was fun. That was fun, though. I mean, these scenes, like you know, with with Grievous and, and Obi Wan's, like whatever you want to call that thing. I'm sure there's a name for it. That thing he's riding. Oh, uh, yeah, Bogo was its name. Yeah, uh, those scenes, you know what I mean, in, in the in the Wookiees and all that stuff. Those are the things that I remember. Oh, it looked beautiful. About, yeah, about you about remember this all movie those and, and, and his lead up to to uh, you know his battle against Obi Wan and, yeah. and 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 seeing Luke and Leia. Those are the things that I will always remember. Yeah. about those movies. I don't, rem- you know, and and um, one thing that I had brought up to him during all of it, we had watched the you know the original trilogy. And Lane said, "Does City ever use a lightsaber?" And I was like, "I don't know. I don't remember yeah, that." Yeah. yeah. But he does in the third movie. Yeah. He totally grabs a lightsaber and starts battling. Who's he fight? Yeah. He fights uh, Mace Windu. Yeah. Mace Windu. Kit, Kit Fisto. Uh, shit, I can't. Yeah, but remember. for the most of the part, he's the other useless Jedi. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Kit Fisto went down. I was like, that was the saddest way to see a Jedi go. Like the most pathetic Jedi it death was. I've he ever seen. He stabs him, and he just like. But the they explained that pretty well. The Emperor. Uh, 
obviously was so good at clouding himself with the Force that nobody even knew he was the dark side. So his powers went beyond what any Jedi knew, except maybe Yoda. So, like, those guys walked in, and I think the only one that was totally convinced that he was the dark Sith Lord was Mace Windu, because I think he had, like, a prior grudge towards it. Like, Anakin, somebody that Mace doesn't trust, Anakin walks up and he's like, hey, uh, that's the Sith Lord. He's like, I knew it, we're gonna go get him right now. That, he doesn't so, trust yeah. Anakin ever. He he's always doubting him. Yeah. He doesn't question him. He's yeah. like, all right, we'll go yeah. get him. I suspect it. So, like, yeah. the other two Jedi, they were probably like, okay, we're going to go arrest this old man. And, like, holy shit, that's a lightsaber in my chest. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Kit Fisto was like, ah, oh, what do I do here? And then he was slain, you know? Because the Emperor... And it, w- it was so slow, though. It was such a slow hit. Like, it was like, oh, yeah. oh! Yeah. It would have like, been cool. come straight out and done, like, lightning on two of them. See, now, those two Sidious off. fights a lot like Ray fights. Yes. She lunges. He does. He does. He does this. He he lunges the saber and Ray does the exact same thing. Maybe she's Ray City. Did you ever notice that he, like, does does the voice, like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll talk in, like, like, normal British accent and then he'll be like, like, as soon as the lightsaber comes out, he's like, (laughs) That's less part of the dark side. He's like Uh, the opposite of Ben. He gives you a creepy voice. He's like, yeah, it, <laughs> the dark side. One of the, one of the things the dark side does is it is it steals your life. That's true. Yeah. It, it, the moment you commit to the dark side, you are you've signed a death sentence. You are going to die faster than normal. It's going to draw on your life. It's going to take your like energy away from you. That's why they get the red eyes, like the body, the corporeal deterioration. If you want these big words of like a Sith, mm-hmm. is like. Way more than a Jedi. The gray skin. Like, yeah, the gray yeah. skin. The, the, the veiny, the, like you can see all the veins. Like Darth and, like, and the thing is, when he was blocking Mace Windu, it wasn't the lightning that burned him. He doesn't get burned by lightning to like... That's his life force. That's his life force changing and throwing his true Sith way out. He's been using this, the force for so long to cover up who he is, that now he can finally let it all out. And he's, be, he's using all the power he can to hold Windu back. And that's why it's just like, okay, I've got no strength to hide myself anymore. Here we go. That's still boom. He's making me like the prequels a lot more. Like, <laughs> seriously. Like, like I, I came in here like, you, you sent me the message. You're like, all right, prepare for prequels. And I'm like, oh, shit. I got it. I got, like, a bucket to dump on this. And, like, he's like, no, prequels are great. And I'm like... Damn, prequels are great. All <laughs> right, you gotta, you gotta look at like the small details that unturned to make the whole movie okay because the prequels do have a lot of flaws. Oh yeah, uh, See, I guess I guess that when the prequels aired, I don't mean to interrupt you, Robbie, but no, no, no. I guess when the prequels aired in IMAX, like back when they came out, because I guess IMAX has been around that long, but when they had film, it, you know what the the prequels are too long mm-hmm. for the IMAX to air, so they cut the film. And some people who went and seen those movies said that. Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith were fantastic because the stuff they cut out was so useless. <laughs> you know what I mean? Great. So like, so it's it's just crazy. Like, um, you know, I saw it in the norm. I saw it. Yeah, here yeah, in, Dark uh, City. Um, let's see. I just want to point out one thing right there on that railing. There's a railing on the catwalk that comes out about ten feet. Right. Would it have cost you any more to you know extend that a couple? Five hundred yards across there. Like there, there's the railing. Han, stay there. Maybe. See, right there is where he's putting on his coat. Okay. Yeah. Because there was that scene in the the deleted scenes where she was wearing his leather coat. Yeah, yeah. And that's, Finn Finn was like, oh, he's probably on that catwalk that doesn't have a railing that I didn't like to clean. (laughs) Yeah, right. That was terrible. And they walk in, he's like, see, I told you, there he is on the catwalk. He's worried for your life every time you walk across that thing. This scene, I knew it was coming in the theater. I 100% knew it was coming. But when it happened... 
It was like watching a family member. The script has said the script has said that it's not true, but I still believe that there could be in the future. Who do you think ignited the saber? Who do you think ignited the saber? Like Han could have very well ignited it for him. Because Obi Wan let himself. He says thank you. He says thank you. Yes. Do you think that Han was conscious enough to know what Kylo Ren is getting at when he says, "I know what I need to do, but I will you help me?" And he says anything. Do you think that he's conscious enough to know that Kylo has to kill him? But why does he have to kill him? Just to become darker? No, yes. Han, because, Snoke, Han... because Snoke wants him to. Kylo, and Kylo needs something to, to regret. And... Uh, Luke or Vader had Padme. Yeah. Uh, Pamper, who knows who he yeah, murdered how to get to where he was. Became. So Kylo's going to have to... Ember had Plagueis. But he must feel guilty about that. He, he, he's no, it's the same thing. It's the mirror of Obi Wan. Obi Wan allowed himself because when yeah, Luke Obi Wan knew yeah. about the the coming back as a ghost in the forest yeah. and teaching somebody, but Luke doesn't know anything. He's from Corellia. He's no. just gonna sit there and be like, "But I Luke, die, I die." When Luke comes around the corner, he says Ben, and he looks and he turns because he hears him. And he smiles at Luke, and then he turns back to Vader. Yeah. Because he allowed himself to be destroyed, because he knew that he would come back in the Force. But he also knew that uh, Luke needed a push to continue to fight. Yeah. He needed he needed that to happen. And Han maybe he's knows this Ray. right now. See, but all this is doing is making Kylo more evil. Yes, but he's but also... But it's going to force Ray to be better, because he's and, already become like a mentor yes. to Ray. And this whole scene right here, I'm yeah. going to go on to a whole thing here. With him killing him, he becomes... Like the way Han grips it, like, you know what I mean? That's where the igniter would be, like, under his fucking finger. But he... When he kills him, or Han, whatever happens... Spoiler alert. Well, actually, no, no, no. I can say, <laughs> sorry, Han dies. If you're watching this, then you've walked into the wrong. No, because he had it in his hand. If you freeze frame that, he has the saber like this in his hand, Who, thrusting it up yeah, but, in. Uh, I almost call him Harrison. Han also has his hands on it in the middle. You know what I mean? He could very well just be. That's you know true. what I mean? Like, see, but, but at the, the same time, look at this. Watch what happens. Though. Yeah, watch what happens. Now he puts his hand on his face. This is excellent writing, in my opinion, because watch what happens. He falls. Kylo is like, yeah, I'm badass. But now Leia knows exactly what happened, and he is now horrified by his actions of that he just killed his father, and his own mother knows that he just killed his father. Right. And for a Jedi who can stop a force or stop a blaster bolt, he just took one to the freaking yeah, stomach. Yeah, he he's probably has so much on his mind right yes. now. Yes, and that is the think about how that's hard the point it... where you don't know what Kylo's thinking because think he about... could be dark or light because he's horrified by his actions enough that Chewie lands a shot on him. That made me sad though. Too. I have a Chewie is just. I have a, yeah, I have a question. Yeah, and not only that, not only that, dude, his uh, his fucking strength is so incredible, man. Because you gotta think that crossbow has been sending people left and right in the yeah. air. Even and, and he, he just takes it, yeah. you know. Well, uh, just fucking, you know, like a little pellet to his like side. 
Might as well have been a regular blaster. Yeah. Think, but, about, yeah. think about how tough it would have to be for Chewie to pull that trigger, though, on that little kid that he probably knew from birth. That'd be like yeah. you... That'd be like you getting killed by your daughter, you watching it, and, and would you have the, would you have the strength to, to shoot, shoot his him. daughter or, with a crossbow if, if she put if, she, if you watched her kill DJ? But you her, you've raised her, you've held her as a bitch. She was a zombie. Grow up. Yeah. If she was a zombie. <laughs> but you know what I mean? That's like that's the emotion that she Lots had to process right there. Like right. the life debt that he owed to Han, he probably carried on that he owes it to the kids too. He might as well just be the favorite uncle, and he's like, Uncle Chuggit. Boom! <laughs> did any of you see that comic? Actually, it's somebody did, where it shows <laughs> Chewie with uh, Ben as a young kid, and he's like playing with him, and then he like gets up and walks away, and like the comic's like tone becomes darker. It shows Chewie with the cross, the bowcaster up, and he has Kylo's head in the scope. Yes. Yeah, and then that. he goes like this, and he like leans it back, and then he. Re, yeah, some people say he deliberately on his, shot his side. On his side, because he didn't want to kill him. Right. Yeah, because Chewie's too good of a marksman. Yeah, I just want to point out something about this. The lighting, think about the prequels. You never saw reflective lighting Off the light on any of the characters from the lightsabers. No, never. Yeah, this is the first effect. movie yeah. that you actually see what reflective about, what about lighting. episode two, though, when, when Anakin cuts the power? Like, that is awesome. I love yeah, that. because that was, they used that... They use the similar type of like FX sabers yeah. in that, but they never use them for the rest of the movies, and that irritated me because like I watched three, and I watched like how they did like the battle scenes, and then like you watch them do the rotoscoping of the sabers, and there's no reflective lighting on the characters. I'm like, what? What? Like, shouldn't there be a reflect? I mean, that's a bright yeah. ass blade yeah. that should have some right. reflection, and that's what I loved about this. Is they gave them those like, where it actually it's, makes it's probably so hot, like, it but it's in a magnetic it, field, it so can, you don't really feel it, it until steel it's there. Contact, unless it touches you. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. most of the heat is contained within the magnetic field. So, yeah, but that's, that's why right next to it wouldn't. That's be. why Kylo Ren. Is that why it stops? Is that why the blade stops? Yes. Oh. Yeah. There's oh, actually a switch on all the sabers that is a retention, a blade retention. Uh, piece that yeah that you can adjust length and actually you can adjust the intensity of the blade too which is why padawan blades can't hurt anybody because they turn the intensity down so much that they can like whack someone with it it's like hitting them with a wiffle ball that's crazy yeah one of the i was reading in one of the books i read in the expanded universe one of my favorite lightsaber kill scenes was they set this whole scene up it was like a chapter long setup of these two guys like stepping around each other getting ready to duel and it's like the climax of the book and i'm just like all right Two boss dudes are about to fight, and the one Jedi he puts his lightsaber up by his eye like this, and it's like in the book, it's like he adjusts the length thing, the lightsaber goes out, goes straight in the opponent's eye, and he just turns off his lightsaber and walks away. That's oh, awesome. It's like this That's huge build-up for him to just like... be like, puts in the dude's eye and then walks away. Like, That's pretty awesome. I always wondered why, you know what I mean? Like, I love this duel. I just have to say, I well, really love to, this. They had to do it to show how inexperienced both of them are, so that in the new movie, when they come back swinging like, the way they were doing it in the prequels, right? Uh, it's it's going to be the the way of the train. Like that's them trained. Yeah. This is them not trained. Same with Luke. Think, well, they have to do a Rocky lightsaber will be the same. In the yes, next movie? actually. actually think, I mean, yes. I don't think I don't think it should be the same because right now what he has is a faulty lightsaber because he doesn't he his his training is not complete. And if he built that himself, which he should have, I mean, this that's like the pathway or whatever. That, that's what the whole explanation of those side vents were. Right, was it, but... He didn't have the cooling I've not up? watched Rebels. I've not watched Rebels, but they just introduced the cross-guard it's lightsaber. It's an ancient Sith design. That is not sputtery. Uh, with the crystal... 
Well, I, I, I think he might I have a synthetic crystal. Yeah, I don't think he has he does. a real, yeah. No, no, no. All Darth, all, yeah, Darth. The Sith use all, synthetic crystals. Yeah, they all use synthetic yeah, crystals. All, his crystal, fake. his crystal is cracked. Okay. That's why it needs the exhaust vents. And his training, because, think about it, he trained with Luke till he was like 15 and then went to the dark side. So he probably just well, threw together like a if Snoke, shittily put if together Snoke is Plagueis and he trained Palpatine and Palpatine killed him, he's probably really, really careful about how much he trains his next apprentice. Yeah, exactly. That's why he just comes in as a hologram. Yeah, that's why yeah. he's probably just like, okay, well, maybe we'll, com- maybe <laughs> we'll think, complete your training. Do you think that Snoke is uh, tiny? I think and he's like younger size. He's like two feet tall. Did you <laughs> see the picture of like Kylo? And it's like it's a picture of like Luke when he turns around and asks Yoda. He's like, "Is the dark side stronger?" And it's Kylo with a backpack on. He turns his head and back. He's like a little Snoke, like riding. On his <laughs> I think Snoke is just this tiny little thing. Personally, like, have you guys seen the Family Guy Star Wars ones? Yes. All of them. I want to see I that Empire. Yeah, I do too. I want to see the Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I want to see those two in the Rocky IV montage, right. like of them training in Episode Eight. Yeah. But yeah, did you see the GIF of uh, Ray in lightsaber school? Yeah. Where she? Oh, dude. It's like, it's like yes. a prop. She has like a prop. <laughs> special features on the DVD. Yeah, she has like a prop where she's just like spinning it around. Like, yeah, a little like wooden dowel. Yeah, oh, yeah and she's, but she's got like the nuts. whole like, and I'm just sitting like, oh my god, this is gonna be the highlight Like just like total just my pants going. <laughs> but I want to mention something about his cross guard saber. Uh, did you see the pictures of like uh, Prince William and Prince Harry visiting the set? Yeah. And they have Kylo's cross guard saber and Ray's blue or Luke's saber. So I'm like. Does that mean that they're still that he still has that? You know, like does he still have? I mean, they might have it as an iconic thing, but I don't know. If you were a Jedi and you were, if you were a Sith and you were completing your training, wouldn't you go to build the best lightsaber you could? Well, Well, I I think yeah, it really reflects on his personality too. I mean, look at the way the saber flickers, like it flames. It's his fiery temper. That that too, and and you ain't getting your hand cut off with those cross guards. Yeah, you you know what? You know what has happened though in the past. Uh, In of course the expanding universe, a lightsaber, a a Jedi apprentice, she built her lightsaber too fast. She was careless with it in the building because all her classmates had done it, like Han's kids, Jason and Jaina. And so she went and put her lightsaber together real hastily. And then in her first, uh, not like duel to the death, but just duel with one of Han's kids, um, they're dueling, and his lightsaber, her lightsaber malfunctions, and as when Han's kid comes down to swing, her lightsaber like just messes up, and as his co- creates contact, it like explodes her crystal, e- extinguishing her blade, and the, his blade comes down and chops off her arm. Mm. And that was because it was a faulty lightsaber, and his was built like so. His only has sound. a certain lifespan. So like, who's to say that his wouldn't give out in a situation like that when it's put to test against like a, a tried and true lightsaber like Luke's? But what, I was gonna say when you so, put something's gonna happen where he gets. I think he's gonna get Vader's saber. I think it's on Jedi Black or the Sith Black Market somewhere. He's oh, gonna get Vader's to saber and take the take the crystal and put it in that. To make it a more sound to make it, to, crystal. Not, yeah. not and that would also make it reflect more, on his training, it, it, too. That, that and the fact that it's Vader, sound he wants it. So and, she, she would have that's, that's actually a really good theory. She would have yeah. Vader's. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah she has Anakin's and he has Vader's. Right? Yeah. Oh, wow. That would awesome. be really and then, awesome. And then you never know what happened to Obi-Wan's lightsaber. Right. Because Vader picked it up on the Death Star. Yeah. That's right. And then you never know what happened to it. Maybe we'll see it. 
I mean, as far as, I mean, I'm sure that was a huge trophy for Vader. That wasn't just something he'd casually throw in a box. This was his master that took away his legs and his chance of becoming the most powerful Sith in the universe. And finally, now he's revenge. finally killed him after like 30 years of not being able to find him. So that's it's got to be a trophy that Vader had somewhere. Right, right. You know what I mean? But all right, so episode yeah. three. Yeah, <laughs> episode. Yeah. Back to Revenge of the Sith. We're gonna have to stop shooting live. Yeah, we're gonna, gonna have to stop shooting live. Um, yeah. yeah, we well, yeah, we can we final thoughts on Revenge of the Sith, and then we need to do like trilogy, like the original trilogy, maybe like, like a whole. Yeah, oh, should, this is easy. we could do that. Yeah. Uh, That's really easy. Final thoughts on episode We're three. We should do another phone if you're nice. live. Was uh, great. I mean, I like that they covered everything they had to. It didn't feel like it was hastily put together. You know what I mean? There wasn't like a million false endings. It was very oh, yeah. simple. Get the twins away. You know what I mean? And I'm glad that they spent enough time in the duel where they didn't just make it a really cool lightsaber battle. They really drew you in with your emotions as far as like the music they played while Luke and Anakin were fighting. And the whole time, Wait, Obi- Luke and er, Obi-Wan. And the whole time, Obi-Wan was like hoping and hoping and hoping that he wasn't going to be like have to kill his brother. And that, you know, in the end, he oh, didn't kill him, which some people say is like the mistake of the galaxy or whatever. Right. Uh, well, probably. I mean, that and Order 66. Two of my favorite. Execute Order 66. It shows the loyalty of the clones, the unquestioning loyalty of the clones to the Emperor, and it shows how, like, you know, it's like, because the whole time you're sitting here like, there's like, there's more than a thousand Jedi, how are they ever going to die? It's like, oh, that's how. And that's just another way of how uh, Sidious had this thing so meticulously planned that he was going to pair up Jedi with clones, make them trust each other, and then he's going to use the clones to take down the Jedi. Like, he didn't even have to kill the Jedi Order himself. He let other people do it. Like, when you can conquer the galaxy with barely having to get out of your chair... You're a smart man. Like I, I tried to, I explained this to my cousin last week on how uh, Sidious played both halves of the war. Yeah, which is awesome. I mean, yeah. that, honestly, that's the coolest thing ever. That's how he made it go the way he wanted it. To. Exactly. Yeah. And you I know, mean, you know, what's funny. It's though. like playing both sides of the chess table. Mm-hmm. You win. Yeah, no, <laughs> Ringer, sorry, I wanted to say. I, I saw it mentioned somewhere. Chewie walks right past Leia. Yep. You would think immediately he would be like wanting to hug her, console yeah. her, but right, like nothing. Walks right past her. That you know that was that's what somebody was thinking, maybe that that was their reasoning for yeah. her being Han's daughter is because yep. he knew that she needed to be consoled yep. for him yeah. or something you know but but either way Chewie you think Chewie would have done something or said yeah. something or anything well maybe Chewie's just well, like, they said that was the Abrams mistake right there right maybe that Chewie's whole, just uh, sitting there like not knowing what to do with his life since he spent his last. 10, 15, whatever year. Yeah, I mean, they live for like hundreds of... Wookiees live for hundreds of years. What's he do now? You know, his whole yeah, life like right there, dedicated. that scene where he's just like sitting there just like, Sad. you know. Um, that, Here comes this little fucker. Yeah, I love thanks. Shut <laughs> up, R2. Oh, but I, I read something really cool because that's what I was like. I was like, man, screw you, R2, for being in like hibernation. R2 went into power shut... This is obviously a fan theory. But R, the theory is that R2 went into shutdown mode to sit back and go over everything in his memory database to see if there's anything that's pointing towards like, uh, like what went what went wrong with Luke's training of his Jedi. Like, why did they all become? Why did some of them become to the dark side? So like, R two went back to like his files that he has back from like the Clone War era to like come back through, and that's why they, that's why he was in hibernation. They say, and because the newer models like BB eight were outperforming so him. Focusing on you for some reason because that's where you're putting it. I'm, I'm trying not to. He knows it's master. <laughs> but uh, I am going to step outside and smoke a cigarette real That's fine. That's fine. Uh, do that. Anyway. I so, like a kid in that commercial, the truth commercials, where like he's playing. Oh, you're the. <laughs> One more. Dragging him out of here. The, um, 
speaking of like the playing the sides of the war, I feel like, and you know, th- this could have been because I read I read Winter Soldier, but I they didn't really have that in there. That I feel like maybe Marvel took like a a little book or a little page out of Star Wars's book where they're like, oh, Hydra and Shield, yeah, they're the same thing under everyone's nose. Right. Like you know the the droids and the clones, yeah, right. they're actually run by the same dude, you know, right. and that that was kind of cool. Like you find out that Hydra is actually running everything underneath right. Shield, just like the Emperor was running everything underneath the war. Right. Um. See, she gave him the forehead kiss. That's friend zone right there. Yeah. That's friend zone at its finest. In fact, in the book, Poe, Poe and her meet up. And he, like, talks to her. And then you're, like, led to believe that there's going to be romance between her and Poe. Which would make sense. Poe is basically the Han Solo character. Do you, do you think Poe has Force powers? No, I don't. You don't think his great piloting has anything to do with No, I think force. he's just a good pilot. He's just a good pilot. Yeah. Although, if you've read the comic Shattered Empire, Luke gave a branch of the Tree of the Jedi that he acquired on a mission with Poe's mother. Gave them that. So Poe basically grew up around the Force. So I don't know where that ties into. Because, like, in the movie, you don't really see much of that. Poe's like, oh, I died. And then he's like, and then uh, he's like, no, nah, just kidding. You all saw the trailer. You know I didn't die. It's going to be the same view. It is. Brandon, I'm sorry, but your audio is probably going to be cut out of the last live video. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not even going to make it. No. Should we? No. It's weird. All right. Well, that... Well, somebody's watching. We've, we've almost gone to three hours. Have we? No. Yeah. Nice! It's a long episode. This is a long hey, it's episode. all right. It's all right, man. It's going to be even it's longer when I add all the other audio. It's probably our longest. It's going to be a five-hour podcast, dude. It's going to be the longest one we've ever had, that's for sure. Hey, well, I mean, it's an annual thing. You know, why not, right? Yeah. Um, and you got Star Wars films for the next, what, five or six years. Right, actually. and there'll probably be specials for each one, which you guys are welcome back for, because we're going to need the okay. we're gonna need the insight. Or we'll have a big... I would do, Brandon, I wish you lived here, man. Uh, you know what? How about this? How about next year? We should do this, and I will make a special trip up there. Oh, man, that'd be fucking cool. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be a fucking party. Yeah, right. dude. <laughs> we'll get so... We'll start off sober, and then by the end of it, like, yes, episode nine was good. <laughs> episode nine was good. <laughs> episode nine not even out yet, but we'll, we'll, we'll say it's episode great. Episode eight. It will be. Yeah, nine, episode eight. Oh, wait. Yeah, we just saw seven. Well, that's, that's how drunk we're going to be. We're going to say episode oh, nine. My buddy, he actually, his wedding was supposed to be scheduled the day that uh, episode eight was originally supposed to come out for May. Mm-hmm. And we were like, you realize, though, that if you actually have it on that day, we're not coming to your yeah, wedding. And he's like, the joke's on you. I'm leaving her at the altar. He's like, I'm coming. <laughs> That's awesome. He's like, awesome. you guys think I'm going to Star Wars for my wedding? He's like, you guys yeah, are fucking stupid. Right? Just have the wedding at the fucking movie theater. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Right, just be like, right before the movie starts. Right, right out the whole thing. Yeah, just get married at the top and then and then just be like, all right, here's the reception. And then everybody goes, sits down and watches the movie. Yep. And just get anybody have, That's actually, that's a good idea. That is Hell a yeah. great my girlfriend would never approve of that. <laughs> Two things. Does anybody think that Luke is staring at a grave? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. That's what DJ was saying. And then, Who's does the anybody else think that this is the original Jedi planet of Tython? 
I have no idea what that is, but probably. that's where the Jedi started. That's okay. where the Force was discovered. He said, he, wasn't he trying planet. to look for the oldest Jedi? Temple? Yeah, and that's and it, yeah, I mean, it, it possibly, every, I would say so. I, and do you think he's completely alone? But in the book, it's not listed as Tython. It's listed as like Octo or something. Yes, like that. that's it's like exactly A-C-H-T-O-O. Yeah, but in, in uh, Star Wars, uh, in the video, hold on, hold on. I love this face. I love the face he makes right here. Huh? Oh, what? I haven't seen this. What? It's my hand. Did you, I, did you find my hand too? <laughs> hand? Speaking of which, Mark Hamill tw- tweeted out today or twat out? He said something. <laughs> he twatted. He, he said something. He said that back. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but back before the Force Awakens showed up, that all them all the leaked scripts things came yeah. out, and somebody said that the original the opening shot instead of it being a Star Destroyer was supposed to be Luke's hand. With the saber floating through, he said that was legitimate. That was an actual thing. Yeah, huh, I remember. That they had yeah. they had filmed. Yeah, yeah, because they talked about in the special features that the the opening was supposed to be uh, the lightsaber. And it was supposed to turn into something else to like into the new seat. Kind of like did you ever watch two thousand one: A Space Odyssey? When they no. throw, there's Nerd. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good movie. It's long and it's really fucking confusing, but it's a good movie. The uh, the one like. When they like, it starts with like the dawn of man, and it has like, it has like, it starts with the dawn of man, and like it has like the uh, these apes, and like they figure out like how to oh, yeah, the tool. weapons, the tool, yeah. and he, but he That's throws it up. Yeah. Any, any show that you've ever seen reference a, a, a monkey picking up a tool and yeah. realizing he can it's cause... 2001, yeah, because yeah. he like he uses it as a weapon and like at the end he kills like another one of the apes with it mm. and he throws it and as it's going up it like freeze frames and then it turns into a spaceship like it, it like, fades into a spaceship like going around the earth right. which is a really cool scene and I think that's what they were trying to do with that saber it was into... it turns into something else and I was like well that's kind of cool but right. at the same time I love how they would have done the Star Destroyer because it follows with tradition. Yeah, yeah. and I mean they always open. They always open up with space shot. Yeah, and granted, yeah, in one and works. two, in one and two, you didn't have Star Destroyers until the end of two, and then you finally get yeah. it in three. So I mean, granted, you can't put them in one and two, but for the rest of them, you can. Right. But I do have. I don't know if we're gonna get to it. We can even talk about this without recording or not. But I do have. I did. I wrote a butt ton down for Rogue One. Well, that's fine. We can we uh, like I said. Wait let's... one second for that, Brandon. Do you have any last thing to say about Revenge of the Sith? Um, great movie. That's it. Uh, <laughs> that fight. I mean, I still. I, okay, the biggest thing I did not like about Episode Three is fucking Natalie Portman. Anakin, you're breaking my heart. Like I just want to slap her every time. Every time I watch that scene, it's that's why he force chokes her. Well, I'm glad I did it. There's Natalie Portman could never do anything wrong to make me not want to be her or be with her or marry her. Oh, you want to be her? (laughs) She could murder my brother, and I would have to be like, all right, all right, right. Well, you know what? Please don't do it again. I got two sisters. Just, just, just don't kill any more of my family members. You know what I mean? And it wouldn't even have to be justified. Like she could just out of that was. Man, that was See, Daisy Ridley acting. could do that, and I would not care. Raise Bay. <laughs> Daisy Ridley could like kill everyone I know, and I'd be like, "That's all right. You're still around." Yeah, <laughs> I still got you, babe. I still got you, Ray. But yeah, that that scene is probably like the worst part of fucking episode three. Anakin, you're breaking my heart. Yeah. Shut up. Shut I thought, up. <laughs> I guess I think the one thing I didn't like is the way they killed her off. 
Like she, yeah, she's she, like, oh yeah, Luke. Like, oh, she's like, lost the will to live. Yeah, and then like, Obi Wan's like, is that a thing? Is that a it, hold on, hold on? He's like, it's not like a medical dictionary. He's, he's like, like, did that really happen? Uh, like, died of losing the will to live. Yeah, that's not scientifically possible. Guru on Dragon Ball Z died like that. On planet Nam- yeah, but did he just give birth to two kids? Yeah. No. Wouldn't that be enough? But Wouldn't he had given birth to thousands. That's enough will to <laughs> listen, live. Listen, he gave birth to. Yeah, that's she, true. She gave, she like, gave if your birth to was old. Like, if every mom that like whose husband died and then like was like, fuck it, like gave, I'm birth, just gonna, gave birth and then died, like. We would have no I'm sure there thing. was also some injury going on in there. Well, the, doc, the medical droids couldn't figure out uh, anything. And <laughs> she's she also, perfectly yeah, healthy. Yeah, she's perfectly healthy. That's what they said. Yeah, she's, she's, she's perfectly healthy, but for some reason we're losing her. Uh, aren't you like highly advanced med droids? Like, right? you can't find yeah, like... You're getting wrong like an asteroid or something. But... Yeah, but like, seriously, you got a, you got a birth robot that doesn't even speak yeah. English. It but just no, says yeah. Uba, and like you shoot <laughs> your kids out <laughs> and shoehorn in their names. Which bothered me the most, I think, was she was but, just like, they never touched base on discussing baby names. She's just like, yeah, Luke and Leia, that's it. I, I think it would have been a, a, a better way like to kill her off. Even I would have accepted it more if it was like that Anakin did, Anakin did kill her on the platform. And that it was just the force strength of those two kids that was keeping them alive survived. to birth. Right. I think it's so much more believable than like... Rated R to... I was gonna say that would have yeah. been like a like that, she's dead, but the kids the kids' power like the kids' will is keeping them alive. If midichlorians can spawn Anakin, they can keep <laughs> is 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 it bad that like I imagine like a horror movie scene of like her in a morgue and then like you see like the sheets start to move and like you. <laughs> 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 already on the dark side. Yeah. They got pointy ears. All of a sudden, everyone's looking at Yoda like, "You dog." <laughs> Mind it or not? <laughs> um, all right, so let's uh, let's just do the whole entire original trilogy. original trilogy, same same format. Yep. You know what you loved about every, which is so much of that. So try on. to try to condense it as best you can. Um, you know what you loved and what you hated, which I'm sure that will be a short list. And I you know what I mean? I and then and then we'll be done because we've been we've been commentating the Force Awakens this entire time, so we don't really have to. We made it through all of the Force Awakens. Yeah, we we've pretty much had everything we've loved and stuff. So, uh, Brandon, off off you go. I need some soda. Okay. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, this is so hard because there's yeah. so much great about you know the original trilogy. Or water. Uh, or water. But um, things I don't like. I'm gonna go with that one first, and and that's. And that's just like little fucking. Eh. Special this okay. <laughs> special editions. <laughs> George Lucas is fucking oh, yeah. special editions. Which which one? <laughs> I added five, <laughs> all of them. Guys. <laughs> all of them. All of them. When you add the CGI to this old seventies to early eighties like technology, it's it just doesn't work well. No, I love um, but uh, freaking what uh. Anakin, what's the fucking actor name? Hayden Christensen. Yeah, Hayden Christensen. How they put him as the Force Ghost. Yeah. That was cool as shit. Yeah. Still bullshit. You like stupid. Yeah. <laughs> that was realistic. Like, Dude, I think, no, was it? I think South Park hit Anakin. it best when they did that episode where they're like, they come back. It, it, literally, they did this. They aired the episode the first time that the, uh, Wait, the, what are we the doing? second Should time there was remastered, remastered yeah. effects came out. And they're like, 
Uh, they're selling something in a South Park show, and it's Trey Parker and Matt Stone coming on the show and being and going. You can get it now. The remastered versions of the earlier South Park episodes, and they're like they go back and they, they go back to the very first scene of them waiting at the bus, and they're like, uh, it was always our plan to have Tauntauns and digitally inter- uh, created <laughs> starfighters. We just didn't have the money for it, and it shows like like the the stormtrooper ri- riding that big lizard like right in the oh, the dewback the dewback yeah the dewback. And it's like it's so true. Like yes, Lucas, you probably had some crazy ideas for this movie, but just because you have the technology doesn't mean you like. Doesn't mean you should. Like, what if they went back and changed up like Harry Potter shit with newer technology? Like they could. Later. You know what they I mean? could, but it still but, like, holds up. You would piss you know? people off. Yeah. yeah. Well, my, my, I, I, I have troll. to ask this question. Had two trolls. Yeah. What do you not like scene? about the fact that Hayden Christensen was in that scene? Is it the fact that it's him? Is it the fact that Anakin was in it at all? What part of that? Oh uh, well, we we already discussed this earlier. It was the fact that we had Sebastian Shaw as the you know, when he redeemed Anakin. Yeah, redeemed Anakin, yeah. And then you're like, you know what, that was the biggest fuck you to that whole like Shaw family. It really it was like Yeah. Yes. That guy had one credit in the yes. entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. And but, that was Vader. And, yeah. And you yeah, erased but you gotta, him. But but for, imagine as, for, 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 without mentioning the actors in this, Anakin hate I mean from Hayden Christensen's actor part, that was the last time he was light. I guess. Yeah, but now, he wasn't but dead. But he became light as Shaw, whatever. But he was fucked up. <laughs> you know, they're not gonna. You know, how would they portray him as a Force ghost? Well, the thing is, he, he died. Like again, he died. You know, redeemed. Yeah, so that, he, he, that was his last moment because he took out the Emperor. So you feel like that's how he should have been perceived as older. That's, yeah, exactly. Because he's supposed to save Luke and throw the Emperor over. That okay. was like. Well, that's what I wanted to make sure because I'm not saying I like that it was Hayden Christensen. I'm glad that they put right. Anakin in general like that. I'm not saying I I prefer Anakin over him. I liked it that they just included Anakin. The way they brought that back was cool. I don't, it, it well, I mean, maybe it should have been Shaw, but I think I, it was just too much of a, a tag. I thought it was just like your classic movie tag to be like, hey, remember we made the prequels too, but go buy those. I have, yeah. I have something yeah. to say. Hey, remember remember like, remember like, I have one. I have plugs. one point to say about the special editions that you three are going to laugh at. Because Lane and I were completely unaware that these were not the original copies. Yeah, we, we, we watched, like watched the Blu-ray version. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> we, we were like watching them. And we were like, we were like, wow, dude, their technology was fantastic back then. I mean, there were some great special effects back in the day, dude. <laughs> we were like talking it up. We were like, oh, I can't believe this. Like, and then we saw Hayden Christensen. Seven like, was so awesome. Fucking Hayden Christensen. Did you look at me like, 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 like the whole trilogy? That's when you hit you. At the end of it, I was like, oh, well, and I still didn't realize for the longest. I thought, I thought that specific thing. They were like, all right, we're going to go back and put Hayden Christensen You're probably in. like, wow, they really casted that guy great. Wow, he looks just like him. <laughs> even the creepy and, smile. And I, when I found out, like, I've been, ever since ever since we've gotten into it, I've been a very avid listener of Rebel Force Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they talk about it all the time and how it pissed them off and, you know, things like that. And I was like, oh, I was like, we were totally not even watching those right ones. Like, I'm going to watch the actual original. Yeah, I do too. That, you got to find them on VHS. <laughs> I mean, I've watched them back in the day when I was a, yeah. a, a young little peon. My parents had them lad. recorded off the TV on, like, old-school VHSs that you bought the lamps uh, yes. put on the front. And it was, like, Star Wars Episode Four, Part 1. Or well, Star and, Wars Part well, 1. Which I recorded over the well, birth and of and I, I, I recorded briefly, it in, like, 1985. And I briefly oh, touched yeah, on that yeah, same thing when, it ha- when I said that I never even realized that Yoda was a puppet in yeah. the original in the Phantom Menace. Yeah. I didn't even oh, realize. Yeah, the, I watched a YouTube that. video about how, you know, how they, how they uh, put him in there, and I was like, oh... I didn't even know. Like I, I remembered it just like it, I watched it in the theater 
without being a puppet. Like you know, it was it just. Well, I mean, that's that's what made Yoda so big was because he came out at a time when the Muppets were coming out huge. And everybody compared him to just Kermit the Frog. Even Widow Yankovic yeah. mentions it. Yeah, yeah, they're like, they're like, this is just you can't have a puppet be like one of the most pivotal, wise, supposed to be like because he, he looks like a puppet. Because it made sense with Alec Guinness. This old, everybody knew Alec Guinness at that time. He was a huge actor at that era. You know, the during that era. Sir Alec. No, Sir, Sir Alec Guinness. He was, was Obi Wan, the original oh, Obi Wan. Okay. All right. So he was a huge actor. It made sense for him to be like the wise, old, all-knowing powerful dude that like sacrificed himself so luke could live all that made sense and then lucas's next step was to bring in a puppet to be like even bigger than obi-wan and alec guinness so nobody knew how a puppet was going to capture to be more serious taking than like so that's why yoda puppet was so big that it was like you didn't have to have any fake right it was like they they analyzed how to do a voice with it which is like really random how that even worked out and like that puppet became the iconic. most revered, iconic, like pointy-eared mother dude in, absolutely. in the galaxy. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I mean? All right, so Robbie, oh, wait, the Bra- Brandon, have you concluded your? I have, I have like, I have like. You went off with your dislikes uh, after the likes. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's gonna be funny because I Jedi was my favorite one growing up as a kid. It really was. It was like the one that got me into Star Wars. Believe it or not, Jedi was the first one that I have seen. It was just like so captivated, like. Holy fuck! This is this is my life now. This is what I want, you know. And um, I'm gonna say, and this, and I mean, I love everything about Star Wars, even the shitty parts. But um, the Ewoks, man, I, I don't care what anybody says. I have a big fond love for the Ewoks. They're militarized teddy bears. What's not anybody to love? Watch, uh, <laughs> right? They take down the Empire yeah. and they live. They really with rocks and trees. Yeah. yeah, but if you remember, they were about to eat Luke. Han and Chewie. Like their yeah, first meeting was to that's, eat Luke and Chewie. That's what like, I mean. They're, they're like they're like little cannibals. tree teddy bear savages. Yet they can take down a whole organized empire with rocks and logs <laughs> tied to trees. Yeah. Like I think that's a stab at like uh, uh, how like a native tribe will always win out even if they have like less technology. Like they'll always beat out technology just because of their will because this is like their homeland. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's why invading anywhere is always risky because you run the risk of like fighting a people that will never give up. But you walk like, what well, is our home? You either you live on it or we either, like, we either fight for it. Yeah. We either fight to free or die trying. You know? Yeah. Empire was like, why are we here? <laughs> yeah. Plus, well, you know and that was the thing I, I and that was the things I love. I mean, there's a lot of things I love, but I, I wanted to pick the most oddballish one that I love the most about it. And I mean, again, I love everything, but the Ewoks, man, was just it stood out. It was different. It really was. I mean, you had Empire Strikes Back that the Emperor won. There you go. Title says it all. Empire Strikes Back. Um, New Hope. Well, before it even got the title. It was just like, okay, there could be more to this. It was a trial and error run, you know? Right. What's that? <laughs> you can hear the crack yeah. in the back. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then you had Return of the Jedi, which was originally called Revenge of the Jedi. Yeah, but man, I thought it was too dark. Yeah, and... <laughs> Bastards! Just like Luke's then, name was Luke Starkiller. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't sound script. friendly. What are we, Guardians of the Galaxy? Up in your... yeah. Well, that was his name in the first script when Lucas first yeah. wrote it, and then they came out, and they're like, that's a little too... Star Lord. Yeah, they're like, that's a little too violent for a main character, for it to be like a happy main character. And I'm sorry. Hey, Luke Stark. But yeah, to go, but the, to go into that, I think uh, the Ewoks had a big... I have a big love for the Ewoks. 
Yeah. That, that was that was that's my oddballish love for Star Wars. I mean, don't worry, dude. They aroused me too. You're not <laughs> uh, good. Good. I mean, I was all about furries Sorry. and stuff, you know. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, that's that, I can't tell between the women and the men. It works great. There's no problem. <laughs> All right, so uh, Robbie, all right, um, Star Wars. Why I love Star Wars. Impossible to put into sm- into short words. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Um, I think the the thing I like most is that it's basically the struggle uh, that we all face. Like, uh, is is what Luke's struggle was. Now, granted, we don't have like force powers. Like, that'd be sweet. Don't get me wrong. That was like every birthday, wish, like ever. Right? Just give me the force, God. I won't tell anybody. You know what I mean? Eliza Thornberry gets to talk to animals. She keeps it a secret. Like, yeah. give me the- <laughs> fuck, I can keep the force uh, a secret. Come on. But uh, oh, man, I'd be doing shit all the time. I mean, I keep it a secret. Like Matilda. Like I watched Matilda after Star Wars, and I was like, she's a Jedi. Like I didn't know Matilda oh, was related to Star Wars. Uh, but no, uh, that's fantastic. But, it, but I love the struggle that goes with Luke because the first scene, he's like, "But I was gonna go be with my friends at the bar," and his his dad's like, "No, we got." Or his uncle's like, "No, we gotta go do all the moisture farmers like next season." And like for me, that was always the story with like my parents. I was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go out with my friends," and like, "No, we're going to church." Like, hey, I'm right. gonna go out to this place. Like, no, you can't go. Well, why? I have no good reason to say no, but just no. And it's like that's what I felt like growing up. So it was like Luke and like I felt that exact same thing of like being like screwed over by someone that's not supposed to screw you over. And then it was like. He lost everything and had to leave. He just left his everywhere he grew up. Didn't give two thoughts about it. Like Ray even had a tough time leaving Jakku. You know what I mean? Luke Only was just because like, she, somebody might come back for him. Yeah, yeah. His aunt and uncle were dead. Luke, you know Which, I mean. by the way, that's a horrifying scene. Yeah, that yeah. really like scars you as a kid. Like watching they're episode four, yeah. and they're just the burnt skeletons. And they're on the outside. <laughs> yeah. the yeah. fire. It's the way like, they were. Like, yeah. the way they were laying, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, so you get for making me work there's, on the farm, bitch. There's, yeah. now. there's, conje- <laughs> there's conjecture that Boba Fett did that. Right. That he, that's why Lord <laughs> Vader, when he first are, meets yeah. him, he goes, now this time, no disintegrations. Right. That's I mean, but we've seen. Oh, wow. Like, like, Star Wars too. So. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I love Star Wars uh, because it's a very easy story to relate to. Uh, where, you know, Luke is faced with an impossible task. Like, they tell him, you know, Obi-Wan's like, you're going to change the universe. And he's just like a farm kid flying, you know, my T-16 in Beggar's Canyon. Right. So, like... Yeah, I relate. My you know, father tries killing me already. Right yeah, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I've had to fight my dad, and then he uh, tells me that he's my dad. And I'm like, no! <laughs> all, all I want to do is to go to Tossie Station to pick up some power converters. Right? <laughs> Did you ever see that robot chicken thing? The Star Wars robot chicken. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The power converts. The girls come out. They're like in like scanning clothes and Luke's in there. Like, <laughs> oh, so, but, uh, but no, it's a, I, love, I love the story. It's a very simple story, but told in a very intricate way. Uh, the way it came out, like when it first came out, there was, there was no real big sci-fi genre when it first came out, at least in the main movie industry. There was TV shows and stories, uh, but then like the best thing you had was like Flash Gordon. And that was it. And then Lucas came out and he's like, I want to do like a Western in space. You know what I mean? And right. So I love every every way that Star Wars has been made has been Lucas doing it his way and avoiding the corporate rules of Hollywood. That's why he's always trying to get away from it. Pull that mic a little closer. Um, that mic so like, has some serious fucking... I just, want to make I just love that Lucas has always been independent, has always been like, this is do it my way or the highway. And I liked it the way that Abrams did it now, where he took advice from everybody and he, yeah, this he, movie was good. he did it in his own way. I mean, Abrams you know I mean? is a fan. Yeah. So like, oh yeah. Have I been let down by Star Wars? Maybe only like 
small, but has it been an amazing story that's completely worth the seven movies that it has now? Like, let's put you and Aaron in Abrams' shoes, and you guys go make a Star Wars movie. How fucking excited would you be? You know what I mean? And how much advice would you be like, you know am I doing this right? Down? Is this okay? What? And that's Where do you what he go? Where do you go? Where do you go from there? It's yeah. Like, I mean, you he'll turn it down for that exact same question. He's like, how? Yeah. How? I'm going to fucking ruin it. He's like, you I want me this. to make the beginning saga to the new Star Wars, and you want, like... And and Lawrence Kasdan, who's been a writer in almost every Star Wars movie that's ever been made from the beginning till now, and Indiana Jones, and Indiana Jones had a huge part oops, had a huge part in writing this movie with JJ. It was ultimately JJ's call. Right. He had a huge part in writing it. So he is JJ could have gotten up and been like, "Screw you guys, we're doing it my way or the highway." And he just sat there and he was like, "Okay, what do you think?" Oh yeah. no way! Maybe we can do it this way and do that's it that the, way. That's the that's what you like to call that's what you like to call the Zack Snyder approach. Yeah. Oh, the my way or the highway. <laughs> my way or the highway. Don't even get me started on BVS. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not that yeah. yeah, it's very hard to find reasons to dislike Star Wars. It's been there literally earliest one of the earliest movies I can remember watching on VHS, like putting it into the little TV that had a VCR built into it, sliding that sucker in and watching that to go to bed when I woke up on sick days, mm-hmm. and oh, it was, was something that- I could connect with my brother. He was five years older. My brother's five years older than me, and he loves Star Wars, too. So, like, the fact that we could both love the same thing being five years different. I mean, after episode one came out, we went home, chopped off the brooms, to uh, these old wooden brooms that we had, covered up <laughs> and made lightsabers. Right. Out of black. Oh, yeah. We had a lightsaber we, we battle. Used, oh, yeah. You know, we had, like, broomsticks. Yeah. Beat the shit yeah. Out of and, like, my sister had one, my brother's friend had one. So, for, like, from the very beginning of me, it was like, this is a window to hang out with John, my big brother, who, I, you know, any younger brother idolizes their big brother no matter what they do. So I was like, and it was like, if it took, if it meant getting hit a few times with a lightsaber, you know, a wooden broom on the knuckles, or, like, his favorite thing to do was, like, he'd be like, okay, we're going to do that. You know how Luke stops the lasers with that little floating orb? Well, he, we'd throw apples at each other because we had an <laughs> apple tree. So it'd be all over the ground. So would be like, okay, when, you'll eventually get good enough that you'll be able to stop the apples. So you just whip apples at me, you know <laughs> Awesome. And out of dumb luck, you'd get one. You'd be like, oh, I got it. Do another one. And the other one would just like, pummel you with a chest. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I got to add to that. Like, Star Wars is timeless, pretty much. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know, my dad, my parents are in their 40s. Mm-hmm. They grew up watching Star Wars. Yeah. We're in our early, late, late 20s. We love Star Wars. My nephew saw Force Awakens, first Star Wars movie he ever saw. Absolutely in love with the entire yep. series. He's seven years old. Like, There's just something about it. It just captivates it everybody. Matter how Actually, I've got an interesting thing here. Why don't we do a round table of how we were all introduced to Star Wars? Okay, that's cool. That, that, that just and seems it, like a very interesting You can do that. Thing. Introduce it, because Robbie just did the same thing. So yeah. introduce yourself, and then... You know what I mean? And introduce then, us and, at the end of the <laughs> No, I mean, it, not introduce yourself. But introduce your, you know, your love for Star Wars and how that showed up. And then go into what you love, you know what I mean? Because obviously, there's not like I said, the the list, if anything, is going to be so short of. Things yeah, I'm going to be real short on this. This is give you guys your time. My name's Lando oh, Calrissian, I... and I have a gambling problem. <laughs> Hi, <Lando. laughs> I lost my ship, but and that's anyway, why I'm here. Um, are you? Uh, was that um, a complete? Thought? Well, I guess uh, you know my name's Robbie Fugate. Uh, how I first thing I remember watching Star Wars, well, like I said, it was a VHS tape. Uh, with my brother, and I watched episode five, and it was like our first thing, earliest Star Wars memory I have is the Battle of Hoth. Right. Like Luke getting Luke hanging upside down and stuff like that. Um, not even knowing anything about like who Vader was or who Obi Wan that ghost thing was, whatever. Right. Uh, but that that would have been ninety. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say like ninety four. How old are you right now? I was born in ninety one. I'm twenty five. Okay. 
So I think 94 was the first earliest memory I have of sitting down watching Three years old? Huh? You were like three. Three, I think four? 94, in 95? 94, 94, I was four. I'm 26 right now. I was born in 89. So you're about two years younger than me. I have, memory, I have a lot of memories from when I was three. I don't remember shit when I was three. They're mostly, they're mostly. <laughs> that's the thing. They're mostly pictures. Right. They're mostly pictures of me telling people how old I am and remembering that I can I'm hold up three. three fingers. And they're really, really foggy. <laughs> but in one of those memories, it's just a stupid yeah, dude, picture. Like, I have me one, and my brother sitting there watching Star Wars. I have one specific memory from when I moved to Treasure Lake for the first time, just looking down at my nightstand, going, "I'm four years old." That's all I remember. Yeah. Like that's it. I, I remember know. telling it. <laughs> She was like, how old are you? And I go, I'm three. And she goes, I'm three. And she put her three fingers up against my three fingers. And that was the first time I was like... And then she got pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) And then welcome to Boner Town. (laughs) (laughs) Robbie looked down and was like... What's this? What's going on? Myself that night, little Dooby said. Right? But... But yeah, that's why I love Star Wars. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, my name's Aaron, and uh, the first memory that I have being introduced to Star Wars is on a big box TV in our base. Uh, my dad was watching. It was it had to have been like on TNT or something like that. But I was three years old. I remember what age I was because I memories that I have like two memories that I had when I was three, right. and one of them is watching the the flight battle on the Death Star. From episode four, from right when they arrive on the Death Star to where Luke blows it up and the whole throne room thing ends. Right. I remember watching that. That was my first memory. One of my first memories was Star Wars. And then uh, we went to the video store, which if you guys are all from around Dubois... Then, uh, where Napoli's is right next to it used to be a VHS rental store. I remember that a long, long time ago. I remember ago. that. Uh, and they had long, the original trilogy <laughs> in a city far, in a far city away. far, far away. Well, for him, in it a is. City um, yeah, it really is for me. <laughs> with uh, they had the original trilogy unedited, not special edition. Of the first of four, five, and six, which were then just called Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. It may have become a new hope when they released the VHS, but it wasn't numbered. Yeah, Yeah, they weren't numbered. And they did that for selling toys and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. That way you could be like... When there was like when the merchandising started coming out, and they're like, "Well, how do we sell a Han from Episode Five and a Han from Episode Four and claim that they're different?" Right. Yeah. Different titles. Yeah, yeah different titles. <laughs> this, this is a new Han. This is a exactly. Um, I like that shit. And we, after watching that, my mom took me there the one day, and we actually got Episode Four, came home and watched that. Then we went and got Episode Five, came home and watched that, and watched Episode Six. And then for Christmas, my dad got me the special edition VHS set. <laughs> The gold one? The gold box? Before they really edited the crap out of it. There's puppy gold box. And then uh, I got all of the... uh, The space Asians. Uh, I got all the... There was a... There was a a store in the mall. That mall. In the mall. (laughs) There was a store in the mall that used to be called, like, Toy Town or something like that. Oh, man, I love... They sell so many pogs. Right where... Right where... uh, They sell so many pogs. Dude, they had a fucking... A vat of fucking pogs. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Or Trump stuff. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'll never forget they it. They sold so many fucking pogs. He was so happy. Like, by the way, props. I'm surprised someone else remembers pogs. Dude. My mom and I will like sit there. My mom texted me the one day because I was like, what are these? Because we, we like found one. I was like, I forgot. And my mom texted me. She's like, they're fucking pogs. I was like, you're fucking right. Like, <laughs> pogs, dude. Awesome. I had so many pogs. But um, no, they made no sense. They made no sense. No, they didn't. They I were just like the anything. Them, they were anything. Like yep. pogs were just like anything a lot of they toys wanted didn't to make be. Sense, a lot of things where it was like they're one shot at glory. It was like, all right, well, we made this toy. What's your company responsible for? Uh, we made the Slinky. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to one up you. We're going to take some fucking cardboard and put some pictures on it and say it's a game called Pogs. Uh, hey, kids. Collect these? <laughs> <laughs> What's the question? Collect like three question marks behind it? Do you guys remember Extreme Dinosaurs? No. no. Holy no. shit. Those that and they came out, they were toys at first, like street shows. I remember dinosaurs and dinosaurs. Cadillacs. Which was a show about <laughs> that's fucking weird. <laughs> People got like transported in time in like Cadillacs to like a dinosaur era. That's so weird. <laughs> Just what drove around Dinosaur and Cadillacs? Well, I never heard it was of a cartoon show. It was like uh, Johnny Quest. I don't know if you ever watched right. Johnny yeah. Quest. But yeah, Toy Town had like all the Star Wars toys you could imagine. There was like crazy. one aisle that was just all Star Wars. This was before Walmart took over the dominant yeah. toy store in, in this town. Yeah. I went with my grandpa like once a week. And usually he'd like give me like 10 bucks to spend. And anytime I went, Star Wars toys. Right. Star Wars toys. And like every Still like week, like we'd walk in and like see something for like $20. And he's like, well, and I was like, well, what if I don't get anything this week and we come back next week? He's like, yeah, then we'll get it. So we'd like come back. And like I had like for Christmas, I got the Darth Vader that his mask comes off. And this is Return of the Jedi. This oh, is before yeah. the prequels. Like his yeah. mask comes off and it's Sebastian Shaw. And you press the button and he talks and like says quotes from the movie. And there's one button, like, he had two buttons on the back. And, like, it had actual, like, pleather, like, you know. Suit. Oh, that's suit cool. Everything. It was really, I, I still have it. Then. I still right. have it. And it's cool. Like, it's, Quality. you know, it's, the pleather's, like, wearing away a little bit, like, the glossiness of it. But it's still really cool. But, like, right. all of that, like, and I just, I remember the first time when episode one was coming out. And I was still, like, just big into Star Wars. My dad and mom came back from, like, a Toys R Us in Pittsburgh, and they were getting, like, uh, Christmas toys for, like, the other kids and stuff. And my dad comes in, and he hands me a Qui-Gon Jinn lightsaber, the first lightsaber I ever had, and it was the collapsible ones. And I felt, like, now looking back at it, it really reminds me of Luke, because I just, like, had that, and I just, and yeah, and you just go, like, and the blade comes out, and, like, you're just mesmerized with, like... I have a lightsaber. Like, right. It's like it's the greatest feeling the ever. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and then you get the FX savers or the ultra savers, and you're like, yeah, fuck that thing. Like, look at this, you know? Look at this shit. I mean, you can hit things with it, and it fucking works really good. It's a lot worse than the collapsible ones. Yeah, it really does. I've hit myself with it like, fuck. My friend got clipped in the face when we were fighting the one time. He looked like Kylo Ren because he had like a bruise going <laughs> his face. You've seen, you know that there's that school like in London or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah the Force school. Academy. Yeah, I want to awesome. go there. They should teach you how to wield lightsabers. It's awesome. Yeah, we'll have to do that. We'll have to make a trip for that. That'd be cool. Um... Like, like, I'm a master now. in lightsaber battles, I really and I minored in the Force. Just because of Star Wars, that they'll have a park dedicated to Star Wars in Disney. Oh, they're gonna. Yeah. No, it's already, it's, already, yeah, it's, it's like opening. Yeah, they broke or, it. Yeah, they yeah. started building it. I want to go in, I hope there's a tour of the Millennium Falcon that you can actually go in 
like they should just about it. They should just know. They, I would live there. They literally uh, should. Just, I, I said to, they they should just make full size, complete and total replicas for as much money as Disney is going to make off of this movie. Dude, franchise. they very well could. Universal did a fucking full size Hogwarts. Marvel. Yeah, I mean, there's a full size like DeLorean with all the parts you can sit in. No, they is are. It, is it really that much more to ask to Have... get like a Millennium Falcon full size? Yeah. No I set. Mean, think about it. Think about it. Disney owns Marvel. <laughs> Disney owns Star Wars, and Disney owns Disney. So I mean, you got this fucking juggernaut. Did you guys see that? Yeah, it's... They're, dude, they're the print, they're printing money, man. Like, did you see the layout for Star Wars Land? Uh, there is a full size yeah. Millennium Falcon, but like, I'm really hoping that like. Yeah, but I want to be able to like there... sit in the gunner seats. Yeah, well, I want to be able to walk and hide. I'd cry. And the other ten thousand people want to go. No, in. I was going to say there'll be a line <laughs> at that time. And, you know, there'll be a line. I'd cry. I'd cry. Earth. Worth the wait, though. Worth, Worth the wait. wait. Oh, absolutely. I'd wait. I'd wait. I'll cry. Weeks to just get, <laughs> I would not. To just get on there. I love Star Wars. I wouldn't wait that long for it to sit in the. Just yeah, to but to go in. I would. I would. I would. You know it's a scale asshole, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that there? Hey, dude. I would sit in. I would sit in the cockpit like I'm about to take a shit just nice and easy. Want to go like, in those stairways oh, that move and shit? Like, you, you gotta like, oh, fear yeah. for your life. Have you ever been in, the, in that No, castle? I want to go so I bad. Went. It was awesome. Was it amazing? Oh my god. Me and DJ <laughs> dream. Yeah, I, I want to go in Jurassic Park. Yeah. Once you go in Jurassic Park, though, you're like... Like, I went over and literally, I was the... Oh, I've been to Universal Studios <laughs> in California, but yeah. not in Florida or whatever. The Jurassic Park one, when they had the... They had, like, the lady with, like, the rubber, like, the raptor puppet that, like, hatches from the egg. I'm the only, like, I went when I was 18. First time I'd ever gone to Disney or Universal. And I'm literally, like, sitting there. There's, like, a sea of five-year-olds, and I'm, like, the one guy oh. sitting there, like, oh, my God, look at the raptor. Like, you know, <laughs> it's real. It has to be real. And my, my girlfriend at the time is just, like, standing over there, like, like, and I'm, like, and I turn around, I'm, like, it's a raptor! Look! Look! Like, <laughs> Even the kids aren't that excited. Right? <laughs> and then I never saw her again. No. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, Lane, are um, you closing thoughts? On the, the, the originals? Yes. Love them. Yeah, there's, there's really not a There's really not a lot that yep. I would change about them. Right. Like, the yeah. pacing's good, the action's good, the story's good. I mean, yeah, you may have your moments where so you're like, you're, eh, you know... But I mean, on I mean, the whole, it is, it I is mean, old the, and cheesy. I mean, but but it's, it's old. that's it's not the movie. point. Like yeah. not the you, point. you hit a lot of the points that I was going to say. It's a timeless story. It's been told time and time again. But Lucas told it as a love letter to what he loved about sci-fi. Have you guys heard oh, about the scrolls? Have you guys heard about the the um the whole the whole Star Wars as a whole being told like being told as a memoir of R two D two. Uh, there's actually a huge fan base of people that, uh, believe it or not, a very lot of, lot of people that believe that Star Wars is about R2-D2 and C-3PO. Right, and the first they're, characters they're, that they're, speak they're, they're now, in they're now, It's now coming out that it's like, you know what I mean, it's more believable, the, yeah. the, the fact that R2, that, that, that he's existing in the far, far future, and he's telling the story of a long, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. This is what happened Ooh, to me and my cool. friends. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. And they're print, you know, they're taking it right from his from memory his, database, yeah, and, and he's just, you know what I mean? Which, which would explain why he comes off as so heroic and why he's got. Yeah, but he's like, oh, I, then I looked over and said this to C3PO, and he said, "Shut your mouth! Don't, don't talk to me like <laughs> that." C3PO was just talking. He didn't know shit. I, I come over here. 
Yeah, I rape the portal, turn the computer knob. Who opens the doors? R2-D2. Yeah. Who fixes the hyperdrive? Yeah. R2-D2. <laughs> you, know, you know what pisses me off, too, in Episode 7, is when 3PO, like, R2 wakes up, and he's like, oh, my old friend, and he says something to him, and he's like, the fuck you say to me? He, like, kicks him. I'm like, that's your best friend. You're just, like, kicking him as soon as he wakes up. Yeah, that's like, that'd be like us seeing each other after not seeing each other for like four or five months or even like a year and be like, like, did that beard look fucking big? Come here, come here, motherfucker. Like, get out of here. Watch your language, or two. bitch. Watch your mouth. But, anyway, what were you gonna, you put to Brandon? I don't know. You you were saying that he's next after him. He's done with his. Oh, okay. Brandon. Um, how I was introduced to Star Wars, I mean, I'm 28 years old. Uh, I mean, I know that I had seen it when I was a lot younger than, you know, five and stuff, but I kind of got into it on my own, because, like, I remember seeing, like, you know, a couple of clips here and there of things from Star Wars, and I was just like, you know, my, my, my family knew about it, my brother watched it, and I think uh, one weekend, it was in the summer, I was probably around, like, six or seven or something like that we go to a video store and my mom like said hey why don't you pick out a movie okay cool i see return of the jedi that's why that's my found love for that movie is that was the first one i had and i remember that summer we probably kept that video for like weeks and i every day all summer i watched return of the jedi Right. And then, and, and it was on VHS, so, and rewind. this is when, like, yeah, rewind, and we had the THX, when that shit was popular as fuck for some reason, <laughs> with that annoying-ass, like, startup <laughs> logo, like it was a Sony PlayStation, uh, it, it's oh, that, your drums. yeah, yeah, and, um, it had, like, this interview with Lucas, and I can't remember what the fuck. I wish I had on VHS, because it was, it would probably be cool to watch now. You know, he would do, like, little, wouldn't he do, like, little interviews at the beginning of the movie? Yeah, it was, it was, it was like, a sit-down with, he had, like, a Darth Vader figure in, behind him. It was, like, uh, I don't remember that. I just remember it was, like, a red maroon screen in yeah. the background. Yeah. But, um. It was, like, real dark. It was, yeah, and those that interview for me as a kid, it felt like it was an eternity. So I was like, "Fuck this shit! I'm gonna watch the movie." You know, <laughs> but me like now, I kind of wish I had that, you know, and go back and say, "Hey, I can, you know, you know, see what he really said." And um, before the whole hype of Star Wars just blew even more out of proportion. Right. Um, but after that, man, like I started getting all the toys and. And after that, I was hooked, man. Like, I was just in love with it. And and we all said this, you know, like Lane said, you know, no matter what generation, you know, basically go back to generation. Star Wars bonds people, man. It, it, it bonded all of us. I, I've, you know, I've known Deej for a while from playing the Xbox. That's how we met. And I met Lane from doing the podcast. But, dude, like, we're all sitting here right now talking about Star Wars and, you know, right. you guys have never hung out with me in person. You just <laughs> hung out with me on Skype tonight. And we all get along like we, we're like the four best, like five best fucking yeah. friends yeah, here ever. Right. So, yeah. And, yeah. and and that's that was that's the thing about Star Wars, dude. It, it really can bring people together. And you can, you know, have all these theories and all these, like, thoughts. And you, you're not wrong. Nobody's wrong. No, it's yeah. a conversation that will never die. Yeah, because, again, you're in another universe. You're in another galaxy. You're in a galaxy far, far away. 
Right. And you don't know what's there. It, it's it's the unknown, and we all we all explore it together, and yeah, we like, all have different. Like, that is different pretty awesome. Opinions. We we should explore it, it in our own different ways. You know, yeah. yeah. Different like. That's nuts. And it all and like you know <laughs> like like he said it bonds you like it's Star Wars in itself you could almost look at it like the Force yeah it really, it really like is. brings people together now someone's just you know. someone out there just like nerds no yeah, <laughs> yeah they're like this is nerds and everything but come on but, no, but, 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 <laughs> but no but here's the thing but people oh my God this is the deepest conversation I've ever had. <laughs> right <laughs> but like, people, I've people these five dudes just fucking go <laughs> at it here they are three and fucking hours later God but uh, no it, it's just it's a cool thing because. You know, even people that are not into what we are into, they can go back and hopefully appreciate something like this. I mean, you can talk about sports with some guy that loves football for hours. You right. can't predict the future. You can't, I mean, there's no unknown to it. There's stats. There's this. There's that. There's That's it. Hands down, that's it. But with Star Wars, man, you go, okay, this happened in the movie. And then you got the expanding universe thanks to all those authors and everything. So and open-ended. <laughs> It really is. And that's, that's where do you go? Like to add on to that the kind of thing, it's like, even if you don't like Star Wars, nobody on this planet doesn't know what Star Wars is. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You, know, you, like, you know, I've never heard somebody say, what's that? They might be like, I don't like it. <laughs> I've never heard anybody. Yeah. It happens to Dragon Ball. I don't know what Dragon Ball is. Like, to older people. Yeah. You know, yeah. But yeah. everybody in this world everybody knows what Star Wars is. Everybody Every has heard it. it. Yes, everybody it's knows It's like Coca-Cola. It. Maybe not everyone's tried Coca-Cola. Or even like But everybody Coca-Cola. knows what Coca-Cola even, is. Even, even <laughs> me just buying a three a simple $3 lightsaber for my daughter and, and, and my niece, and she... She knows it's a lightsaber. You know what I mean? She doesn't know. She doesn't know why it's a lightsaber. But someday she's gonna be seeing me watching Star Wars, and she's gonna go, "Lots of lightsaber." I played with that thing. Yeah, I I have one of those. You know what I mean? She's two, and she knows what fucking Star Wars is pretty much like. like, I had had a galaxy. I had a galaxy defender weapon. Yeah, Galaxy <laughs> My dad was a cheap bastard. <laughs> I never got the sword on. I, I got the, uh, what was that, Space Defender one? What was the knockoff of the Power Rangers? I don't fucking even know. It was like... Oh, I think I know what you're talking about, but I probably had it too. <laughs> or something like that. I don't know, some giant robot that came together from like other, oh, is that Voltron. Transformer? Yeah, Voltron. 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 No, Voltron was way before Power Rangers, dude. That's true. Well, maybe I'm... There's something else. Maybe I'm thinking like GoBots and Transformers. GoBots Go and yeah, GoBots was the four man Transformers. But mm-hmm. all right, so we need to wrap this up here. We're going on fucking long time, Lane. Yeah, I need a sec. No, no, I just had to say one thing. The older movies are awesome. I I know it's old. Obviously, it's old, and there's going to be that problem. But that fight between Obi Wan and Darth Vader was the driest goddamn thing I've ever seen in my yes. life. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, but it's just like. Uh, uh, that's no, before that's stunt why, doubles. Yeah, that is why, <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm so stoked for Rogue One. Yep. Because we get to see Darth Vader again in the way he should. Because you know, he, you know, watching those movies, you wouldn't think he's that powerful just because no. how crappy he moved. No. But the shit he does in the books and in the in the cartoons, he does some amazing. His powers exceed anything. Yep. He fights good against Luke and Empire though. Like he yeah, even one handed yeah, duels. That's, yeah, that's yeah. That's the thing. Like. Everyone, everyone it was almost like he was toying up. with Obi Wan. Like everybody... he was just like, oh whatever, I'll just. But you know, they, I'll wait. both of them are so old, and it was just such like that suit was probably like made of like fucking like you know it was just, yeah it was just so yeah. dry. It was hard playing. Plus, plus I didn't even know there was ever gonna be another movie, so they're like, yeah. all right, Alec, uh, fight this guy. <laughs> fight this guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, just swing a little bit. Uh, 
That were, Don't try to hurt him. Though. Some people are probably sitting there like, dude, the only reason this movie is going to be a success is Alec Guinness. Like that dude just has to sneeze. Like it's not the actor in this movie. Yeah, right. It has nothing to do with the story. It just has Alec Guinness. It'll sell itself. But I didn't hate that part. I just I, that's why I'm excited for a new yeah. one to see Darth Vader again and what he can really do. Oh, yeah. and that's that that would be fair to Vader as a character. Right. You know what I mean? Because. He does look like an old Wally dude in, in, right. the, in, in the, the other first ones, and then right. Anakin is just like a slight, such a fast-moving, little right. fast-paced exactly. nudie bitch. But like, you want to see him as the like, bark killing anybody bitches. and everything in his past. He, Anakin you know does I mean? have a resting bitch face, dude. But my buddy <laughs> Brett, my buddy Brett, we were watching, we were watching uh, Attack of the Clones, and he goes, "Dude, Boba Fett's got a resting bitch face." And like I, as a boy, I literally just could not stop laughing for days. Like, all I think about it. For days. For days. I kept thinking of Boba Fett's little fucking face and how he just, he's always just scowling. And I I just hear it in my head every time. Like, dude, Boba Fett's got a resting bitch face. (laughs) And it just fucking cracks me up every time I think about it, man. Like, it just, I don't know. I don't have stories like that about, I mean, I watched Star Wars when I was a young little boy. My father wasn't in it. I watched it all, but I didn't really get, like, I know, it's not a memory for me like it is for you guys because I didn't really get into it until recently. It's like, I saw the the first three, you know, one, two, and three in theaters. You know, I mm-hmm. I wouldn't saw them. My dad liked well, That's it. the thing. They were big enough hits at the time that you didn't even have to be a huge Star Wars fan to realize. Right. Like, I probably need to see this. So, I mean, but I'm just getting into my really liking it now. Like recently, within the next last couple of years, yeah. you know, like. So I don't have that past story of you guys. You know, I don't remember the first time I watched it. I, yeah. I can't remember that. I just want. But... And I don't know why it's odd too. You know, it's weird that, like, we remember the first time that we ever saw stories. Like, that's a first Those memory. Those are one of your earliest memories. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's really weird. Like, you could have that memory. You could have seen Star Wars back then. But if it didn't impact you, it didn't. That's you thing. wouldn't have remembered exactly. it at all. Like, that pivotal moment where you watch. Like, for me, I just remember the, uh, the whole Death Star, like, the... Uh, uh, oh, what is it? The uh, like all that shielding plating on the Death Star. Mm-hmm. All I remember is the X-wings just going like this, like flying formation down onto it. Like that's right. the biggest thing I remember <clears throat> from it. And it's just like, like it's in a trench. Yeah, yeah. Like well, when they first arrived and they like it starts playing like that force theme, but it's like the loud trumpet blasts and they just like come in and then the, you see the guns start firing at them. But oh, it's, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it's like a scene like that, like. Well, it's and, a World uh, War II dogfight yeah. in space. Yeah, and literally, and no, one ever, like, no one ever, ever did that before. Yeah. No one ever thought that could be done. You yeah. Know? They just didn't think, like, war, dogfight in space. Nuh-uh. And then Lucas was like, dogfight in space, and everyone's like, holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> like, and everyone, you know, if, if you just, like, it's, you know, and it's only a picture in your head right there. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's it. The rolling that's in. it, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that's just, like, a, a freeze frame in my head, but, you know... It impacted. Yeah. It impacted me enough that here I am, you know, that 19, 20 years later, and it still has such a, it still resonates with me so much that I just can't shake it. Like if somebody told me they're like, oh listen, like everything about Star Wars is bullshit, like it's stupid and this, like somebody could say that, and like literally, I could I could take that in as much as I want. I could never hate it though. I could never turn it away. It's just something that. Impacted me so much that I just see, but that can't. That, that's can't me with Dragon Ball Z. It. I remember the first time. Dragon Ball Z is my favorite of all. If you guys haven't realized that, no. But, tell us more. <laughs> Although I do but, believe it. Is. 
not yeah, Maisie. I, I know, Maisie. but that, that's but that's how I'm much I love. It. You know, it it does a lot. For, like I've got, I oh, went yeah. through, I went through breakups miserable, and I just watched Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, was, you know that's oh, yeah. what I do. I mean, that was that was my Star Wars. I watched Star Wars and listened to the soundtrack. And this is talking talk about what you did when uh, when I had my breakup. I watched Star Wars. I watched Star Wars and listened to the, that yeah, and listen to yeah. the soundtrack. But the thing about that's, that's was one like, thing I did want to mention. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, but, sorry. Uh, the soundtrack to Star Wars, I think, is another thing was a huge factor as to why it was successful. Yeah, absolutely. Was it John Williams? Yeah, yeah. Even seven. He did Harry Potter too. Yep. Yes. And you know that guy's the first genius. three Harry Potter and Jurassic movies. Park and Indiana. But I think yeah. like music like Harry here, like that that scene where the the trumpets and they're walking down and getting their medals. You ever seen the scene without audio? Yeah, does, they have a YouTube video. You know the scene where they go down, they get their medals at the end of this movie. Which yeah. which movie was it with Luke? Uh, episode uh, episode four. Uh, oh, yeah. They have a video of them doing that like, whole scene with no audio like, at all. It's to, weird. To choose to do no, a space no audio, movie. No soundtrack. Yeah, no yeah. Sound, yeah. They they talk just no soundtrack. But no to music. choose to do a space movie with a classical soundtrack was two things that was like so yeah. revolutionary when Lucas decided right. to do it. Because well, yeah. usually you would expect like a, a pew pew kind of like Science, technological, scientific. especially in the beginning of the early late seventies when like you know, soundboards and, and weird little music devices were making all these cool weird noises. Synthesizers. Yeah. Everyone thought that they should have had that. So I just wanted to know that music is another huge reason why there's so much. Oh, and any oh absolutely. I mean, it makes it for any. Like, yeah. I mean, that's how just... I am about. That's why. That's one of my biggest things about Japanese Dragon Ball Z to American. Bruce Falconer, the guy that did American, that music is way better. Like, oh, absolutely. In every scene. Agreed. The music, the music yeah. makes the scene. Man. Like when Gohan turns super. I mean, as a musician myself, music is a big part of everything. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Star Wars in itself, and they said this that the Star uh, John Williams actually said that if you cut out all the audio from four, five, six, one, two, three, and seven, you could have a silent movie, and the music would tell the story. Yeah, honestly, and honestly, like if you watch it, it and like just drown way. out the audio, like the dialogue. You can watch Star Wars and still get the gist of it just from John Williams' music. Dude, you could even do it yourself if you were if you if you were that committed. Just grab the soundtrack and just yeah. load it right up to yeah. the movie and sync it. Yeah. I just love it because like you can hear like for me when I hear the Star Wars music, you can like it's the same with the for some reason it's weird with the movie Kick Ass as well. Whenever I hear that, I can listen to the whole album in a line and like pretty much watch the movie like in my head. Like I could be I used to do that on plane rides. I used yeah. to have the entire Star Wars album on like my iPod. It only had like you know fifty songs, or whatever, and like nineteen of them were Star Wars music. And I'd sit there on the airplane, like eight eight hour flights, you know. Boom! I'm watching Star Wars, and I put my head back, and I'm gonna watch the movie in my head as the music yeah. plays in my ears, and like that's good enough. Like right, the music right. is so powerful and grabs yeah. certain moments of it that it re- it's forcibly like shoved. You're never gonna listen to a Star Wars song and not immediately think like. Yeah, when's the last time I watched? I should sit down and watch. I yeah, watch exactly. It. I, like I, I, I owe it to Star Wars to yeah. watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's what the music does for me. And you know, there's the yeah, it. yeah, and, and the there's just you know the music itself, like. And John Williams talked about it in Episode Seven Special Features because they talked about uh, scoring it. And a lot of people complained about the soundtrack for Episode Seven. They're like, oh, he phoned it in. Like, it wasn't as good as the other sides. Granted, it wasn't as good as the other soundtracks, but it was damn good. Like, yeah. he, he talked about Kylo Ren's theme, and he's like, it's simple. It's simplistic. He goes, I went back to what we did in 1977. He goes, it's simplistic. He said, but those couple notes... Really get the point across that yeah. this guy's bad. Like he's like it's just like Darth Vader. Yeah, his music isn't yeah. all complicated. No, like, no, he's he goes it's not. Yeah, that's Darth Vader. Yeah, and just like with Kylo Ren, you can just hear those. You can just hear that motif or that um, 
Oh, I'm trying to think of I mean, you could what be, it's you called. You could be a nobody and never have watched Star Wars and hear the Imperial March. And you know. And know that that, that refers Vader's. to a bad person. Yes. Right. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, there's just, like, evil and power volume. behind yeah. that person. Absolutely. Same thing with the Emperor's theme, that low yeah. male choral. Like, that low with, like, that, with, Yeah, with just, like, the strings just, like, in the background, real soft. Like, you know that he's, like, extremely evil, you know? And that music just brings, like, it, seriously, if you cut out Ian McDermott's lines from episode six and just have him sitting there with his lips moving with that music playing you're like oh shit's going down like yeah, this right. guy is evil Absolutely. you know i'll say right now i, I did like ray's theme for um, episode seven i love Ray's. very theme. harry potter-ish i liked it so somebody it, it, somebody's reversed it and it's vader's theme really really yeah. that's awesome yeah holy shit that's cool. If you reverse it, it's it, it's just a very slow version of Vader's theme, and what it's theme? like a high race theme. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, I kind of want to hear that. I don't, don't want to go on YouTube and do it because they could have reversed anything. Yeah, right. I want to get my own <laughs> audio of race theme and reverse it. See what it's saying. Yeah. I just want to say thank uh, thank you very much for having having uh having us having me on. Uh, having yeah, dude. On. You don't get any chances in this town to sit down for hours on end and just no, talk Star Wars. Out, right? Yeah, even like some of my could. best friends, like Zimmy and Eric and Chris and all them, they won't sit down and nerd out Star Wars with no. me. So, right, Brandon, many cheers. You want to give some shout outs, Brandon? You want to just? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely wanted to give a couple of shout outs to a couple of guys I work what a great with. Excuse, um, you got to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got this. They got to go. Um, you know, three almost four hours into this podcast. I want to shout out to a couple of my coworkers, uh, Joey Foster. He's a big Star Wars geek too, and um, I hope he uh, actually gets a chance to listen to this. And my buddy Andre Joiner, that has never watched Star Wars but is a nerd, <laughs> feels that he is a uh, that that it's too corny, and I'd have to tell him like that's. That's the great thing about Star Wars. Well, you listen, just gotta go here, you're hearing it from your buddy Brandon, but you're hearing it from every single one of us at this table that it is not necessarily corny as it is just insanely awesome. I've had way cornier yes. poops than these Star Wars. <laughs> 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 yeah. Flash Gordon. Has anyone ever watched the movie corny. Flash Gordon? It's corny, yeah, but corny. I love it. I love it. It's that. one of those things you love, dude. It, that's the cool thing about it. it. It's that you just gotta go into it knowing that it's corny and see, but. It will have it's great, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't. I can't. I can't really downplay it as as much as that. But my buddy, I keep telling him he's to watch it. If he's gonna watch it, watch it in the original trilogy order. Well, you yeah. gotta say just any old thing before special effects was corny. If you think of, it wasn't corny when it came out. No, absolutely People not. And we were talking about this before we went yeah. live. You know, nobody was like, "Oh, it's corny." At the moment, New Hope came out. Watch the sci-fi it's corny now. Like, I can go back and watch. <laughs> You know, people watched Bonanza back in the day. It wasn't corny. It might be corny to us just because we're used to different. But yeah. you know, it's not a, it's not a corny movie. It's just used to, you're used to better, different. Like, watch. Yeah, and that's what I try to tell them. You know, and I, and I say, you know, it's you just gotta go into it with a different mindset. You can't go in there and be like, oh, well, this is 1977. Yeah, for 1977, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's, and that's what I keep trying to tell like, them. Seriously, like, we're just watching a little clip. George Lucas invented the technology that was needed to make these movies. Yeah. yeah. The technology did not exist. So he created a company called ILM, Industrial Light and Magic. And they spent days in warehouses literally creating the cameras necessary, creating the effects. They started visual effects pretty much in, in like, 
grand scheme space movies for stuff like this. Did you know that he actually, that Lucas actually hired three quarters of the same crew that worked on 2001 A Space Odyssey? Yeah. 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 Because he loved it so much and loved the scope of it that he hired almost all of them. And that's why Star Wars still holds up is because it had the same creative geniuses behind it. Yeah, right. I mean, like I said, you you have to be pretty committed to an idea of a movie to, like, be like, well, they don't have that technology. We're going to invent it. We're going to do it. Too bad. Too bad. Well... We're going to make Just, it happen. Uh, anybody else? Anybody, Rob, you have any shout-outs you want to give while you're on this podcast? Anything? Anybody? No, you guys... He pretty much Aaron, just did. Aaron, yeah. shout-outs? Anybody you want to acknowledge or say anything about? Oh, yeah. I'll uh, I'll give one shout-out to uh, Ashley Graham. Thank you for talking theory with me oh, and yeah, helping me with uh, a couple of topics here. Good. Did you get everything, say everything you guys wanted to say today? Anything? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, 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 I mean, we, uh, like, like Brandon said, we could talk for yeah, hours and hours about yeah. this. Uh, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to you guys. You guys are great, amazing dudes, and I enjoyed this very much. Yes, thank you. Thank you for showing up on. on yeah, the... Thanks for spending four hours <laughs> yeah. with us. Yeah. Hey, I was supposed to go work out, but you know this is more important. It's May the Fourth, so. Same beer the entire time. No, I already drank both my beers. They're good. They're gone. But we want to thank our guests for coming. Uh, anytime, Al- uh, Brandon Allison from Virginia. We got Robbie Fugate here from Dubois and Aaron Dwyer also here from Dubois. And uh, it was a good show. I hope everybody listens and listens to the whole thing. <laughs> DJ, any closing words? No, I'm, I'm That's good. That's true I've... fandom. <laughs> That's Star Wars level fandom. Sure. Also, I won't feel bad if you have to edit all, this man. down to make it more of like that. No, it'll be. It'll <laughs> oh, be no, raw. I'm putting it up raw. <laughs> it's raw. I'm, I'm oh, not going to yeah, take it. Yeah, I like it. I'm not taking the time. Hey, look, that last sex joke, ladies and gentlemen. We were just <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> ruin it all, guys. Yeah, wow, thank you, sure. nerd enthusiasts, and you have yourself a good May the Fourth. Hope you, I mean, I hope your May the Fourth was good because we're kind of putting it out to the, toward the end of the day. But <laughs> right, hey, 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 man, that's all right. That's all right. Everybody's gonna, you know, they're gonna have a hell of a Cinco de Mayo tomorrow listening to this. So. Right, and to finish and then, off with a May the Fourth be with you. Yeah, and everybody, May the Fourth be with you. May the Fourth be with you. And also with you. That's like the Catholics. Yeah, that's <laughs> Catholic, yeah. I said that. Remember. I think that. They're like, and Lord, and Lord, Lord with you. And they're like, and also with you. And I'm like, and also with you. <laughs> right. And, ju- and just because today is May the 4th, we also have another Star Wars holiday tomorrow. What? What's that? Do you guys know? Revenge of the Fifth. Revenge of the Fifth. Ah. <laughs> See, some some girl came into Domino's today and said, tomorrow Cinco de Mayo, and then everybody's going to go out and get drunk, and then it's Revenge of the Sixth. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting, but I never... So how does the Empire strike back <laughs> on the Fifth? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not real sure, but I don't know. Yeah. All right, we're, we're calling it, man. We'll catch you later, right, buddy. Thanks a lot. All right, good night. Bye. Well, it's not like he has to leave immediately. Oh, you got to kind of stop this, don't you? Yeah. Right, bye, bye, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Later, guys. <laughs>
Nerd Talkalypse has assumed no claim and is not endorsed by material used in this podcast production. All music, sounds, and references are copyrighted under the franchise name. Nerd Talkalypse can be contacted by phone, email, or social media. You can contact us by email, nerdtalkalypse at gmail.com, on Twitter, at nerdtalkalypse, or by phone at 814-299-6653. For more content, you can check out our blog at www.nerdtalkalypse.weebly.com, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdtalkalypse. If you like what you heard today, we want to hear from you. Please leave us a review on iTunes, or you can find us in the Android market on Stitcher and Player FM. If there's a subject you wish us to talk about, please let us know. We will do our absolute best and research the subject and bring it to you next episode. Thank you for listening to Nerd Talkalypse.